Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Central 44, where we make it fun. There's no better time to drive away in a new Jeep or Ram vehicle than now. During Jeep Adventure Days, we have a selection of over 200 vehicles to choose from. We remain open and are ready to assist with all of your auto needs. You can also shop online at central44.com and enjoy our home delivery option. Central Jeep Chrysler Dodge Ram of Raynham is here to help you drive away in your next vehicle. Shop with us today. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another edition of Still Party Formula One, the place to be for, well, pretty much a good time. Because you know you like hanging out with us every Sunday at 7.30 on TalkStreet.com. I'm Candice along with Tia and Carrie. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey, how are you? You know, I'm good. You know, um, fall has now started, which means, it's, you know, shorter, you know, days. Like, you know, the sun goes oh, so down. Wait a minute. Fall just started. That means we must be hearing about Thomas Love interest in this next recap, right? Oh yeah, because they did have. Some, I did have some casting news. Thank you, Tia. We heard some. Of um, real quick, real quick before I forget. Before I forget, heads up, General Hospital, Bold and Young and the Ruffles fans. Dave fans, you you're locked out of this because you guys are on Peacock. By the way, Friday is your last chance for the dollar ninety nine Days of Our Lives sale on Peacock. Okay, I think it's Wednesday or Thursday. Check your local listings. Keep up on social media because they're continuing with something else going with the January 6th committee. Um, okay, y'all know about y'all remember y'all remember that? that that's still a thing. Um, so it's either Wednesday or Thursday. I think they're going to start around 10:30, 11 o'clock. The 28th. Unless it, okay. Unless thank you. Well, let me put it this way. Last I heard, it was the 28th. Unless it's changed, I believe it's Wednesday. Right. Because I heard, I heard, the, I heard either Wednesday or Thursday. So that's what we're we're telling you guys to stay tuned in to social media with uh, Young and Russell's Bold and General Hospital. Um, if if the shows are going to be interrupted or preempted, and I promise I won't tweet out, you guys can put it on Hulu and Paramount Plus since that got me in trouble last time. <clears throat> Speaking of, General Hospital fans, there was a rumor that was out uh, this week, Tia, Carrie, I don't know if you guys saw it, about Hulu not uploading General Hospital at 8 o'clock. Did you guys see that? This is when y'all uh, supposed no, to say, I yeah. No, 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 I did not. Okay. Just, no. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. Hulu is uploading the shows 
it's just now taking a little bit longer. There's no additional cost. They're not doing anything. It's a whole big scam that some people were saying. But General Hospital is still on Hulu. Okay? We just want to clarify that. General Hospital is still on Hulu. The end. My God. Just a timing thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a timing thing, you know. You know, it's not. It, never mind. I was going to be nice. Cheese crackers. Um, and that is about it for right now with the soap news. Tia's going to give you the number. Yeah, y'all should know my line right now. Yeah, we're going okay. to give the numbers and how we and how and just but, how. Just and then Carrie. Uh, yeah, okay. I would say we're, we're, so. For, yeah, this is what we're going to do. The order of today is Bo Days G H Y. You should know the order by now too. Sometimes we switch up. See, wait, hold on. Let me say my second line. The order is subject to change. This is why you should check our Twitter account because every time before each segment, we tweet the segment we are on. So we'd be like, hey, I wonder when G H starts. Just look at Soap Party four one one. Look at the page. If you want to leave for thirty minutes and say, I need to come back when General Hospital come on, follow our page and we'll say, Hey, General Hospital just started. So you will know when it started or days or why not, whatever show. And it if is. you guys don't have Twitter, this is another thing too, because i c I'm gonna be honest, because sometimes and I did get the, I did get I did get the message, folks, about this. Um, we also do have a Facebook page. Um, we are more active on Twitter than Facebook. Um, and I know that there was a situation with Twitter. I don't know that something happened. I, I don't know where the page wasn't working for a minute. Um, so check out – we're going to try to post on Facebook as well. But also, yeah, check out our Twitter. And also, you guys know us individually. You can go at Max. But, but you know and, what? And, and, and just but generally think, speaking, and for those people who are on Facebook or somewhere else, they got to listen to us at the coffee can, we generally try to spend – Half hour, 40 minutes for Wyanoff, I'm both, excuse me, sometimes less, and about 45 minutes to an hour for the segment. So if you're not on Twitter, just pipe the volume down, come back in 30 mm-hmm. minutes or so, and check for your, you know, like we said, this will be, unless, unless, we, need, so we, unless we need to change on the fly for some reason tonight, it's going to be bold days, GHYNR. And here's what we typically do. We'll do the recaps. And we'll bring our callers on, and what we tend, try to tend to do is so we're all not talking at once. We'll call on someone to get right. everybody's opinion. Yes, and remember, listen out to the number because you will not be hearing it again to the night. You should know what the number is. If you are called in, I am sure you called the number. And, again, you can look at the chat room. The number should be, like, right on your left or right side. It tells you when And, again, you can check out our Facebook and Twitter account for the numbers as mm-hmm. well. <laughs> You know, here go, here go, here go the phone number for USA, 605-562-0444. Alternative number is 717-734-6904. Canada, 867-292-3066. Show ID, 128803. Press star 2 to come and speak with us. If you are in another country that's not USA and Canada, please ask us what the number is, and we could try to give it to you because we do not want you to have a big, large bill for uh, calling into the wrong number because that is not our fault. So we are headed to L.A. And I brought in, hold on, and I brought on Candace and Jacarius. Both of them are on. I'm not sure if he's on. I'm already here. You mean, oh, you mean Kim. Oh, Kim, Kim, sorry. uh, Sorry, Candace. Los Angeles. Um. If you watched, uh, to, to quote my friend Tia, if you watched it last week, the week before, and the week before that, you already know what happened. The, these folks are still trying to get 
Ridge and Taylor, Steffi and uh, Thomas are still trying to get Taylor and Ridge back together, and um, there's some revisionist history about Ridge being a neglectful father and not being there, which if you can find those episodes, hit me up, because as far as I can tell, for someone being, well, first of all, he raised the kids, which, and just for a little history, she was presumed dead, he raised the kids, then she decided she couldn't be here because she couldn't see Brooke's face, and they still were there, he was still there as an adult, and again, Steffi still is running her same, it, it literally is the same conversation, eight days a week, 52 hours out of a day, I... Tia, you have anything? Because I'm not even going to waste time. You got anything? That's not all that happened on the show. I'm well, sorry. Then, then, when I, then, then when I call on you, feel free to, to expound. Okay. <laughs> that was not a good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going when to make life simple. When the show gives me something good, then I'll, act some, uh, then I'll act appropriate. Well, you know what? To make your life better, I have nothing to say about it this week. I'm kind of tired. So I have not. Y'all heard me the last two weeks. So I have the same thing. So just go ahead and look at the replay of the last two episodes. That's my same feeling today. Mm-hmm. Um, who do we have here with us? Uh, Kim, do you have anything to add? Um, I, I, <laughs> I really liked Ridge's speech that he was giving about Finn. You know, that was really heartfelt. You know, like, oh, you know, at least he's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's what Steffi needed in that moment. Maybe he needs to have that conversation with Thomas, too, and he would stop, you know, waving knives around at Brooke, you know, which is what happened this week, too. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he needs to talk to him. So, I mean, that was, now that was good. I appreciated those scenes with um, Finn um, and Ridge. I mean, with Steffi there and him apologizing to Steffi, whatever. I just need him to say that to Thomas now because it seems like Thomas is – is on the verge of possibly spiraling back out of control. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I'm still Team Brooke. I mean, they're just going too far with it, him and, and Steffi, you know, Thomas and Steffi. It's like, come on, let's worry about your own lives. Just worry about your own family. So that part is just annoying, but I did appreciate Ridge's speech this week. Oh, wait a minute. I I, I actually lied when I said I don't have nothing to say. Thank you for reminding me because I forgot about this speech. That speech was actually (laughs) one of the worst speeches I've heard ever on this show. And I'm going to say every No way. No. No. You know why I'm going to tell you this, Kim? And I I don't mean to be rude. I think because you don't know this history, like, as much as I do with this show. It's not a me. I think that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And it's not even your fault. It's these sorry writers for I'm blaming it for Brad Bell and everyone (laughs) responsible for this nonsense. Because the stupid speech he had is, oh, when you came back, that was our time to be a family. Well, wait a minute. From what I remember, Stephanie manipulated you guys to be in a family because she straight up had a heart attack for y'all two to be a family. But my Mm. issue is here, unfortunately, this is not Ridge's fault. I do not like him getting blamed from the fact that Taylor, quote, unquote, died and he moved on. So what was he supposed to do when Taylor came back? He cannot shut off his feelings he had with Brooklyn. You, you, that, that just can't happen. I think we said the same thing on this show. What did we say about Jason, Drew, and uh, Sam? that we need her to say, man, times has changed. I moved on with Drew. I can't love you anymore. They did this with John, Marlena, and Roman. John Lena is more popular than Roman and Marlena could ever dream of being because she moved on. This is the Mm -hmm. same thing with Ridge, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Whether these kids like it or not, 
Schiller, Schultz, and Taylor changed their lives forever. He cannot reverse time and say, I had wished I did this. Why? You had a family with Brooke, whether people like it or not. He had a family. So I am so tired of this revision history of them saying, oh, he's trash. Oh, I should have joined you. So for when I'm gathering, he was supposed to stay with her for the kids. That, that's a depressing life. That means she's still, even in, the, even in this alternative universe, she still wouldn't have fully had him because he would have been in love. At that, I'm sorry. He hasn't been in love with Taylor in, in years. And I love yeah, him. I'm a fan yeah. of the OG virgin. But you should not be forced to stay with someone because of the kids. And this whole lie we are creating that Ridge abandoned these kids, this never happened. And they disputed their own argument this week when Thomas is over there talking. And what is he saying? Oh, if you had been a better stepmother. I said, oh. Oh, y'all finally remember Brooke with the stepmother because y'all didn't seem right. to remember that the past month that we were talking about this. So I'm like, oh, somebody actually remember that that was the stepmother there. So I'm just this this history. I am tired of Ridge apologizing. I am going to need Ridge to sit them down like they are two years old and say, kids. I love you guys, but come on now. It's nothing I could have did. I fell in love with someone else. I'm it's unfortunate what happened to your mother at the time. But we moved on. You should be cursing Sheila out when she comes back. To, that's the really response. I don't really know what else to say. You cannot, just because it was, of course, this was against all their circumstances. She did not want to get shot and killed, you know, quote, unquote, killed off. But unfortunately, being gone for them years changed stuff. He fell more in love with Brooke, and it's been like that for years. You can't reverse time and change it. I would just say it's more unfortunate that their love story got cut short. That's the only thing you can really say at this point. And we're forgetting that schizophrenic Taylor did come back, and he still chose Brooke. So like you said, and I'm getting actually offended when we're talking about, oh, he has a family with us. Well, what about his family with Brooke? This is what happens when a man creates two families. And That's true. Unless you're going to be wives <laughs> and sit all up and get, get a compound and, or, and, and, and just live, live like that. I mean, I'm, seriously, though, because it is, it's actually getting offensive. What was the man mm-hmm, supposed mm-hmm. to do? And like you said, if the kids are going yeah. to act like, and dude, you just, lady, you just got your husband back. I don't care that they have a preference for their mother over Brooke. I don't give a rat's ass, but I don't want to turn on a show and hear the same thing over and over again. And, 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 and this is the problem, and like you said, and it's no slight to anybody to know, but the problem is Mr. Bell, and I'm going to respect him and say Mr. Bell, is banking on people not believing the bullshit that's coming out of the people's mouths. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my yep. issue. It would have been a nice speech if I didn't know any of this history going on. That's what I would say. But mm-hmm. next person, I guess. Jacarius, you got anything for uh? Oh, uh, well, remember that Brooke, Steffi, this this never-ending conversation. Uh, to my hands, no, because this week was so annoying, and I just so sick of the preparing trap bullshit. Like I mm-hmm. said weeks ago, I'm just sick of it. Like I love me, Steffi, but did you did you get your own man months ago? Like spend time mm-hmm. with your man, then uh trying to push your parents back together. That's me, all I gotta um, say. I'm with you. Let me pick up a call real quick, and then I'm gonna give you the floor, Candace, to just. Say, because nothing else happened this week. Right, let me just pick up on the... The Thomas and Brooks, that's it. Oh, oh, uh, Hi, David. Uh, go ahead, David. I'm muted. Well, oh, wait a minute. Okay, oh, I see the I, problem. 
David, I know what the problem is. Um, hold on, let me see if this works. Okay, David, you having a problem with keep muting and unmuting. It's happening to a lot of people. So the thing you have to do, you have to log. You you cannot be on a talk show website. You have to call in first and then join in through the website, and then you will be able to go on. Or let's, even if we unmute you, it's going to keep muting you itself. That's a talk show problem. That's not our problem. So the best route to go, call in Lock first out, with the number. In. Yeah, yep. call, you don't even need to log out. You just need to exit the page. Just exit the page, call in, and then join in this way after it. That's the only way you could be able to get in. But next person. Candice, the floor is yours. Well, I'm glad that you remembered that speech um, because when he was saying it, I mean, okay. So this week on Bowling and Beautiful, I felt I was all over the place because I also was like, okay, you all want the social media to pick up on certain lines. Like when they said this isn't the parent trap, um, I was like, oh, y'all was on Twitter. Mm. Here's the thing about Rich. I'm glad he said something. Was it to everybody's liking? No, but he said something versus allowing this to continue. If you notice, he kept pausing, though, because I feel as though, and, and, and Carrie, I know we, we talked about this, when you have two families, your main objective is not to disrespect the current and the past of, like, mothers. Like, in a way, he's trying to respect Brooke, but he's also not trying to disrespect Taylor. And I was listening to that speech and everything because I, I, I listened to it two times. When he said to, about Finn, and I'm thinking to myself, there's a reason Ridge is saying this about Finn. Finn hasn't, one, gone through all this stuff that Rich has gone through, one. And like we all have said, Stephanie should count her blessings, bow down to the Lord's and everything that she has sinned. Sin is there for her and her kids. That's what Rich wants, is somebody for, you know, that. I also think it was, was it Thomas this week or was it last week when Rich or Thomas said something about, yeah, he's with Brooke. You should leave it alone. I think, oh, what's that last week? What I see? I don't know. But it's like one of these kids has to get it through their thick skull. Yes, I'm glad we talked about the fact that Brooke raised these kids because that's been an oversight for, for a while. That has been. Um, it, was just, it was just real interesting to me that because here's the thing. You know, we, we talk about the history of the show and, and everything. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I know Ridge was there, but we got to look at something. From We got to go and look at it. How, how are the kids looking at this? In all honesty, like we can say, well, this happened, this happened, but flip, flip, flip the script a little bit. Steffi feels this way. Thomas feels this way. Even though we know what happened because okay, well, grandma faked the heart attack and all that stuff. So it's, 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 I'm not giving it a pass, but I'm just saying it's just kind of interesting. Now, I do want to talk about the Thomas and Brooke thing. I don't know if y'all, you know. No, go right, go right into it. Go, I, we will, go okay. right into it and we'll just okay. swing around. Okay. So, you know, everybody was talking about the scene. You know, there's the whole, you know, Douglas custody thing and all that stuff. And then Brooke went over 
and, and talk to Thomas. Thomas was eating an apple. He had, a, you know, a cutter, a knife and everything. And long story short, social media, y'all are so divided, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm on Team Brooks, Brooks out with us because, first and foremost, when you come into a room and somebody has a sharp knife or whatnot, look, here's the thing. It, he, she, I think she asked to put it down, for him to put it down. I mm-hmm. respect mm-hmm. you. You should have put it down. He should have put it down because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Knowing Thomas, in in the state of paranoia that Brooke is probably in, because again, Thomas is like, you know, kind of. He's kind of teased it. He's this reminded me of Emma, a little bit. Y'all remember Emma? Y'all, y'all remember Emma? You know, mm-hmm. even though she died because she packed. She, she didn't, Thomas didn't do it. It sort of reminded me of that, like, he was kind of, like, poking a little bit. And on Brooke's side, saying, you know, she's trying to have this conversation, but it's like Thomas is really, like, trying to mess with her. So, you know, long story short, I, I was on Team Brooke's side with this because I'm just like, yo, just put the damn knife down. Like, you're, you're making her uneasy, as uncomfortable as it is. That's all I got to say. Daphne is on. Hey, Daphne. Um, since you hear Daph? Yeah, I'm here. So, um, we just, since you just popped on, we talked about the, 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 the never-ending conversation, and you can go right into the, the Brooke and Thomas uh, scenes. Original emotional moment moment about you know not being there should have chose Taylor. We discussed that too. That that emotional lovely scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lies. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So for me, that whole emotional scene was a cop out. It was a flat out cop out. I had no sympathy for Ridge. I was not like, oh, poor Ridge. He's in a quandary. He don't know what to do. He's trying to play. Ridge is trying to play both hands in the middle. He wants his cake, and he wants mm-hmm. to eat it, too. He wants Brooke. He's lusting after Taylor, and he's, and he's doing all of this. And I, so so I, I, I was just like, okay, stick a fork in it. I'm just done. Because I have an issue with this whole entire show. My point is we've got so much. We've talked about this in our private conversations multiple times this week. So Brad Bell must think that the audience who watched this show long term, we are freaking Mm -hmm. idiots, that we don't know. now, my thing is I can understand these Taylor's, I mean, Steffi and Thomas being young children and you see things from a young child's point of view. You don't have, you've got 80% of the facts and 25% of those facts are wrong. Ridge needs to sit those two mm-hmm. feet down and say, look, I don't know where you are getting some of this stuff from that happened back in the day between me and Brooke and some of this stuff. There was no Brooke cheated on me, blah, 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 and all of this stuff. And I would say this in front of Taylor because to me it feels like the kids are getting it, it, they're getting the one-sided story from Taylor, mm-hmm. and that's the character right now 
Taylor and Ridge are the characters that I have a major problem with. Ridge is just like, he's, he's not even correcting the comments, which is, if yeah. he corrected the comments, that would snap Steffi and Thomas back into line because they may honestly think from what, because to me, if you just listen to Taylor tell the story, Wolf just came in, she slept with the man, she did this, she did that, and, and and did all of these bad, bad, bad things. Yeah, Brooke, is, Brooke does not get mother of the year in no universe, alternate universe, meta universe. Brooke will never get mother of the year. But Brooke has not done the things that Stephanie and Stephanie is saying that she has done, or at least the majority of it. Now, if she sits there and says, you know what, you slept with both of your daughters, me, you slept with Deacon, you slept with Nick when he, they were in other relationships, I'd be like, yeah, take yes, yeah, Stephanie, mm-hmm. tell them about it, Steph. She did every single one of those things. So now, I, I just can't, I'm just, I'm just not able to just deal with that. Now, the moment that Steffi picked up that cell phone and Ridge did not check her and say, hey, wait a minute, that was Brooke. What if Brooke had an emergency? What if there was something going on? You know, you don't, you don't take it upon yourself to keep scheduling these quote-unquote family dinners every night. And then at what point does Ridge say, look, I can't come to these family dinners every single night, you know, for 14 nights a week. I've got to go home. I've got to deal with my other family. And, yes, I have two families because the way Stephanie said, he's only got one family. And then Brooke is just – Brooke is not even married to him. Brooke is the mistress. She doesn't have any kids. And so this, that's the whole thing I'm having with this. Because somebody – and I wouldn't even care if it was Eric to say, wait a minute, you know what? Now, if Brooke cheated on me, but she didn't cheat on Ridge – you know, I'd be okay with that because Brooke did cheat, would technically cheat. She did cheat on Eric with Ridge but, and all this stuff. So I'm having a whole, a whole, whole issue with this. Now, let me talk about St. Taylor. I don't get why Taylor is – see, this is what I don't get. You, you upset with the woman. You're not upset with Ridge who keeps going back to Taylor, to, to Brooke, and mm-hmm. keeps saying, I want Brooke. You're not upset with Sheila because if you think about it, Sheila, Sheila is sort of the cause of Taylor's at least her initial disappearance by shooting her. But no, you want to sit back and say, "Oh, Sheila, not was it nine told Sheila, you okay? You saved me from falling off a bridge." Why mm-hmm. could we have that conversation where Taylor is literally? out for blood when it comes to Sheila. Yeah. So I didn't get when, when, when all of that. So I don't get this. Thomas. Thomas Thomas is a follower of leader. Thomas, you know, one second Thomas can be ready to do the right thing and say and do what he needs to do. He listens to Steffi. He listens to outside forces. He gets his cray-cray on, and it's just out the window. Now, I had an issue with the whole nice thing. I had an issue with it from books. If I'm looking at it from books' point of view, I'm having an issue with that. If I'm looking at it from, and everybody was saying that Thomas, he was just doing it to get him to, to, to um, book skin, then I have an issue with that. You know, when you, you don't have an apple in your hand, you're sitting there playing, with, and it's not even an actual food knife. This is a pocket knife. So I just have an issue with this whole thing. I just have an issue the way Brad Bell writes this story. And for me, no matter what I'm going to say about Days or General Hospital or Young and Restless, 
I just think all of that supersedes for me days being the worst. So it's it's barely watchable. You know, I watch it for two or three minutes, and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I I can't take this anymore. So somebody needs to sit down with those two kids. I need Thomas and Steffi. I need Finn to be like, wait a minute. Why are you all so concerned about, you know, you got something stolen? I'm your new man. I'm the one that forgave you when just last year you cheated on me with Liam. This should have make Lynn have Finn have some insecurities, you know, about some of the things that he's hearing and what's going on. Taylor would have to get out that house. Taylor got all this money. Why does she need to be up in that house with and every time you turn around, she walking in on them kids kissing. And then she talking about, Oh, Ridge, it was so good. You know, back in nineteen seventy two, you know, we just had such a <laughs> wonderful life. What is up with you in nineteen seventy two, Daphne? Well, that's just that's just a good year. That's just a good year. Um, okay. But I'm just saying, and, you know, we had this and we had that. And, you know, and I'm like, this is the woman who didn't show up with her son. Now, if you got all these issues with Brooke, why didn't you show up ready to take Brooke's head off when Brooke threw your son over the cliff? Oh, no, you won't say it. Why won't you deal with your daughter, you know, six feet away was trying to stab somebody because she was wanting those pills? I just don't get. I, I, it's almost like every week there's a new there's a new retcon, and Brad is like, "Don't look over. Don't remember what we told y'all constantly four yeah. five last year. Look over here because over here is why." And I, as a fan, and somebody who's watched Bold from day one, can't do that. So I just got issues with the entire show of Bold and Beautiful. And uh, David, uh, you finally able to come on? Good job. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Um, I don't know if I can beat Daphne on this, but um, let me see. Um, where do you want to start? First you can, of all... You can talk about all of it. Yeah. All of it? All right. First of all, I think no, I think everyone on that show has something on their plate to be ashamed of, and they should stop blaming each other. I th- I'm getting tired of that. Um, grandparents should stay out of Thomas and Hope's affair. Um, bottom line. Um, and the kids, yeah, I, I am pretty, those kids just burn me up. I mean, they're, they're a big boy and big girl now, and they have their own lives, and they have to pay attention to their own lives and leave mommy and daddy alone and stop playing with their phone. I like that. <laughs> That's true. And I agree with you, David, because here's the thing, and I guess it's because we've watched it, you know, the, what, the show's 37, 38 years old, whatever, and we're all sitting here About. and as people that have watched it for like all these years, it's kind of hard at this stage of the game to be on team anybody because when someone says something, like you just said, everybody's got something on their plate. While, while like, uh, like, for instance, if Steffi's dragging Brooke, while she might be telling the truth, but for someone who just ran through all the Spencers, I might sit this one out, dragging <laughs> someone out, and vice versa. You know? So it's like, I mean, I, I look, I love Steffi, I'm a Steffi fan, but I'm actually to the point where, mm-hmm. you're right, everybody has, has, has leftovers on their plates. I, look, I'm not saying you're not going to ever throw a sling, it is a soap opera, but I'm like... It's hard to be on team anybody because the minute you process it, you go, but exactly. wait a minute, you did A, B, and C. To be quite honest, I'm going to be in, in the, like, 
it, it, actually, it's, I'm probably going to get killed for saying this, but right now, Liam looks the cleanest right about now. Kill me, he kill does. me later. I mean, it's just, uh, and, and again, and it's like Daphne said, because uh, the next soap we're going to talk about, I have plenty of issues with it, but at least they're different issues. We, like, like Jay always says, rewind the podcast. I mean, you could go back weeks, months, probably even three years, with the exception of a few weeks here in the alley or a big story plot for a, month, a week or two. I feel like I've literally said the same thing, and it's not getting any better. I, I'm just, it's just, I don't know what else to say, that it's just the same Nobody looks good. Who and anyone that can say that anybody's you know comes out good in all this? I don't know what they're watching. Hmm. Exactly. Other than, and I'm not going to sit here as a fan. And, and the thing is, and the, the one thing that's most offensive is going to tell me Ridge wasn't a good father. He, he was there. Slam him he for was there. He was the only constant. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, he's been actually more constant than actually Taylor has been. That's why it's so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look through the history, Ridge has technically been there longer than Taylor. So, actually, they, should, they need to be having a mommy issue. That's the issue and, they need to be right, having at this point. That's the and, issue. And, let, and let's, let's be charitable and say, okay, we'll throw out Taylor, you know, being dead. That wasn't of her own doing. But let's just deal with the last decade or so when she, out of her own mouth, fixed it to say she couldn't be back in L.A. because of Brooke when Thomas was tossed off a cliff, Stephanie was on drugs, mm-hmm. had a baby pulled away, gave birth. Got so, no, I can see that's the thing. I can't listen to people bash the one parent was there and then fainting the other one. See, I, I can't do that. When she lost Baby Beth, I only seen one person grabbing her, and that was Ridge. That's who I remember grabbing her when she mm-hmm. cried to the floor when she lost Beth, but okay. When she was on drugs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was Daddy. Taylor ain't nowhere to be found. I'm right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. always there. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, go ahead, Beth. Go ahead, Beth. No, I'm not just want to say to the people who listen to this, you know, I'm not bashing Taylor. I'm not bashing Steffi. I'm bashing how they're writing Taylor and Steffi. Because if I'm Steffi and I just found the man of my dreams, I would not be encouraging my mom to get back into this rodeo. And then you sitting over here hearing Taylor say, I'm so proud of Steffi. She got thin. And I want to say, you need to take a page from your daughter. Let just let it go. Let if Ridge can't commit to you, let it go. And then I'm gonna sit here and say, okay, say Ridge dumps Taylor. Okay, I mean dumps dumps Brooke right. and says, Brooke, I no longer want to be with you because I, at this point, could you really trust? Stephanie, would you really trust that that's where your father would want to be after you've been pulling these shenanigans of having to have dinner every single night? They, you know, and, you know, not letting Brooke talk on her on the phone to him. At this point, I, I can never, never be, never trust that. And I'm going to say this. I think Brad needs to cast two people. He needs to cast two characters. He needs, because I feel like you need a balance with all of this stuff going on. I need Rick. I need Rick who hates Ridge the same way Thomas and and Steffi don't like Brooke. And I also need RJ because RJ represents the family Ridge has with Brooke. And Rick 
would balance out all of this where well, your mama did this, where well, Brooke did that, where well, Brooke, 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 Brooke. Because we all know that Rick would be like, Rick would go down the list of the, the list of Taylor sins, and he would probably go down the list of Steffi sins, you know, and all of that stuff. He would just, and, and I think we, we need that balance because right now, for me, it's just so one-sided with this. Right, and, and, and I mm-hmm. must be living in alter, and, and, you, uh, and the thing is, even when he was with Taylor and Happy, I don't know, I seem to remember him at, and walking a very close line with Brooke in the office, so even when he was with Taylor and Mary, Brooke's never been out of his life, so yeah, I don't know where these kids think, where did this myth- mythical thing ever happen, because Brooke's never not been a presence in his life, I just, they don't have to like it, but gee, this Christmas, look, come on now. Um, mm-hmm. Did I get everybody on this before we before I'm ready to pull the plug on this? Mm-hmm. Anything nope. else from anybody? Nope, we head in the day. Let's go, Salem life. Oh, we didn't hit Sheila? Yeah, Salem. If you want to mention Sheila, you go for it, but we sure won't have a long dialogue with her. But, David, if you want to mention her before we go to Dave, no, go for it. I just wondered if you did it already. Nope, we sure didn't. Mm-mm. David, did you want to speak on it real quick? Yep, you could if you want to. Yep. Um, no, I don't have anything to say. I'll wait till more happens. Okay. Salem, USA. Custody, uh, the custody, oh my God, I can't even talk. Brady wins custody with a huge assist from Chloe, of all people. Meanwhile, Gwen finds out that uh, Jennifer is on the pills and not birth control, by the way, just just to make that clear. Meanwhile, Leo is still the number one suspect, although another one's becoming crystal clear in the form of Nancy's new fiancé, Clyde Weston. And there was Mm -hmm. one other thing, and I don't even remember what the hell it was. What else happened this week? Um, Anything? Mm. Oh, wait. Uh, Kayla, Marlena, and them. We got the Demiris, and I think Steph and Gabby, but I kind of forgot what happened. But that happened, right? And then the uh, the that's people were still hurt. And it, EJ about the shares. And Chad, oh, yeah, he's they, alive. He's seen them alive as well. Yeah, they're yeah. teaming up to get the shares back from Gabby. I, I didn't even, unfortunately, they weren't on enough. Yeah, uh, Sweetness, uh, Kate, and Marlena are still sick because of Orpheus, and you know. Oh, um, just the days and ends, and why? I mean, to me, the two biggest things was the. Um, Abby's mm-hmm. killer starting to round out and the custody battle. So I will, I'll start with the custody battle and then we'll go into the, the, mm-hmm. the supposed murder mystery. And then if anyone else has any other things to finish up, we'll do that because that. Mm. So um, John was being the good dad and spoke on Brady's behalf for uh, Rachel's custody, and he wanted everyone to know that Brady's a good dad and Kristen's a bitch. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, it was good. It was some good history. The barbs going back and forth, and the biggest shock of all was Chloe getting down and dirty. And she, so she knew she couldn't go in through the front door, so she went in through the back door and snuck mm-hmm. to the side with the judge and gave her the surveillance of what Kristen did after the pardon, and apparently the judge thought it was egregious enough because she said, nope, you're not getting Rachel. Here you go, Brady. And then Chloe later tells Mm -hmm. him what she did, and I think that Mm -hmm. turned him on. Uh, 
I think it was a great little twist. I wasn't expecting it. You know, Chloe didn't know you had it in you, well, at least for a while, so I, I liked it a lot. And, you know, John being a good dad on the stand was great. All I got to say is they better watch out for Kristen. For real. I'll go to Tia first, and then I'll go around. Tia, what do you think okay. about uh, your girl Kristen? My girl Kristen, no, please. What, what generation that was? Well, probably a few years ago. In the past two years, I haven't I really cared for her much at all. But, uh, no, I did used to love the character. Now I'm just like, uh, just get off my screen for a few years before I could miss you as a character. But um, I love the twist. I love the court scenes. I love John screaming and hollering. Only Drake could play John Black. There's no one else that could play his role as great as he did. And I'm watching this week, and I'm like, finally the writers remember John and Marlena hated Kristen because if anyone thought... That was some good, intelligent writing when Marlena and John was like, oh, Kristen is the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know what you're smoking. I think the writers were smoking at that time, but I am happy we are back in the right track. And me, y'all, everyone know I love the heck out of Chloe and Brady, but most so 1.0, I don't really feel this version has been written all that well. So I feel like this was the first week probably in a very long time where this version actually had some good power, right? And I said, okay, this is the writing. I need here for Chloe to get dirty and say, you know what, Kristen, if you could play dirty, I can play dirty as well, and told that judge. Although I don't think legally that judge should have been doing that, I am okay with it story-wise because I, I was so tired that Kristen could get away with all this, saying that she was an upstanding citizen since she's got pardoned, which is not true. And Chris, she proved that, hey, look at this videotape. You want this is the lady that you want to get custody. And technically, I feel no sympathy for Kristen because she had Brady was willing to share custody with her. Said you could see your daughter, and what happened? She still took him to court to sue for full custody. So I don't know why I'm supposed to feel sympathy for her. Good job, she lost everything. Like I no no tears falling down my eyes. So I really love. Than she deserved throughout this whole process. Completely right. So I really I just love I love the Chloe and Brady stuff this week and I and and then one thing that also shocked me, like it was shock after shock. First of all, I was shocked that she gave the judge that and she helped him get off. And the second point was I was shocked that she actually told the truth. I said, Oh, I thought this was gonna be a thing the last like weeks, you know, you're like, Oh, Chloe got this secret but the fact she told him that's what I like. Oh, we starting this off no no secrets in this relationship. Of course, mm-hmm. you know things gonna get tough. But I like the honesty because I did not expect her to say the truth. I thought she would lie to him and let him wonder what happened. So and you know what's funny, mm-hmm. Tia? I thought she was not gonna tell him, not because he would be mad at it, but I thought she was gonna keep it from him just so he could have deniability. That's not to be. Oh, did she say that? I think she said that, right? For right. he wouldn't know or something like that. Yeah, yep. and that's mm-hmm. the only reason I thought that she might have kept it under her hat, but she didn't. That's all was good. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say on it. I, I really loved it. The court scenes were great. I love Kristen getting down the peg, and I love seeing John, especially during this moment, too. And I love the hug with, like, Brady, Chloe, and uh, Belle. That took me back to the old school time, so I, I loved it. I, I laughed my ass off. I sat down and went some food in front of the TV, and uh, Tia told me the first thing about John. So then when he was walking out, the, when they were walking out, when the court went into recess, and Brady, uh, Belle turned to Brady and said, don't let her go, you. And John pipes up to punch her in the face. I was like, oh, no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was John. You can't be saying that. This is 2022. Yeah. David, what did you think about the custody situation? I am... I am so glad that Kristen lost that, and I hope there are no repercussions for Chloe for what she did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and 
for anybody else, I don't know if that was, I don't know if that was considered, um, oh, what's the term I want? I'm sorry. Are you want to say, um, no, don't, don't worry, Lisa yeah, will tell you when she gets on. She'll tell you what the legal terms of this was when she gets on. I yeah. call it karma, but That's bribery. good, I need yeah. it. No, actually, let's go to Daphne, because Daphne could explain this legal term to everyone else coming after. So, David, finish your thing, and then we got to go to Daphne. (laughs) Okay. So, I just just hope that Chloe doesn't um, get in any trouble for that. I thought thought it was um, good of her to do that, even though though it might not be. Um, I like the way that she pressed to go and speak on Brady's behalf and when mm-hmm. Roman got there um, he tried but the decision was already made thanks to Chloe um, I, I'm glad everything turned out well for Brady and I agree with you Tia it's, I see a little more power in that couple um, We've been waiting for it for a while now, so I'm pretty pleased with mm-hmm. how everything turned out in that case. And also, I've got to agree with you. Very impressed with Roman this week. Although Roman is keeping it secret, when he noticed that Brady couldn't, could lose custody, he said, I'm sorry, Kate, I can't live with this secret. So I really, I think Roman got some integrity back this week as a character as well. Yes. Daphne, is there a term for what Chloe did? Okay, I'm sorry, what did you guys say? Oh, I have to wait for a second. What's the, what's the term for what Chloe did by um, going to the judge? Well, I mean, and well, it isn't a term. It's just that she, that judge should not have spoken to Chloe or any of those people outside of that courtroom because mm-hmm. she just looked at evidence that she used to make to make a decision and of course Kristen doesn't know what the evidence was because they never told it and that judge should have just said you know what I, I can't make that decision so I so it's it's one of those things where we all know it's going to be comeback uh, but first of all let me just go this Kristen beat the crap out of bail and Bill is supposed to be the attorney. If I ever get mm-hmm. into something, I want Kristen to represent me because she brought up every single detail and stuff that these people have done. And the sad part is they, it's all true. Everything that she said that they've done wasn't something that she lied, wasn't something that she made up. It was true stuff that they'd done. Now, let me just say about her pardon. I know everybody was saying this pardon stuff don't make sense. This pardon stuff don't make sense. Because it don't. Well, that's the nature of a pardon. Where I, I enjoyed the pardon. Because let me tell you, cause now, because the pardon means that, you know, even though you did some of that stuff or you got convicted of it, people can't now use that against you because you've got a governor pardon. That's why you see all at the end of these governor's terms, in the president terms, the, all these people are clamoring around wanting to get their pardon. So I enjoyed it because it stifled just about everybody from bringing up Kristen's past. However, you saw Brady explode. You saw John Black explode. 
and but it, it couldn't do anything. So he sorted to me the part and set up perfectly for Chloe to come in and do what she did. Now, Bell Bell can be my lawyer. Bell cannot cannot legally get her way out of a wet paper bag. Kristen just tramps all over her with and all of this stuff. But that judge should not have looked at or spoken to to, to Chloe, looked at that video, or done anything because he knew. Chloe and him had an advantage over Kristen with that. Now, did I did I feel that she should Chris Chloe should have done it? You better believe I did. I once I had to put back the legal the legalese of all of this, I enjoyed the scenes for what it was. Because unlike that other show that we just talked about, this is talking about this is how you do a custody. This is how you go to court. This is how you have two people who are battling it out trying to have, you know, each person wants this child. Now, do I feel that Kristen should have this child? Heck no, I should not. But the way the show is being written, that Kristen, that, that Rachel has an attachment to Rachel to Kristen. So it's it's even though it's a fake, even though Kristen is manipulating their kid, you know, with this, so I'm enjoying it. I loved every bit of the court scene. I love Drake. I love John Black. John Black's history has been so retconned. As I told Tia earlier today, we probably do for another John Black retcon for something. And that's part of the, what we like about that character is that every time you turn around, his character gets a retcon. So I was loving it. I love the conversation. He's probably Elizabeth, with he's probably Elizabeth Weber's father. I knew somebody was gonna have to I knew somebody was gonna have to bring bring um Jack bring bring the Webbers into today's I knew it. Let me get my drinking game going. But no, I'm just saying it was good. I'm just saying this is good, and of course, unfortunately, David, this does put a target on Chloe's back. Um, Chloe's got a target on her back when it comes to Kristen anyway. So I'm, I can't wait to see how Kristen figures out what Chloe did because we know that Chloe's going to go forward with this Stefan stuff. I mean, yeah, Kristen's going to do that. So I enjoyed this whole scene. I even enjoyed Kate and Roman, even though I got issues with Kate as when it comes to Philip. But, hey, Roman is standing by his woman, you know, with this. And then he looked like he was like, well, I can't let this go on with this. But I actually like the fact they actually did uphold the law by not letting women come in to speak after everything had been rested. So that was at least somebody did research it. But I enjoyed it. This was this was good. I loved the whole scene. Once I had to put away the reality of some of this stuff should not have should not have gone through. But hey, this is so this is what I'm asking for. You know, so I I just that was to me was one of the best things on on days this week. And to defend Bell, I don't know what else she could have done. You can't bring up any of Chris and Paz, and that's why I hate yep. the storyline. To me, I like characters mm-hmm. being held responsible for the stuff they did. That's why, to me, Parton is another see, easy way out. Point, so that's why I disliked it. See, but see, but my whole thing is, Bell should have been the one who brought that into court to say, look at what this woman has done. You, y'all, she said that she hasn't done anything. She, If she had a properly interviewed and discussed and talked with Chloe, she would have had and knew that there was a video. Bell, as the attorney, should have had, so said, you know what, I'm going to bring this video in here to show her character. She says she hasn't done anything. Why did it have to be up to Chloe to do it? That's why I said, I, like it I that wouldn't way, have Bell, but, 
I mean, I like it that way, but I'm just saying still, I wouldn't want Bill representing me. But I will say this, though. I did like the fact that this played up on the history of Bell and Brady because if you if you looked at it way back in the day, Bell and Brady were super close. If you look at it now, you wouldn't realize sometimes that Bell and Brady are, are related. I well, and what I like, see, she might not have, but see, she had her dad on the stand to say, she knifed Rachel's great-grandfather in the stomach. <laughs> so John, Black did it, John Black did it for her. Um, so, uh, let's see. What else are we doing here? Um, Wait, we're going to somebody else next. We went to Daphne. Daphne's not the last yeah. person. It's a Jacarius, the Jew, you didn't speak in this. And then we got Jacarius, Kim, Candace. I think, oh, and, yeah, I think those you. are three next. Yeah. Jacarius, the custody uh, scenes, did you like them? Oh, I was so taffy. Like, because, oh my God. Brady, 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 and Chris, the Chris, Chris, like, yeah, ah, yeah, is right. Brady did ask Chris for like a joint custody, but she want to do it her own way and try to do this. And they like, come, like, do you even care about your own dog? Like, some, like, that is just wow. But for Chloe to do that, I did not like that she did that, but at the same time. I feel like she ain't wrong at at that too, and also we never seen we never <laughs> see Brady and Bill that close like he, like we used to. But now, oh my God, we're looking at these scenes. I said we haven't seen them close for years, <laughs> and my God, all I got to say is this custody was a mess. Uh-huh. Um, so the court case, the court scenes this week were really good. Um, I'm glad, I'm actually glad Chloe did what she did to help um, Brady. I mean, that's her man. Of course, she's going to help. Um, and along with what Roman tried to do, although they couldn't use, they would let him, you know, say what he wanted to say, whatever. At least he was there to help. Um, I was cracking up when John made the comment about, <laughs> knocking her out or whatever, slapping her. I was like, oh, my gosh, John. But, but you know, it's so funny because when he was just, he, he was so thinking about Marlena. He was just so into, he was at, he, he was at the hospital. <laughs> exactly, Carrie. He was, he was at the hospital. His mind was there. His body was in that seat. So when, when, when Kristen really revved him up, I mean, and he yelled at her, I was like, whoa, like I knew he was going to blow a gasket anyway soon, or it's a matter of time. So I just knew it. But those are really good. Um, and honestly, and I know this is horrible. You can't talk to people outside of the court case or whatever. They're hearing anything, any evidence or anything. But I would hope that the judge would not have given um, her custody anyway. I, I just, and, and this is going to suck, but, I mean, I, it, would, it would not be a way that I could not mm-hmm. just think about what she did in her past. Like, I know you can't, you can't unknow it, it, but, I mean, 
Yeah, you exactly just can't unknow that. I mean, that's just horrible stuff, like seriously. So I think that, you know, that would have been my decision anyway. Like what Chloe did or not, you know, I would have made my mind up. It was like, okay, thank you for this. But, I mean, he's going to get full cut anyway, but thank you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that situation. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I love me some Brody, you know, Brady and Chloe. So I'm happy about them. I'm really glad that she fast and told him what she did. Um, and, yep, they're definitely going to have a battle on their hands now, even more so because Christmas is going to come in tenfold now. But, hey, I think they're going to get through it. If they can overcome Kristen and this whole Stefan thing, him thinking he's still in love with, with, with Chloe and get through all that, then they'll be good. So I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And Hey, how you doing? Court scene's good, except for the judge thing. I agree. I was just, I was like, okay, soap reality versus real reality, because that wouldn't fly. Chloe? Yeah, because judges don't get paid off all the time. Give me a break. Right. That's why I said soap reality. Well, that, well, judges get paid in the mm. I see what you were trying to make me do, Carrie. I see what you were trying to make me do. Um, Chloe, I'm applauding you for right now. But you do know, <laughs> you do know you're in trouble, girl. Like, seriously, you have a target on your back. Um, Candace, I agree with the – say, yeah. say you're in danger, girl. <laughs> you're in danger, girl. You're in danger. Danger. <laughs> and Whoopi's voice has got to be her voice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But no, but seriously, like, and, and okay, writers, because I noticed you did this this week, because somebody said it on Twitter, I'm glad I wasn't the only one, the Brady Bell scene, the Marlena John Brady Bell scene, I have not seen them in the same, like, I've seen them in scenes together, but with other people, you know what I'm saying? So... I was glad to see mm-hmm. the Brady Bell moment because it has been the last time I've seen it. In all honesty, was with Kyle, with Kyle and Martha, and Kyle and uh, Kristen Storms. Like you know, and I think some people sometimes I, I don't know. Some people do forget that Brady and, and Bell are related. I think it's probably You know, yeah. I, I mean, with Days of Lives, a lot of people forget certain people are related to certain people um, because you don't see them in enough scenes together. Now, <laughs> Kristen does have something. I, I'm not. Go, I'm just going to say, Brady, you might need Kristen in the in the near f- future. I'm just saying, Cause, mm-hmm. yeah, that's up. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want to knife someone? No, to save somebody's life. Mhm. What's the next story we got? Good question. Um. Oh, I did think that was cute how Kristen was. Kristen brought up Sierra Weston, too. I said, oh, okay. I can hear about Ben and Sierra all day long, but I can't have them on my screen. Okay. Um, I don't even know, actually. Um, oh, don't know. We're going to the – how stupid am I? We're going to the um, uh, the murder mystery, as it were. So Gwen mm-hmm. turned the tables on Leo, sent him back to the police station. But meanwhile, someone uh, put the pieces together that the vanilla – wasn't on Craig after all, it was on Clyde, who just proposed to Nancy, and he wants to get married in a New York minute. So, um, and then when they told, um, so what's his face, Sonny 
had a memory of a, of seeing Clyde's reflection in the window in the glass window before he knifed him. So they think Clyde, uh, Chad's going to the police, huh? Nope, he went to the safe and grabbed the gun. So to cut to the chase and all the bullshit, the wheel of who killed Abby has landed on Clyde fucking Weston. We don't know the motive yet. Guess we'll find that out next week, but um, yeah. Yeah, we'll find out in 24 hours on Monday. Just about. To be quite honest, I'll say this. I'll say this now. I personally don't care what the motive is. I'm just going to say this mm-hmm. right now. Of all the suspects, we land on Clyde. Number one, Mm-mm-mm. it's the easy way out. Number two, to add salt in the wounds. You don't even have the one person on screen that would make me 1% interested in this, which we, we would be Ben. So... I mean, whether they say it's accidental revenge, I actually don't care. I mean, there were a couple of suspects that would have had more impact because at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. killed Abby Devereaux Demera, and you make Clyde Weston the, the killer. Um, look, I didn't want her to die as it was, just like we had issue with the crowd, but, but you add insult to injury to make it Clyde. What story comes of this? It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Uh, I, I guess I knew it after last week that it was going to be Clyde was hoping to be wrong, but mm-hmm. um, when the reveal happened, I was looking just blank. I didn't have any reaction. Mm-hmm. There was no shock. I just said, okay, that that's nice. Uh, nice that you killed the lady off now. Let's wait for your exit story. I, I just don't care. To me, Clyde is a character that you literally – it's no impact. Like, isn't oh, no one going to care? Yeah. Literally, we're going to find out he's the killer, and then in one week, everybody's just going to be drinking coffee and say, man, that was crazy, and let's move forward. That's no long-term consequence for this. To me, you would need, to me, if you're going to have Clyde here, I'm sorry, you wouldn't need to have Ben. That's the only reaction I would have cared about because yep. this goes into his backstory. I gave you a second chance. I trusted you around mm-hmm. my kids. When Sierra told me not to trust you, when she didn't want you around my kids, I was an idiot and trusting you behind. Like, to just see his emotions, to see Ben's emotions towards his father and him, like, just being like, I really cannot believe I had a crazy psychopath. And then this is the way you get them in the story. You go even deep diver into his history even more. This is the time you bring up the mother. You bring up what happened in Jordan. You let him. This is a, this is the, see, this is how you get an Emmy reel. You let Rob do everything in this scene here. But we are ripped away from that. So, to me, you have Clyde as the person. That's, that's the wrong choice you picked because, as Carrie said, I do not care what motivation y'all do. I don't care if it was because of the EJ thing. Oh, she found out that, you know, he, uh, you know, he tried to There's take out EJ. Me, I, 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 I really don't care what the motive okay. is. Nope. Yeah, I'm one. sorry. No. And then again, and then again, you're going to go ahead. So what are you trying to take out Sonny for? For what exactly? And another yeah. issue I'm having, another issue I have, I, know, I don't know how people felt about this Chad, Sonny, and Will scene, but I thought the scene was ridiculous. Both of them coming in, running up in there. Oh my God! Who do you know? Can you go ahead and get, we need you to go? You need to get hypnotized again or whatever. We need you to think back to what happened. And Sonny's like, I can't remember what happened. I can't go back into it. Did Clyde? Was Clyde the one who did this to you? First of all, if this was court needed the witness, what, what is this? What, what, what do you mean? You can't say that. Then Sonny go, goes back into his sober sleep like. Oh my God! I seen him in the mirror. But are you sure you didn't see? You you sure you seen him? You sure you ain't seen Gwen? You sure you didn't see Will? You didn't you didn't see Paul at the window? You seen Cloud? You just remembering this? No. If if this was court, I would throw that away in general. I would say they needed the witness. They told him the name. 
to me. And peace to a cloud. I should have said, think back again because we know you've seen somebody. Think sure about who you've John seen Black. that he day. He has gray hair, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably with John Black. You just, you just go on. Because to me, I can't take his testimony seriously because you are going based on what someone else told you they saw. Like, if they, if they had came in and said, just think back again. Who did you say? So all of this was ridiculous. I, I know it was an emotional moment. Then Sonny was shocked, like, oh, my God, it was Clyde. I said, go shut up and sit down. You don't know who the heck did this crime. I just was so upset and pissed off. With, with, I, I, like, I, did you see anybody that looked like Leo? <laughs> I was so disgusted with this scene. I, I was just like, oh, did Chad and all them shots. I said, uh, and another issue, Vanilla. Are we all supposed to believe yep. that Claude Weston smells like vanilla? What? <laughs> I'm not trying to think he's a distinctive dude out there. But that, that slime boy smells like vanilla? Like, oh, my God. This whole week right. is me. I said, come he, on now, Vanilla. Now, if you told me uh-uh. that's in the old spice, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, you tell exactly. me something. A vanilla? Sorry. Yeah, vanilla. Yeah. I said, what the? I said, what the? And when he wants to change, he does almonds. Yeah, I felt this whole week. We took a good slime dive. So my issues I'm having an issue with, I have an issue with Sunny, Vanilla, all this stupid. <laughs> this is all stupid. I, I have this mm-hmm. issue. All of the above. So, you yep. know, yeah, I, I'm going to let someone else go, and Ben Weston should be on my screen. I'm sorry. This, uh, I just can't. No. Mm-mm. Oh. No, Al- Alex is cutting up. Jacarius, what do you think about the big reveal? Oh, my God. I had a feeling it was Clyde because I say I was surprised and I was not shocked or anything. I said it's just the way he was acting suspicious, the way he was looking. And I see why Sierra said she didn't want her baby around him. I finally get it because he had something to do with Abigail being murdered and Sonny getting, <laughs> getting stabbed. Like, I don't know what the, mo- the motor is whatever it is on I don't know what the motive is but like I said I'm so sick of this storyline and I'm just waiting for it to end. Even though it was disappointing but at the same time it's finally come this shit finally come to the end because like it's been like two months since this murder storyline has started like it it just don't make no sense. But Lisa's getting somewhere in my opinion. Yeah, I'm kind of with I you. I'm like, I, I don't care about the motive. I just I, want it to end and move on. I want just want to move. I want to move past this chapter because ain't nothing good to take out mm-hmm. of it. Ah, uh, Kim. I am disgusted. It's the worst storyline ever in life to me now because of this mm-hmm. whole the other whatever with this whole vanilla thing. I was so disgusted. Y'all want to punch the screen. I was just like, you gotta <laughs> be kidding me, like. You know, and then on top of that, they have the audacity to have Clyde Weston walk out of the elevator the same time as Alex. I and say, "Get out of my way, son!" He's like, "You're not my son." I want to. I'm not your son. My TV out the window. I said, "You know what, y'all dumb dummy." That should be been with. He should have said, yes, you, 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 in fact, I am. And why would you do it? I mean, I, <laughs> this is insane. I was so upset. I said, why did they even do that? I, y'all, I, I have no words. I just, right now, at this point in time, I don't care if it is like, what's it now? I just need for all of them to just say, chalk it up and just say, oh, well, and move on to the next storyline because this is complete and utter trash and it's dumb. 
Sonny, I'm glad you're okay, but this is dumb. This is dumb, dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. I like how she said that. Sonny, I'm glad you're okay, oh, but this is dumb. I'm done. I'm done. It's dumb. I'm so done with this. And, you know, rest in peace, Abby. But, I mean, this is ridiculous. It's stupid, y'all. Oh, I love Let it out, Kim. I, 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 I didn't expect him to be this upset. I didn't expect yeah, that. I was waiting <laughs> for it because she was quiet on social media this week. And I was like, she's either two things. She's upset and holding it in, or she's like the rest of everybody, like, oh, it's another show. It's another storyline. Y'all, I was waiting for this moment for y'all to let me get this out. I'm telling you. I like when you're storing up. You like a chipmunk storing up for Sunday because that was. But I mean, you're right though. I mean, it's just. I mean, in all seriousness, who 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 if I find me a person that thinks this is good because I had to see him. Right. Um, <laughs> David, did I get you yet on this? Not yet, honey. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Uh, well, you heard me the other night. I am very disappointed because it's not who I, I had chose. I had, I had nobody out of those people. I come up with my own solution. Um, the vanilla threw me happened. off. Yeah. Yeah. So no I'm, the vanilla, vanilla threw me face. off. Oh my God. And, and before I get into it, I, I have the same question that Tia had. Why, Sonny? I, if I missed something, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, maybe he bought up all the vanilla perfume. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. I mean, why did he get? Why did Clyde get Sonny though? That's well, the that's part what I, I mean. Maybe Sonny, maybe Sonny bought up all the vanilla cologne. Can't wait for all the stupid reasons to get this upcoming. Right. I just said that's right. yes, I could come up with. Uh, right. Did he figure something out? I mean, oh, was oh, wait a minute, no, was Sonny to frame Leo? No, maybe Sonny was a collateral damage as a reason to frame Leo. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the perfume could be nasty. He says, "Oh." <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. No, I think. Uh, but all right. Really, I, though, I, think I it just had to couldn't be think of a reason. What? I, I just think couldn't think of a reason. Right. Yeah. To frame Leo, my best guess. Just to frame Leo. I know about the, the real question too, but okay, okay, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the other Tony thing. Gwen know about it. Did how did how did he find out about the list? Mhm. Yeah, can't wait for all these reasons. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, mm-hmm. You're then, you're all pro- really- probably going to mm-hmm. laugh at me, but the only. The person I thought was going to be behind all this was Sloan, Leo's attorney, working with Jackie Cox. I'll check that. Working with I'm probably going to prefer that. I think the Jackie Cox part at this point, besides Clyde, that's crazy. Because Jackie knows about the list. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the only one I know, unless there's another person that knows about the list. But, yeah, I, I was disappointed with this. I don't see any impact. Mm-hmm. I see no impact in him being a, as a good reveal. Um, there's no redeeming social value in it. I mean, it doesn't push. I don't think it pushes story forward. It does, I'm not no. an expert. And especially not even um, then, because I'm even though just, it wouldn't be... 
even though it's not Ben's fault, he came there to be with him. So Ben would still have the guilt, even though exactly. he didn't do it. Knowing the way ben, the, the <laughs> person that Ben is now, he'd feel the guilt. Right. So we don't even have that. Right. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, this, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, this one real is just stupid. Yeah, um, Daphne? Okay. So, guys, you know that I have to step in and I have to protect Juan because everybody blames Juan for everything. They they mm-hmm. stub their little toe. It's Juan. You know, I had a bad dream back in 1986. It was Juan's fault. Juan did this to my favorite soap. Juan ain't been on that soap in years. So, this goes to show you that I show no partiality when I can praise you and I can always and I can hold you accountable. I can hold you to the fire. I'm just going to say this. Now, first of all, I have no problem killing off a legacy character. I have no problem killing off um, a prominent character. You know, I mean, that's just the way it goes. You know, if you write me a good story, I I would be like, okay, yeah, yeah, you, it was good you killed Abby off. To me, this was just, I am still reeling and ticked off from the Nancy, um, the Nancy, and what's her boy, what's the husband's name of it? just slipped my mind. Nancy, right, you know, right, right. So I'm still reeling from that debacle mm-hmm. and how Nancy is now hooked into with Clyde. So let me just say this. I need for all writers, the four soaps, the digital, Candace, you listening too. I need I'm for audio, everybody. I'm audio, baby. I'm audio. You didn't include well, audio. audio. So you kind of, I, I said, all, I said all writers, digital yeah, you said audio. That, you said the four soaps and digital. And I, I heard said, okay, well, let me said. just, all, all writers, Audio, digital, everything. I need for sometimes for you guys to just have a duck to be a duck. Yeah. I, mean, I don't sometimes need for, oh, this is like shoot them up, bang, bang. This is one of those gut riches. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This suspended belief that so-and-so did such and such a thing. Sometimes I just need for you, for, 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 for writers, to just write a, a long story yeah. and to have something that's going to give me long term. The word is long, L-O-N-G, long term consequences. Y'all know consequences is my word. I need long-term consequences and long-term effect. I don't care if people are saying, Tui Tui, Dave is going to get canceled within a year. We need ABC. I still need long-term effect. Within three months, six weeks, or whatnot, we will have forgotten all about Abby, Clyde, and we will still be scratching our heads regardless of what the reason is going, what, as Tia says, tomfoolery, as Jay says, preposterous mess that we've got going on right now. 
I needed for this to sometimes just, and I know people are saying, well, because I kept saying it should have been Gwen, you know, and that's how you wrote Gwen off instead of trying to redeem her. You let her continue to wreck havoc among this. I would have been okay if you had let this be Lucas, the Lucas in his alcohol-filled rage and anger against everybody, you know, killed Abby. And to me, that would have been a consequence that would have lasted for years, years. It would have, because it would, have, it would have literally decimated a family from the from within side of it. Now, I don't care this whole cloudiness. You mean to tell me that you learned nothing while you were in jail? So that when you go to stab somebody, oh, let me put on some distinct vanilla cologne so that when the person wakes up, they can say, oh, they, if they wake up or whatnot, oh, I smell vanilla. Somebody, you know, that to me, that little detail was supposed to be a shoot 'em up, bang bang, shocking moment. That was a dud. This was a all things. Yeah. To me, at this point, the sunny, the wheel, the sort of the sunny, the wheel, the whole Chad. To me, that was like I was like this. This this is bad. This is this is not the Emmy reel. This is not the ending to this. This is this is not good. This is somebody who didn't sit down and think and plot and say, okay, wh- wh- how am I going to make people a happy and make people go, oh my goodness, what did what did Juan just do? This is freaking brilliant. You know, he might have done it back in when he was on General Hospital. He might have done it back when he was on One Life. He might have wrote it in his third grade play. But you could have at least said this was. Good. <laughs> this is this is what this is what Ron does best when he does A, B, C, and D. This was just a mess. And if I'm telling you and calling out Ron and telling you it was a mess, you know it's got to be a mess because I rarely call out Ron. But I'm still ticked off and upset about the Nancy, the Nancy and Craig stuff. I'm upset about the Nancy and Clyde stuff. I'm upset now about. Once again, we got Chloe being the smart one. Hey Kim, we need to fix a room for Chloe at the, at the smart den because Chloe has mm-hmm. been smart on all levels. I wouldn't put her in there. Days. She got a target on her back. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put her nowhere near I y'all because she got a target on her back. I said, <laughs> I said the smart I said the smart den. The smart den, they'll see nope, way how not even the smart den because <laughs> you know the smartest people. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, y'all be, in, y'all, y'all be in trouble now. Y'all all be in trouble now. <laughs> when Christmas Chris well, comes no, and burns no, place no, up, don't saying, say nothing. Well, I'm just saying, you hear Chloe being smart yet again, you know, with all of this. So, mm-hmm. I'm where's I, that child? I, I, I had said, I had said earlier that I was not going to rent and raise. I was going to wait until I see what the reason that Clyde was. But I'm sorry, I still got to rant and rave about why they did this and made Clyde. And next week, I'll probably rant and rave about the crazy decisions of, of why Clyde did this. But to me, this was just messy. This was just not good. This was, you know, and the sad part is, Ron in in the, in the same show, Ron is giving me some great stuff within the same show. So, 
I, I don't know. I'm j- I'm just ticked off and upset that you just would have, at least it wasn't Craig and at least it wasn't Nancy. Because remember, everybody said it was going to be, they was thinking it was Nancy. And I was like, please, Lord, don't let it be Nancy. Don't let it be Craig. I didn't care if it was Leo because Leo is a character that I've taken small doses anyway. That he's one of those characters that comes in, bees outrageous, and does enough to stir up the pot. It's kind of, it's kind of like Eve. You come in, you play wrecking ball, you leave, you leave the destruction behind. A few months later, you come back, you play wrecking ball again, and then you leave and leave the destruction behind. So I'm just sorry. I just can't handle it. I just got to gotta call Ron out and hold Ron to the fire for this. And and I think it's just too big of a story. I mean, we, like for me, I'll quibble, yeah, it's it's a death, but it's a death of a legacy character, and it's too, it's, it's supposed to be your big story, and we, and we land on Clyde of all fucking people. Like you said, I mean, Lucas could have mm-hmm. accidentally killed her because she found out that about, about him with the Sammy stuff, it, you know, whatever, whatever. But let's see if we're going to sweep the table or if Candace is going to be the outlier for Clyde being the suspect. The, the no killer. way she is. No way. This is by far the best damn story on Days of Our Lives. That's a lie. I can't even do it myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do some acting. I tried, dog. I tried. Okay, so here's the deal. June 13th, 2022 is when Abby died. That following Sunday, I said on this podcast, within three months, with actually two months, I probably won't give a damn about this storyline. Hey, Dave, thanks, because I sure enough gave up around August. Here's the thing. Take the behind-the-scenes stuff out. Try to do it. I know a lot of people can't, couldn't, but try. We said on this podcast, okay, you're killing off Abby. That's a shock and a half right there because one, Chabby is one of your popular couples on the show. Abby alone is, is your heroine. She's also the daughter of another super couple of Jack and Jennifer. Okay, you killed this character off. I said, we all said it. At the end, when they go through the what the heck and all that, whoever kills this character, I need a good damn story. I need a good damn reason. I need something. Yes. You gave me the Emmy reels. Billy Flynn for sure deserves something. Contrary to this belief, Emily O'Brien and Katie McLean and Matthew Asher might get something. Then you throw in the twist that Sonny gets stabbed. Oh, my. That's where the Leo part came in. And, and also Jackie Cox, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ron, how did you F this up? I'm asking you right now. How did you F this up? This was supposed to be your summer storyline to carry you into the fall season. And, yes, Ron, Ryan, Jamie, Carolyn, Cheryl, Richard, David, all of y'all, and Lorraine Rock, all of y'all get thrown under this one. King Cordae, you and Albert as well. Because we all, you know, it's funny. We all had our own list of who we thought it was. Everybody was heavy set on Gwen. And I was like, it ain't Gwen. It's too, that was too predictable, right? I said Sarah, but I was told no because of the mental condition that she was in, okay? Kristen DeMira was my next one, if you guys remember. And then I said option three. 
Orpheus, I said Clyde, and I said, watch it be somebody like the bodyguard who was supposed to be watching the Mirror Mansion since everybody at 1015 rolled up at the Demira Mansion to come in and kill Abby. Well, to be fair, Candace, if you call out the whole cast, eventually you're going to land on one. <laughs> no, that's why I said option three. Because the thing was, it was, it, it, when we get to another show, right, when we get to another show, it's like you build this all up. You build this all up, and it's such a letdown. Is Clyde your safe bet? I'm going to be honest with you. Yes and no. I'm going to tell you why I said it like that. You got to really convince me how Claude fits into this orbit. Now, I know some people's been using EJ like he was coming after EJ because, you know, EJ and Claude and Orpheus do have history. And Abby got in the middle of it. You're going to have to sell this to me. I don't know if that's the reason. I'm just throwing it out there. And if so, I want my money. But you need to convince me of how this all happened, okay? The other flip side is that Claude, and I said this from jump. I don't think he should have been, quote, unquote, redeemed. Because if you go, remember, go back, I had an issue with him, you know, living with Ben and Sierra. Because I said, why, why couldn't he be the devil? Why couldn't he be the devil? Or something like that. You throw mm-hmm. Nancy into it. I just was like, you know what, okay, to, to, to throw him under the bus, I get it. But at the same time, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you really let down a good potential storyline. And I don't get it. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it, and I can't do it. You had a, how, how do you, how do you F this up? How? Well, now, is there a twist? the easy way out because he's expendable in that he'll just send him off to jail. <laughs> Excuse me, and it doesn't... Because here's the thing, you're going, if you're going to say it's Clyde, here's the thing. You, you, okay, I'm going to just say it like this. Are we going to get something regarding Ben? Probably going to be one-sided. We're probably going to get a phone call or Rob is going to do the voice and be like... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. But you also ruined Nancy in this. See, this is... See, mm-hmm. Again, by December... By December, I won't care anymore. Except when I watch the Horton Christmas episode that, oh, damn, Abby is dead. Who killed her again? Oh, yeah, 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 Clyde. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, in the same sentence, you, you, you ruined, you did this, but you're trying to also redeem Leo. Because remember, Leo, woo, child. Leo was the character I wanted. <laughs> oh, my, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, Y'all know how I felt. I said I said my piece for the last couple of weeks and months, and I just I don't get it. Like I really I'm like you could have just did what I what I said a couple. I remember we had a debate instead of killing Abby off. If Marcy and here's where the stuff behind the scenes. If Marcy couldn't commit, if y'all couldn't work it out, have her go to Boston, work at the newspaper, make it a one-sided relationship. Have Chad and Abby break up. Have Chad go with somebody else, recast the role of Abby, call it a day. You could have did that. Save me, save all of us the F. Like, <sighs> well, that's why I'm going past the Beyond. And now Jennifer's on drugs. Because 
Well, here's the thing. That's why I'm going to f- forget all that. The decision was made to kill Abby. Okay, I don't agree with that. But just like the Craig stuff, once you make a decision and I can't do nothing about it, I'm just looking for something to grab onto. And with this, with both of them, you gave me zilch, zero, nothing. You are going to put a band-aid on one of them. Here's the thing. You're going to put a band-aid on I'm Craig sure. and Nancy. Well, I don't even know they're going to do that because oh. I'm not going to. Oh, no, oh, no. I, I, 20 bucks. 20 bucks say they're going to put a Band-Aid on that. They're going to be like, oh, everything is fine. Everything is okay. Can we be I, friends I again? Be serious, but, but, um, but no, but what I'm saying is, is that you, they, it's like you, you are, when you're, okay, Daphne, you know how you said it about the writers and stuff? Here's the thing, and I'm just going to clear cut. Stop being, mm, I was about to cuss. Stop being afraid of the fans' reactions and do the damn storyline. I don't think it's about the fans because here's the thing. I don't think it was a fear uh, about the fans' reaction. I just, I, they just think it. I don't even think it's about the fans. I unfortunately, I think they thought this was a good idea. I just happen to disagree. I don't think fear entered. I mean, no, so I mean, I agree. And, and I, also, what I think, is, what I, because no, here's the thing. Go ahead. The, 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 what they should have done is they're not they, the the most obvious one. Uh, they're clearly not going to do because somebody over there has a a, a, yeah. a thing for a certain. Lady actress, and that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Who but at the flip side, now see, now here's the thing, Carrie. You say that, but also some fans feel as though the writer has something against a certain character, couple, and per- and all well, that. I understand that, but that's what, but what I'm talking yeah. about is this particular character is expendable because she should have been she should have been off the screen. Many moons ago, she has no purpose. I want to so see. You know what? I'm gonna. But I'm now gonna she see. has a purpose. But clearly, she has a purpose now because she saw that Jennifer Rose is back on the pills, and now she's a party to. Well, I mean, she was. I mean, let's let's be honest. They were trying to sell Gwen to you. Like I said, it was literally. I said this once. They find once she found out that Jennifer's mom who died, um, and not Jack's dad because it was really Jack's dad. But we're gonna let that go. Rewrite, um found out all about that stuff with Jack, Gwen, and her mom and stuff like that. They were trying to make Gwen a character that she would feel something for. And they've been doing it for the last couple of years. It's just, it, uh, I don't know. I, I can't. So, uh, so <clears throat> Tia, do you have anything to say about her finding out about Jennifer being addicted to pills again? So we can wrap no, this because segment we up. All know where this, no, because we all know where this story is going. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, Kim, do you have anything for Gwen finding out that uh, uh, what's her name is on the pills? Not one thing. David. Uh, I would like to think she means well, but I'm on Jennifer's side here. She she has no place. She's trying to just get up, you know, get on Jack's good side. That's all. I don't think she cares. Vicarious, um, what do you feel about Gwen finding out Jennifer's on pills? <laughs> to be honest, I'm not here for the storyline at all. Like Daphne and everyone say, I'm not. I'm just not really here for it. It's just the way Gwen having to make people forgive her, and I'm just not really here for it. I'm with you. Sometimes people, Daisy is usually good at this about taking a character and sending them off. She's a, she passed her expiration date long ago. Um, Daphne, do you like that Gwen found out about Jennifer's secret? Let me just say this. Y'all know how I used to say Jordan 
from General Hospital needs to take need to catch a stray bullet. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about Gwen. Of all the people, <laughs> Gwen is the one to find out about her. You couldn't even right. let it be Maggie who originally found out the secret of what was going on. But you had to make it Gwen. So please, as Jay says, it's preposterous. Next. Mm-hmm. Too, bad Clyde, too bad Clyde couldn't introduce her to his knife, but, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. Was there anything else on days that anyone needed to get off their Do you want to real quick while we wait for Sam, uh, the, the Kayla, Marlena, Kate, and all that? Um, well, you could mention it, but no, no, I think I know what story she most likely want to talk about, but go, go, you could go for it. You, if you want to mention that stuff, yeah, go for okay. it. Okay, so um, I'm just going to address it. <laughs> so nobody else can help them. Like, there's no more doctors in the hospital. Like, Kayla falls out and all that stuff. Um, I'm just going to ask, this is a real quick question I'm going to throw out to you guys. Did you guys feel uncomfortable watching them cough, sneeze, and, and getting sick and everything? No. Considering what we're dealing with in real time? Nah. Oh. That's the least of my problems, to be quite honest. Nah, that's the least of my issues. We know they're supposed to be sick. Okay. I was six feet away from the TV, so I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, thanks, you know what? thanks, you, Candice, because you know what? When I, if, when I watch them again, I'm going to put my mask on. Yes, please. Make sure you have your, your, your boosters yep. and your vaccines, too. But, no, the reason I asked this is because, I mean, obviously we know the story purpose and everything. That's why I said, Kristen, Brady, you might want to be nice to Kristen because she probably has something to help your mama out with. Well, you stuff. well you know. That, you I know. have said Dr. Rolf. Yeah. Well, I Dr. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just putting two and two. I don't know nothing. I just watch the show because I'm like, mm, that damn orchid. Um, because I saw people talking about it. They was like, um, yeah, we're not really feeling this story. We understand that it's a soap opera, but some people feel as though it's just their way of chocolate saying that they got COVID. Oh, please. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, Salem I didn't mean, have it, apparently, because they're in 20... No, wait, we're back... Wait, what year is it in Salem? Is it 2023 or 2022? 2023. You're... 23. Okay. Well, Salem. anyone else want to comment on this so we could speed this show along? Anyone else have anything Please else? Please and thank you. Is Sam, is Sam on? Oh, wait. I need to. Oh, she's not. Make one comment about Nicole versus Jada. Oh, Jada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am oh, loving oh, oh. Jada. Jada is not Alani's bot. I love that she called Nicole out. I love that she for sort of forced Nicole to say that she offered that job that she, to to um to what's his name Eric after the fact. I love that she said, "Well, I don't understand why you in our business because you is married." Mm-hmm. End point. So I'm just wanted to She's say no I'm loving it. Uh huh. So. Mhm. Mm-hmm. point. That's why I just I just had to mention Nicole and and Nicole and Jada because Nicole kind of got a little she kind of got a little sarcastic and go all up in their business and stuff. And I'm like, it's no point. You are married. Eric is single. He can do whatever he wants to do. Mhm. And he chooses and whom, to do her and whomever he wants to do. So. 
That's all I had to say. I just had to mention Jada and Nicole. Mm-hmm. You miss Lonnie. You miss Lonnie? Oh, that, okay. I miss all the people that departed, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> You'll see the babies in Christmas time. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, you will. Yay. Yay. Damn. Hi. 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 Oh, Lord, I got to get ready yeah. for this. Let me get my drink. Oh, yeah. 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 I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to see what Sam's going to say. Understand. Oh, go ahead. Hi. Don't let me in. I'm just here to. I'm just here to talk. I I, I knew that. I was, I was confused a little bit. Okay. I, I, all right. So here we're going to start off. I'm starting off with a bang here. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth is put under hypnosis, which didn't go successful the first time. But then she came back to Kevin and said, "Hey, if she get hypnotized again, she'll be able to remember this person." Well, she didn't remember this person, but somehow she remembered the person enough to draw a little sketch of the person. She sat down, sketched the person. She draws the mystery woman. And then it looked a lot like Sin's late wife who died from a, a curable disease all those years ago. Oh. Liz is surprised when she sees the photo of Sin's wife, and he tells her the story about his uh, ex-wife who died, and he said what made him think about her is what happened to Brando's body, which we would discuss later on in this episode. So, Sam, this must have been a wonderful story for you to watch this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before, before I begin, can I just please get a round of applause for the wonderful Rebecca Herbst? Yes. <laughs> because she makes you want to believe that this means something, <laughs> that, there, that any of this makes sense. She rises to the occasion every single effing time she's given crazy things to say. Like, I don't even know. Like, this just came out of nowhere. She's sketching, and I'm like, who's she, who's she sketching? Oh, shit. Is that that picture that Jen is just drooling over on his phone? I don't know the order, but I'm just So, honestly, I'm sitting there going, no. Why is this all about him? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But it, it, okay, I won't go that down that alley, dark alley, because we'll never come back from it, because we'll all be throwing things in there. But I, I don't know. I just think it's strange. Like, Obviously, she didn't kill her because he. She went on to marry Finn because she died of some poisoning, right? He couldn't cure the poisoning. He wasn't that he couldn't that's cure. A, that's the what they told us. Theirs. Well, what it Finn. not on it that they still mentioned it. They still mentioned it. So unless they tell us she lived they, after the fall, if they say she's responsible for the poison, I'm going to be done. Yeah. See, I just don't think she's responsible for. I don't think she killed the girl at all. I don't think her parents covered anything yep. except for maybe her daddy mm-hmm. dipping his pen in the company ink or so, <laughs> something, you know? Like, because she's a doctor, so it's very possible she hung out with the Webbers. And I, I don't. She's a doctor, right? Yeah. But I, I don't really know. But I, I, I was just standing there. The whole time, I was just sitting there going, huh? What? Where? No. Mm. 
and she doesn't remember like he says the Mariana Islands and she's like oh right like I don't know are we gonna find out this is one of her like long lost siblings that he was married to or I don't know oh no clue but I'll tell you Becky Becky is a star yep um Kim your thoughts on this one um, pretty much the same. I was going, okay, um, I'm definitely going to need some clarification on this entire storyline. Like, I, I'm really hoping that she didn't do it. I mean, and I just hope it comes to a resolution because, honestly, you know, she is doing a great job. Honestly, that, that goes without saying. But I'm just kind of wanting this to wrap up already, you know, and just be over with and get it all resolved and get better and just to move on from all of this. So, I'm just waiting to see if it picks up, how it's going to pick up. Is it going to come to resolution? And hopefully she didn't do it. And it is everything is resolved and all is said and done. And then she can be happy with Sid because I actually like him now. Oh, my goodness. Please. Uh, okay, let's – we're not going to – we're just going to go to the next person. Jacarius, go ahead. We're not going to – you enjoy your shift. Go ahead. Jacarius, go ahead. Yes, I, that, you go ahead. Oh, my God. I'm not, not a Elizabeth fan, but I don't like. I say mm-hmm. I'm not an Elizabeth fan. Um, I don't like how they is doing the storyline though. It's just like I say, it just gives me so much of lower vibes when they wrote her off and had their woman killed off Rick, which she never did. <laughs> and I still gonna pretend this storyline didn't exist. It just, it's just too much. And all I want for Finn, Elizabeth, and Finn to break up. That's all I want to see is for them to break up because uh, I don't know how I feel about that couple at all. Just too much. And um, again, I'm mm-hmm. just not feeling this storyline. Tasha, are you on mm-hmm. the phone? I heard Tasha. Well, yeah. I thought I heard you, Tasha, but just uh, okay, because she it shows you muted. I'm not sure if you want to be picked up or not, but yeah, yeah. If you do, just press uh, star two, I think, because I thought I heard you just a minute ago. But David, go for it. Well, um, I I am really dumbfounded here because I'm trying to find a connection, and well. Like anyone else, I want I want a lot more clarification. If I'm supposed to believe that they can't remember that they knew each other, right? But I don't think Finn knew yeah. Elizabeth mm-hmm. or the yeah. Webbers. But I life, do yeah. think they knew this Rico. Rico, is that her name? Yeah. You think? You think her yep. parents knew her, knew Rico? Yeah, I think she and her parents knew Rika. Rico, what's her name? Thingy. Rico yeah. Flave. The former Mrs. Hamilton yeah. parents who died. Yeah. So if this is supposed to be a I don't think they knew her at all, which is, yeah. Then it, a trauma that she, I would yeah. have to have been, You're Elizabeth right. had to have seen something. Or yeah. she did it. But, but just pushing her down the stairs, did she give her brain damage or something? I don't know. Like, she obviously didn't die. 
So no. unless this took place after. Wait, how old is Finn supposed to be? Finn is supposed to be 50. Finn is in his 50s. <laughs> Jeff is supposed to Becky. be in his 70s. And Becky and right. Elizabeth is supposed to be in her, well, technically speaking, 40. yeah, 40s. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Candace, actually, you could take the floor. Your thoughts? Oh, you really want me to take the floor with this storyline? Okay. You don't, if you don't Hi, no, no, I want to. General Hospital, this is straight up bull. Y'all need to stop. I'm sorry. This is, this, how did you get, okay, this is supposed to be Elizabeth's storyline. How did you like the question? Everybody, Sam said it. How did you make this into a Finn storyline? Oh, I know why. Because, and this is nothing against Michael Easton, y'all. I like Michael Easton, but y'all are, y'all are pushing too hard for him to be a lead actor. I, look, I'm fucked. My whole thing is, is that first and foremost, we the fans oh God. have been asking for a storyline for Elizabeth for a very long time. We have. And you started this a year ago. You started technically with the, when Franco, uh, no. that was supposed to be a storyline for her. That was supposed to be a storyline for her, but you didn't, you know. Then you went on this roller coaster of a potential DID, stress, sleeping, sleeping pills being drugged. And then because, because here's how to think. All of this started really because of Peter. When Peter fell down the steps, and by the way, if I see Peter, one second time, I want to be mad. He did. Okay. Then you go oh, ahead, told the thing. Oh. What? No, go ahead. Oh, no. Then you told the fans about the parents. Okay. This, you know, I go back to something Rebecca Herp said on her So Papa Died Just interview. She doesn't know what's going on. And frankly, GH writers, I don't think you guys know either. I think basically what y'all are doing is taking an index card, and everybody in the writer's room is writing an idea and you're balling it up, and you're dipping it into some paste or some glue and throwing it on the wall. And whosoever idea sticks, y'all pick it up and say, this is the storyline we're going with. There's the, now, if, like, okay, so you made the point to show the picture of Elizabeth and Sarah from 1997. By the way, that's Rebecca's real-life sister, Jenny, in that picture. Okay, so this happened prior to her coming to Port Charles. If This is what I'm getting. Be- well, I don't, let's I don't. just be fair. I guess really none of Liz's stories have ever actually been about Liz. And you can even say that the one with Franco and the rapist wasn't really about her either. However, and then maybe at least you can talk about story, that. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. But at least, at least that was a story we saw on screen. We know she, you know, this new stuff right. they're creating. I, I really don't even know what to think about it because it's like they That's generated what Like it. if you think about Purposely, it, it, it it's going back a year. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, technically, all of this, like, okay, you've been given, like, Rebecca's been on more than two times since last year. Again, Franco stuff, then it was the, the nightmare, the dream, then it was pills, then it was DID, then it was Jake talking to her parents, then it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've been, like, you've been cycling Elizabeth on the show. But the problem is, is that none of this is making any damn sense. Especially the fact when you show flashback to her, flashback into when Peter fell. This tra- this triggered her trauma of this woman falling <laughs> down the steps. But 
But a year ago, right? A trauma that happened right, like a year Peter's ago. been dead. Peter's been dead. Let me see. Wait, Peter died this year, right? The whole time yeah. they're chasing yeah. around, looking. You know, Peter's. They well, think Peter's think dead. They're chasing me. around. It wasn't about. She Peter. never once. I think Franco's death was the final straw. I don't. I well, don't no, but what I'm saying is, that that for, this, for this part, for this part of the story, because of the trigger, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause remember, she well, when she, she was going down the steps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she went down the steps and she saw Peter. That's what's triggering this woman. Well, so yeah, she because said, Daddy. Well, that, that makes perfect sense to me, though, because it was an incident on a staircase. So, yes, it makes perfect sense. To okay, Carrie, you watch General Hospital. Carrie, Carrie, me and you watch General Hospital. How many times has Elizabeth fallen down the steps? Well, no. Okay, so... But, I mean, yeah, okay. look, so, this is when they chose to, it, look, I mean, they chose to bring this, let, let's, let's cut to the chase. This is when they chose to do Elizabeth's story. So they chose Peter falling down the stairs to be the catalyst. That is the least of the problems with this whole Exactly. Clusterfuck. But at least the problem is that now they're just to be in The problem, isn't, the problem, the problem isn't about because, that. Yeah, it's the about their creating. Yeah, yeah. This, the, it, granted, it's off screen, but, but my issue is, okay, it's off screen. You can weave anything in, but you're weaving Hamilton in. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. They've been pressing him into this too much. And now that they're having it be his ex dead wife being connected to Elizabeth's past, it's, it, it just... And the Y'all didn't even go this hard with Anna and Finn. Y'all didn't even go he, hard with, Han, with Hayden and Finn. Why okay, are y'all let, trying to press okay. it in so hard? I want to I hear, I wanna hear what, what, what um, Carrie has to say. Well, and the, and the, about, the thing is, and, and the thing is, they literally just proved every fan right. And I was one of these fans because I've been watching this. People had called this weeks ago, oh, this is going to be about Finn. And I said, you know what? This is, we Liz fans are triggered because it's never been about her. So I actually was like actually holding my judgment until this week. When I'm pretty sure it was to you, yeah. uh, I saw somebody's tweets, and I said, uh, you, you literally just proved us right all over again. So this, I'm ripping the Band-Aid off on all the stuff, because at the end of the day, I don't even care. Okay, I understand you need Finn. I think this pairing, like I'm like to carry it. The pairing is stupid. But you did not need to have him in this aspect of it when you already told, like we said, now we've got to go back and go, wait, didn't she die of an infectious disease? Oh, wait, so she fell down the stairs, got up again, ran a marathon, then died? This is bullshit. Why do I have a feeling GH it, is it going to do? It could have just been some the, other yeah. random woman. Why did it have to be his right. wife? Yep. Who and died of poison? Because that just confuses everybody. Like, Wait a minute. Are well, we sure now? Like, let me ask the question, Sam. We know that that was the reason. But do you feel, knowing General Hospital, in the state that General Hospital has been doing a rewrite on a rewrite on a rewrite, do you feel as though they're going to try to rewrite and say that Finn's wife died because of this fall? No. See, what I'm leaning towards is that it's probably going to be some sort of twin situation or the mother of, or I don't know. If it's, if it's Rico's twin, Kiko or something, I don't know. But <laughs> Chico, Nico, I don't know. But I don't know how it could possibly be his wife. And, like, and it's just, I mean, is, oh, we don't know the time frame. But, but yeah. Right. And the bigger issue is for me, up? they literally mm-hmm. just made it to be, I'm sitting here today, I've, I've a fix, the minute you introduce him, I don't care anymore. She's my favorite character on the show. You've just effectively checked me out of it. Period. 
Well, they're making okay. sure to keep 97 mm-hmm. as the target target year. And that's when she, you know, came to, well, came well, to the show. That's, why yeah. would, why would, we're, we're talking more about yeah. yeah, we're talking more about it when it goes on. Anything else when it comes to this week so we could – because we got a more few topics to discuss. So anything else to wrap it up, oh, Sam? You good with this one? or Any last comment from you, Sam, for this one? No. Oh, okay. Um, well, this one, we're going to map all oh, these people is. together. All these people getting mapped up together. Love you, Valentina Anna. But, yeah, Valentina Anna, they try to help Lucy, who don't want to be saved from the charms of Victor Cassidine. <laughs> well, she might need the help eventually. Ava, unfortunately, for some reason, still love Nicholas, and it seems they are getting some support and <laughs> I don't quite understand. Selena and Curtis, they don't seem to have chemistry that he don't seem to have with Jordan or Portia, although Finn has chemistry with them, although he don't have it with Liz. Just a Thanks, thing. Angelina. Then we, then we got Chase in Brooklyn still doing the same thing. Brooklyn wants him to be well, a singer. Even had this weird dream where he was dressed as a terrible rock and star, rock, oh, rock and roll singer or something. David Bowie wanted and you know, me. And Chase, for some, he like what we want. He wants to be a police officer, so he could investigate this hooker thing. And I think Finn also leaked something to the press about you know what he wasn't supposed to leak out. So Sam, this is a lot to put in here. But Brooklyn and Chase, uh, how do you feel? Right. Ava and Nicholas, Brooklyn I'm real Chase. pissed off with that. And Valentina and Anna. So and Lucy, too. nothing that Chase, nothing they have Chase singing indicates he would be a glam rocker. Let's just push that to the side, though. <laughs> Because I almost, I just don't even want to think about it. But I don't really yep. care. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the wrong person singing at the Savoy. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and then Ava and Nicholas. Ava is Ava. Is Ava. <laughs> Nicholas is gumball. <laughs> uh, I don't think, I, I don't think she trusts them. Only she, he could still love somebody and not, and be mad at them and not trust them and not. You could still love them, but I don't know if it's wise for her to get back on that wagon. So, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, Anna and Valentina. And Lucy. Valentina and Lucy. <sighs> I had some trouble with Lucy this week, but not these scenes. Um, I loved her. I love the fact she thinks she can do this on her own. She's like all excited, mm. like she used to be. Like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna solve the case here. Um, I think she's stupid to do it because Victor is unpredictable, but I don't see them killing off Lucy. If they kill off Lucy, I think I'll probably have to um, Well, Sam, did you have an issue issue with with Maxie that I had? I thought she didn't help her friend out at all. I was like, um... Okay, you know how I feel about Maxie. She's stupid, Uh-oh. stupid, selfish, self-involved person. Selfish and self-involved. I don't know if that's redundant, but um, no, she did not. She was not getting the clues that that Lucy was dropped. The hints. Of, um, <laughs> uh, my problem with Lucy was my problem with Lucy and Maxie was when they were talking to Brooklyn. Like she was uh, like a like the thing is okay. Yeah, she's she's in a new relationship she's probably doing way too much chase stuff but however do neither one of those stupid women know how to use social media i'm sorry all you have to do is figure out the password and say we're very sorry that our colleague sasa has lost sasa has lost her husband and then they're like giving her this dressing down like she's a child okay i don't really disagree but 
of all the women on that show to have a problem with someone doing everything about a man, those two should shut their mouths because they get it. In the past, Lucy got into more hijinks when it came to men. And Maxie, all the time she spent not working because of Peter, these people need to shut up. Just it was it was just a pointless scene. Anyway, I digress. Move along. <laughs> okay. I'm so irritated. Um, um oh by the way, do you see any chemistry with Selena and Curtis or no? Um yeah, but not like that. I guess I don't know. I, know I don't uh, yeah. I think I really like sexy. But mm-hmm. I think she's just one of those characters who she exudes something in every scene with everybody she's with. And so does he. Yeah. Like, they've got him in the wrong pairing, I think, but he still has chemistry with a, a wooden post, okay? It's really hard for me not to like him when he's in scenes with people, except he pissed me off, too, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Wait, are we getting into that later? I hope so. I, I hope I'm talking oh, about him later. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we don't just know that he needs to shut his mouth. Anyway, go ahead. You want to you talk about what he pissed you off with? Because I'm not even sure I have him anymore. Go for the it. Way, the way he <laughs> talks, I don't even know if it's all this week. The way he talks to Jordan, like, yeah, you probably just still oh, loving yeah. me, baby. Like, I'm just like, you know, she's, and we know, because we know what happens. So obviously, you know, maybe yeah. he has the right to judge but it's just the way he kind of comes across is so mad and so like I can't believe he. She was also sick. Like her kidneys were failing, and I don't know. Does she have a kid? Is it her kidneys? I don't remember. She was sick, <laughs> and then and then, you know. So I'm. I don't even like Jordan. I'm Daphne. Stray bullet, please. But. <laughs> but I was kind of siding with her on all everything, like because he was just being such a douche. Bucket, but you see, know, the like... crazy thing about it, though, <laughs> is that although Curtis is being aggressive, technically she is lying right now. So Curtis pretty much sees straight through her. Like she is technically every yeah. every word that's coming out of her mouth right now is a lie. It's <laughs> true, so, and, like... and obviously he doesn't. And obviously he doesn't know yeah. what we know. But it just seems like just get the damn to just go file the paperwork your damn self then, and and don't worry about it. Like. Just move on. I don't know. I know they got to show him being mad because pretty soon he's going to be mad at the other woman. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think that's why we're building up. So he'll be like, "Oh, Jordan, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, honey. Now I'm mad at now you know, I'm mad at Portia. How dare you, Portia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have an issue. And I and this is someone be... I'm a Curtis fan. I'm a Curtis fan, mm-hmm. but it just ugh. Yeah, for some reason, I'm having more of an issue with Portia when she keeps asking these questions, would y'all still be together? I'm like, Curtis, I'm like, uh, yeah, we would still be together. I mean, if Taggart wasn't abandoning you as a wife, wouldn't y'all still be together? That That's like some stupid question in Portia's accent. Right. Like if, she did, if she was honest with you the yeah. whole time. Yeah, women should never that. ask that question. If, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask the question. Don't ask the question. Um, stupid. Can go, go up. Kim, go up for it next if you want to mention this stuff because I didn't have it for some reason, but the Porsche stuff, you can mention it. Ava and Nicholas, you did love them once upon a time, so you probably said, oh, our feelings are still there. I don't really know. Um, Latina Anna, we got Lucy, then we got... Uh, She's weak from blood loss. <laughs> I hope so. You know, 
<laughs> you know, with Ava and Nicholas, I did used to like them. I was like, I was a huge fan of them. Now I'm just kind of like, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm neutral. I'm very neutral with them, and they don't really do it for me anymore. I'm just. I guess I'm kind of just over it and everything. And she she hates them. Then she loves them again. Then she hates them again. And she loves. I mean, she just doesn't know what she wants to do because he's heightened the the. Esme situation, it's just, it's annoying, the back and forth, so I'm kind of neutral with them now. Um, I mean, so we'll see what happens, but for now, I'm just like, oh, they're hanging on a tightrope with me. Um, with Lucy and Victor, this is really interesting. I mean, she, you could tell she was really frightened at first, or just kind of like, okay, what's going on? You know, why are we out here? You know, he's kidnapping me or whatever, but then once Valentina and Anna stepped in the picture, and she's like, well, I can handle it now. I'm good. You know, I'm like, oh, be so sure, you know, you probably want them as backup just in case. So that was good. And what had me dying was when Valentine almost, he was trying to sneeze and she slapped his face. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that was, was a good ride down moment. <laughs> that was priceless. I was crying out of it. That was good. So the Valentine, Anna, and uh, Lucy and Victor C's were one of my favorites out of all of these storylines uh, so far. Hey, we wait to see what's going to happen with all of that, too. But Lucy, definitely be careful. Um, and I hope Valentina Anna just kind of is on standby, although she doesn't want their help. Now, with Brooklyn and Chase, oh, I hate to say this, y'all, yeah, but I was say it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't like them anymore. And yeah, I, I think to they, say yeah. this, but I'm mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I don't I don't I don't ship them anymore. And I hate I can't believe I'm saying that out of my mouth, but I just I don't ship them anymore mm-hmm. because they're just boring to me now. Um, the the club, club, welcome to the club. You know <laughs> and I, I hate yeah. dropping off ships like that, but I just can't help it and you know, they just I guess they just push me to the limit. You know, it's just boring the whole storyline with the singing and everything and the back I mean it's just it's kind of just it's, it's weird it's so uncomfortable Chase could be doing so many other things I kind of do want them to be back on the force what well, please I mean I just don't understand what they're having him doing I don't even get it and now I don't even think I even want him with Brooklyn anymore at all like I don't even want him in her orbit and that's fucked too but I'm just so off their ship and I just need them to just find a way to break up, and I hate that, but I do. I'm I'm so done with them. It's not even funny. So with that being said, I am rooting for them to part ways and something to go horribly wrong in this situation. But you're right, because I think they're stripping away everything that made them great to kind of begin with. That's the problem yeah. with this coupling right now. So, geez, yeah. I'm just having trouble with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay, Um, who's up next? Oh, Daphne? Your opinions on this? Who are we talking about? Actually, we talking about a few things. I'm wrapping together. Ava and Nicholas still love going Next. there. I know you actually like the <laughs> Selena Curtis chemistry. Then we got the Valentine in the thing, trying to help Lucy, who don't want to be saved by Charming Victor. And then we have uh, Chase uh, the rock star in uh, Brooklyn. Okay, let me just say this. Chase in Brooklyn next. I'm sorry. Come on. She's more interested in him being a rock star than he is. He wants to, man wants to be a police officer, so next. Um, Ava and Nicholas next. All I got to say is, Nicholas, I'd be sitting with one eye open. This is Ava freaking Jerome. Do you not think that she's not going to come back and exact some kind of revenge or go after you? So um, next with that. Um, Portia. <laughs> okay. Portia. 
All I have to say is, Finn has got chemistry with Portia. Apparently, mm-hmm. Finn's got chemistry with Jordan. So Finn has mm-hmm. got chemistry with mm-hmm. the sisters, where <laughs> Curtis has chemistry with anybody else other than the sisters. <laughs> because oh, yeah, wow. does he have more? He has more chemistry with white women. Typically, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Like thank you, Carly thank you. and Eve, I mean, and Nina, yeah. Laura, thank you, Sam. I was trying to be delicate when I said that, so thank you, Sam. Um, I love Curtis. Everybody but the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I was just like, okay, so Jordan. Y'all keep knowing I keep saying Jordan needs a straight bullet. I'm going to give Jordan a slight reprieve this week because Jordan was, had the one-liners and was basically just telling it. Well, she was just basically just busting on people in, in a way where it was like she knew what was going on. Like she just told, you know, Aunt Stella, and then when she was saying to Curtis um, about honesty and everything, she said, well, it's, it's Portia. Oh, I, I, I ain't got nothing to say about that. And I was, I was busting out laughing. To me, mm-hmm. okay, I got an mm-hmm. issue with Curtis. However, Curtis's reaction is appropriate for what he knows because he doesn't know the full extent of Aunt Stella stealing the papers off the woman's desk and, and then having a stroke as a convenient excuse to forget that she took them and then and then mail them in. However, Curtis, you a dummy for not consulting your attorney to say, hey, did Jordan sign those papers? Or, hey, mm-hmm. where those papers at? Because um, the, the the one thing they tell people when you get a divorce is you do not get married, do not plan a wedding, do not set your date until you get that final decree that's been signed by the judge in your hand. Because you never know when that could particularly come. Now, let me talk about Miss Wu and Curtis. I think Miss Wu and Curtis got some chemistry. I don't know if it's in my head um, or what's going on, but I like them together. Um, I wouldn't bother me if they ended up together or they have a one night stand or they'd be friends with benefits. But I like Miss Wu. You guys know I love Miss Wu. I like Miss Wu with Curtis. And I think I like the fact that with Miss Wu, Curtis sort of doesn't let her be boss lady tell him kind of what to do, even if he does acquiesce to her. She kind of got to work for it. She's not quite as cold and bossy when it's coming to Curtis as she is with everybody else. So I just like them. Anna and Valentine, okay, let me just say this. I don't want Maxie to be my friend because Maxie will throw me to the wolves <laughs> and everything was so no. Seriously. Um Lucy, every time I see Lucy, I just want to know what's her diet, what she's eating, how can I look like that. I will, I will be dead five years and still will never be that thin. Um, and, and that tone, she looks fabulous, Lucy. Lynn Harry, that's the, that's the actress she uh, plays. Yeah, her. she does. And, and I'm going to say this. In a creepy way, I kind of like Lucy and Victor. It's like, it's like, maybe they get but it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like they could go tit for tat for each other. You know, it's like she got a scheme, he got a scheme. So I don't know. It's something about 
it's something about this. Now, I went and looked at the tail. Y'all know I love Lisa Tail. Been loving Tail since the 80s. Of Mission Impossible, the, re, the reboot, the reboot from the 80s. Um, and from, from, day, from days. So y'all know I love me some tail. But there's something about Charles Shaughnessy that is just making Victor so, so fabulously <laughs> creepy that I just love it. So I'm kind of liking this, and I can't wait to see Martin Gray come back, to see Foghorn, Leghorn. I, I say they're a girl, um, you know, with all of that. So I'm loving them. They're Anna and Valentine. Somebody just get them a bed so they can just is that is that this did I miss this week? week? I was like okay, because I'm I'm just you know okay yeah. I mean, how long has this man got to wait for the woman that he loves years and years? So I mean, but but I also want to say I'm sort of thinking okay. Victor, Victor Valentine, you're supposed to be big, bad Valentine. You mean to tell me you can't scare up somebody to go get your daughter? That you this afraid of Victor? Come on. I just don't believe it. So, yeah. All right. All righty. I, uh, see, I brought Tasha oh, on. Tia? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, I know Tasha, though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, oh, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I forgot, T, I'm, I'm sorry, really quick. Uh, I forgot to mention yep. the whole Selena and them, too. I agree. Yeah, I, I do see some chemistry. Oh, thanks. I, I do see some chemistry with Selena and Curtis. Um, and I, I do agree he does have chemistry with everyone else except for the sisters. I do agree with that. But I do, <laughs> if he were to be with the sister, I would want it to be with Jordan. But anyone else, mm-hmm. and plus Jordan. But with Portia, just a definite no. But, yeah, so I, I see some – that would be cool to have a nice day with Miss Wu with him. That would be cool, too. I'm here for him and, like I said, anyone else. So, so <laughs> just any no Portia. With, so any executive that's listening to this, Finn has chemistry with the sisters. Curtis has chemistry with the um with the other with the other. You said the executives. Wait a minute. You said the executives. You said the executives, right? Anybody? Anyone? Frank Valentini. You know darn good well Michael Easton has chemistry. You you were there. You was there. Not with the person he's with. But yeah. Um. Next up. Jacarius, Selena, if you want to comment, mm-hmm. if you don't want to comment on it, you could just pass it. But Selena, Curtis, Valentine, Anna, Lucy, Victor, geez, this is a lot of discussion. I'm sorry, guys. Ava, Nicholas, Brooklyn, Chase, and Portia Curtis. My God. I will show up, but Elizabeth, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, but I, I skip on Ava, Nicholas, and Anna, Valentine. And lose because I do not care about these characters except Lucy. So yeah, Chase and Brooklyn. Uh, I I use I try I use shipment first, but now the sale has shipped away from me because <laughs> like they <laughs> slow burn this <laughs> couple <laughs> months. Months now. <laughs> but they don't really know what to do with Chase at all. They had him. Being a singer and so like y'all know what dude Chase and I'm sorry you said this but Josh Ricker deserves so much better than this darn Jace writing because it don't make no sense and Massey mm-hmm. don't trust Massey at all. Fresh. 
And like Brooke is in a new relationship and stuff, like just don't trust her. Like the deception and stuff, I do not care about the deception and stuff for me. Uh Brooke and Jordan, Portia, and Curtis. As much as I like Curtis, he's irking my nerves. And I don't and I don't like Jordan either. <laughs> Definitely. I don't like Jordan at all myself. They can put like a bullet to a head. <laughs> but well, at the same time. Stray bullet. Is, not just a... <laughs> <laughs> she is she's she technically still lying for Aunt Stella. Knowing knowing she knows about that stuff like Curtis just get another divorce paper and had this stuff sent and stuff so nobody so you wouldn't worry about this and let's not forget Portia is keeping secrets from you anyway like she is lying about Trina's protection you don't know that you is Trina's real daddy I'm just saying but the truth will come out sooner or later. So, yeah. And Portia is really irking me. Really making me mad. Making my skin boil. Like, how mm-hmm. the hell you gonna ask him do he still have, like, feelings for yeah. joining this day? Like, what the world? You gonna ask a man that? <laughs> and to be honest, I do see some chemistry between Curtis and Selena. I'm not gonna lie about that. Because I'm loving Selena so much. Yeah. And Lydia Look is playing the role so rare. And I'm like, me. maybe she could be the new my, my boss of poor Charles. <laughs> but that's all I got to say. I actually do. Good memory to remember all them topics. Now, David, let's see how much you remember all of this. <laughs> wow. Valentine Anna, Lucy Victor, Ava Nicholas, Brando Chase, Portia Curtis. Go for it. Okay. Um, let's just say Ava and Nicholas, I think she's up to something, and I can't wait to see what that is. I think she has a plan. I don't think she's going to let him off the hook that easily. She wouldn't be Ava, Jerome. If she mm-hmm. didn't. So I'm looking forward to that. Lucy's been a lot of fun to watch. Um, I love her antics. I've always have. I always loved her getting into trouble and out of trouble and getting other people into trouble. So Lucy and Victor have my uh, attention. And with Valentine and Anna mm-hmm. in the mix, um, it makes it all the uh, worthwhile, and I know they're trying to help her out, and I love, I just love that. On another note, um, I might, I am in the minority here. I am still chasing Brooklyn, but Candace, you know. I want him back on the force just as much as mm-hmm. anyone else. He can mm-hmm. sing all he wants, but that all that glitter, I hope that does not happen, and that's just a daydream because that just <laughs> hurt my stomach. It was a nightmare. I, said, I can't believe it. A nightmare, yeah. 
I do like them together. I just want them to concentrate more on the romance part. And I hope mm-hmm. they get back to that. Um, otherwise, because I don't... I know they're invested in the couple, so I'm I'm going to keep an open mind. But I do want him back on the force or any type or any type of investigative thing. I think this whole whole thing about him being kicked off is way too wrong. I mean, let me see. I can give you the dates. So let me see. It was about nearly uh, right after Thanksgiving where he punched Valentine, and there was and it was basically about maybe two weeks before his time was up that he punched Nick. And I don't think he should be a. I don't see why he should be. Um, the punch and Nick uh, should get a parade. A care. Well, yeah, he should get a parade for that, yes. I don't think he should be a mind why he loses his job. He is he is nothing but a predator, and he's doing her a favor, but I, who am I? I'm just the person watching this show. Um, but, you know, I... I always wanted him on the force, and mm-hmm. that, that's how I feel. Him. I've always wanted him on the force. Yep. Um, and I loved what? his openness and honesty with more than most people. So, would I leave out, honey? Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Um, Tasha, welcome on. Your feelings on all this? Do you need me to recap what we talking about, or you got the order by now? <laughs> I think I got the order. Um, right. Let's see. Ava and Nicholas, they're both, I don't even know. Ava has never been my favorite. Mm-hmm. I've never forgiven Ava for what she did to Morgan. So, you know, I'm like, anytime Carly sees her, she should punch her in the face. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, mm-hmm. I think she does deserve better than Nicholas. I do believe that He's going to have to grovel, and she's going to get a lot of the Cassidyne. Everything that Victor wants for the Cassidyne, Ava's going to be in the way of that. So that will put her in his um, target. Um, Valentine, Anna, Lucy, and Victor. I don't mind Victor and Lucy, and this is old school Lucy, always getting in trouble mm-hmm. she can't handle and coming up with schemes. So Valentine and Anna, they're kind of mad to me. I mean, they're okay. I mean, you know, they're cute, at, but I don't want to see him start crying over Charlotte again. I just don't want to see that. <laughs> that made me cringe. <laughs> I mean, I know that he sees a... I kind of agree. Oh, she, <laughs> she was a, she's away from him, and his father took her. The girl's in boarding school, in a high-privileged boarding school, doing ballet and skiing and that. She's not in Pentonville with her cousin, her great cousin, whoever. She's not with Spencer. I'm sorry. She didn't cry like she's she Annie, like she's the self-gruel. 
I was like, shut up. That girl's eating caviar and stuff. If you want me to feel sorry for her, she was a little annoying. All this papa. I'm like, you ain't French. Just stop that. Um, let's see. Chase in Brooklyn, I don't want to see Cop Rock. I keep saying that. I didn't like it. The Thank first, you. First time it was on TV, I have no need to see it. Eddie Main was at his time great, but that time has passed. I don't want to see it. I mean, I didn't even care for Cameron singing. I was like, okay, go ahead and sing if you must. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't need singing on shows, okay? That I didn't like Glee, so I don't even know. I'm like, you're a cop. Do a private eye. Start something. Go to Sam. Sam ain't doing no private eye work. There's somebody out there you want to know. Do that. Stop with this dressing up like David Bowie. You're embarrassing yourself. And I'm like, no. <laughs> that time Bowie. has passed. And David Bowie says, leave Chase's name out your mouth. Brooklyn, either work at ELQ or Deception and start that. If you want to sing, be a songwriter. If they want someone to sing, if they must, give it to the little boy, Cameron. I'm like, but no, no. Your, your boyfriend, your boo, this long soul thing, and y'all haven't even slept together yet. Let's cut this thing out. Start, you know, let's leave this cop rock thing out. Um, and that's it. Uh, who's the other two? That's it? Um, if you want to mention Portia, Selena, and all that, that's the last thing that you oh, covered. Portia, Portia, your life's being blown apart. You're going to have to, on two ends, your daughter and Curtis. Curtis got on my nerves for a while now when he was, like, all of that um, thing with Nina and the, he was taken up for her during that whole Michael child case. I was like, shut up and mind your business. <laughs> You're about to have the same issue soon. Well, kind of, your daughter's grown. So shut up. <laughs> and I was just so Curtis got on my nerves. The way he's talking to Jordan, I would have just walked away from him. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want you. <laughs> Dude. Um, and I want Selena. She does have thing with Curtis. I thought she and Carly were going to hook up, but, yeah, take over for Sonny because Sonny's a punk. So just take over Port Charles from him. Sonny could sit in the rocking chair. Beast Mike. Maybe it's his turn to sing. Oh, God, no. Not, no. No. Candice, let's go for it. Okay. Woo. Let me get ready here. All right. Ava Nicholas, Ava, you better go after Nicholas for all that he put you through. Nicholas, don't, GH, don't make Ava be like, boo-hoo, cry, cry, all that. I love you, Nicholas, and all that. Or else I'm coming with a hook. Okay, Chase in Brooklyn. I, you know what? Again, how did y'all mess this up? Y'all had something really good, and y'all messed it up. You guys said it for me. I said Cop Rock. I said David Bowie. This makes no sense. Because, okay, let me remember how this all, because Brooklyn's still with the rights and all this stuff. Why not ask Cameron? Cameron could have been the story. Eddie Main 2.0 ain't working. This is, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. General Hospital, go ahead and put me out of my misery. You got a serial killer storyline happening, just do it. I, I know, I just, I bust a lot of y'all hearts then I, just now. Because if you're not going to, if you have no attention for Brooklyn and Chase, just 
just do it. I, I don't, I don't even know. Okay, Curtis, Selena, great chemistry. Selena has chemistry with everybody, man and woman. I'm just saying, she has something. I like her. Don't ruin her general hospital. Curtis has chemistry with other people. Then what he's supposed to have chemistry with? How do that? How, this is like Sean. This is Sean all over again. Remember that. Sean had chemistry and pretty much everybody sucks for the people he was supposed to be with. I don't get it. Um, let's see. Victor, Lucy, I agree. Lynn and Charles has this thing. I'm interested, but I know General Hospital ain't going to capitalize on it. But I like it. I do like old school Lucy in this. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Who else was it? Thank you. Got it all down, Portia. Oh, Anna and Valentine. Anna and Valentine. Um, I, again, I'm I'm holding on to something. I like I like this. I like that y'all are focusing on it. But yeah, his daughter is not in no freaking. <laughs> Look, she's living the life. She's living. She's away from Port Charles. Look, that's a win right there. That's a, that's a win. That she's away from Port Charles. That's a win. I understand, Valentine. You miss your daughter. Um, I'm glad that we're kind of seeing some intimacy. Like, I guess they're going to be doing the horizontal poker soon. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And, Didn't you just uh, lost the vanishship like a month and a half ago? Huh? Didn't you jump off the vanishship? I came, I, like I came back. Ago? No, I, jump, I officially jumped off the chase in Brooklyn like three months oh, ago. Okay. With Valentina, with Valentina and I was, off, I was off, but I was on the life. I was on, you know, somebody, the lifeguard. Yeah, it gave me something to hold on to, and they said, and they yeah, they gave me something to hold on to, and they said, Candace, don't go yet, and they slowly roping me in, but I'm not back on the boat yet. I'm still okay. like on the side. Yeah. Well, when I say this next story, I'm not going to call on anyone. I'm just because I'm gonna wrap the last two together. Just whoever want to comment on it. It's um the Carly one. She took flowers to. Adopted Mother Virginia grave. I said, oh, that's nice. I hope the fans know who this person is and only to find out that the site is being moved somewhere else and they called Jason Morgan, but Jason is dead. Why they didn't call Carly? I'm a little confused. I didn't get an explanation for that. And she made sure mm-hmm. Bitter Peyton Roberts know that her mother was not going anywhere. Candace, I'm sure you want to comment on this. So how did you, yeah, how you feel okay. about this Carly storyline? So for those who think this is a rewrite, this actually isn't. This is when Jennifer Branson played the role of Carly. See, y'all slept on this. I didn't. During her mental, during Carly's mental state and everything, she couldn't really handle a lot of um, decisions. So Jason was made uh, the the um, shoot. What's the what's the the executor? Yes, executor. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Of that decision, so Jason was. I knew it was. I knew it was. I told Carly that it was. Jason did everything for Carly back then, so why yeah. would anybody be surprised? Yeah, so Jason was put, put in charge. Yeah, because Sonny and Carly was not really together at that time, and because Jason, if you guys remember, Carly it was Jason's um, guardian, you know, and stuff like that. So they were each other's um, gu- uh, legal uh, guardianship. Thank you. So Jason did make those decisions while Carly was in that mental state. So that is not a rewrite. That is actually going YouTube. Look at it. That was cleared um, details and whatnot. Um, I found this interesting because uh, I feel as though they're taking Carly and they're trying to have her reanalyze her life a little bit. I'm wondering if that, you know, eh, eh, it's, you know, yeah, man. 
because now she's really kind of like on her own. I, I, it, it's, I'm not going to say I'm on board for it. I'm just curious as to where this goes. And, um, yeah, I just feel as though this is – yeah, I feel as though, like, you know how I said about Sasha and Brando kind of being the f- fillers for, like, in between storylines, like an A storyline to a B story. I feel like Carly, this storyline is a filler right now. They just, you know, trying to do something with Carly. That's all I got. Who else want to comment on this Carly storyline? Um, I'm a Carly fan, uh, so. Oh, go ahead. Uh, okay, go ahead, Tasha. I'm a Carly fan, so I hope she doesn't change too much to be some saucy, because I. Um, but I do want to see her prevail against this woman, because I just get the feeling from the woman that I don't know if it will come up that she knew what her husband was doing. But as long as he provided her a certain lifestyle, she didn't care, and that there are more pe- kids out there. I just get the feeling mm-hmm. that, you know, and I think that Carly should just threaten to bring that out, and that would shut her up real quick. So, and then I want her to come back to Port Charles, because I'm like, I don't want to be in Jacksonville forever. I don't need another Nixon Falls. No. Well, I think they're doing this because this is the time that Laura Wright was on vacation. So that's why I said yeah. they're just doing this as a filler storyline. Really? This is she oh, takes yeah. what kind of vacation yeah. is this? This is Yeah, because she was she she was um she if you if you follow her on social media, she was like in Maryland, she was in remember she did some fan events with Cameron. Don't see her all the time, so you guys have to vacation. stalk all the actors like Candace. Yeah, we have to No, on. I don't stalk. I'm not the FBI of Twitter. Get that right. She's a well, why, why, well, that's interesting because a lot of times when people take vacations, it's like Nicholas Chavez, he must be on a vacation because we don't actually see him. Yeah. But yet we get to see her and she's on vacation. On a vacation. All of those scenes would have been really easy to pre-tape because it's just her talking on the phone to people and then that one actor right. basically. So uh, I, they, they probably pre-taped a bunch of stuff if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And at the end, because I think you guys said it, like, why, why I think, it, like, why, either why? last week or the week before. God forbid, yeah. well, God forbid she'd be off screen for a while. Thank you. Right. Because I think one of you guys said it last week. I think one of you guys said it either last week, either doing, on the show or doing our private conversations, where you guys said it was a little, it, a scene was a little bit out, it felt like out of place. I would say I don't want to say that this is why they're doing this story without knowing that. Because just because she was on vacation, I don't mean they're doing this story because of that. So I don't really want to say that per se until we get a confirmation on that. To me, I don't care if she's on vacation or not. Why can't we just say she's in Jacksonville, but we go two weeks without me seeing her? But that's a point. I digress. You Dreamer. I think Sammy wanted to comment on this, right, Sam? I I don't mind this. I mean, I, I have no real issues with any of this. I except for maybe what Carrie said, but, <laughs> but honestly, if it, I just, I just, I'm just wondering at, at how this is going to keep from the other stories because fuck Willow is dying or she's got leukemia. Well now dirt Carly is the only person who knows she that she's Nina's daughter. She's living off in Jacksonville, Florida now. Like, I don't know. I like seeing Carly kind of, um, having her, like, little moment of, like, remembering, because I don't think they address a lot of that all the time. Yeah, like, she's really Mm -hmm. looking inward, like, yeah, I did a lot of stupid things, and I really wanted 
you know, but I don't know how many times we have to keep doing that with her. And it never sticks. Let's just put it that way. I also think it might just be an excuse, just like we said, for her to be on, take the time off. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got to have something to do now. I mean, she's not, well, she doesn't want to do Drew, so. Um, well, not yet, anyway. <laughs> Good job. Dude, I, still don't, I still don't get that whole, I need to find myself. Oh, whatever, Carly. So I guess this is her finding herself so she can be with Drew um, or mm-hmm. figuring out or getting to know herself or whatever the hell she said. And um, But I don't mind Cause, it. Because she's a real complex I, character. I wish she... I want her to punch that woman in the face. Let, let want, me tell you something. That woman had the nerve. That woman. Yeah. She was a 16-year-old oh, child. This this is the one time this woman's going to shame yeah. her. She was a 16-year-old child. I am totally, she is, I'll drag Kylie for everything she yeah. did once she got to mm-hmm. the child. But in this instance, she was a 16-year-old child. He was a 40-something-year-old man. No, you go sit down, you high society bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took mm-hmm. advantage of her. Absolutely. That's story rape in some states. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if it I don't know about Florida. Florida is different than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah Florida is a different place. That's another story for another mm-hmm. day. Yeah, that's another But podcast. I don't know, like, that this woman is obviously full of hate and anger and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't care. But so, I think Tasha's right. Something I just want Carly to check her. Carly, is, if he did this with Carly, it's not the first young girl he did that with. Now, do I need to see it on screen because I don't know him? No. But in, under no circumstances do I believe Carly was the first young girl he learned into his bed. Absolutely not. Right. And the only thing that this girl ever really did to that woman was be envious of her life and want to be like her. She didn't kill the daughter. She didn't kill mm-hmm. um, whatever her name was. She... I don't even remember exactly what is she run out into traffic or something. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't know what <laughs> I can't remember. But uh, of all I the she things taken Carly submitted, yeah, yeah, that one was not her fault. So, I mean, not. not. Uh, anyone anyways, else yeah, want to no, I don't on mind it. <laughs> Before we head to the next uh, one, anyone else want to call one? I hope, I do okay, hope I don't that... know how I feel about... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know how, like, I, 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 I really, I finally realized, Candace, I remember this storyline about when Carly and Jason was her conservator. And I don't know mm-hmm. how I remember this, and I was like five years old around the time, like, woo, these are memories. <laughs> but... I'm not here for this, like, uh, Carly filler storyline, in my opinion. But to be honest, she should have dragged the lady by her feet. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. David? Well, I, I like the Ruby mention. And I hope I hope it goes oh, yeah. more toward... I hope I hear more about Ruby and the and the direction she takes us in in Ruby's honor. That way you give hey. a little homage to the show. Oh, oh Ruby. And I just wanted to sing lady. I'm sorry. 
I, I'll tell you what, though. What are the odds in Jacksonville, Florida, of all the people Carly's going to run into with that lady? Are you kidding me? Yeah, out okay. of all the people. General Hospital. So what, oh, um, maybe it's all a dream. Maybe she... Maybe she passed out on the airplane or something from lack of oxygen, and now she's just dreaming. Yeah. Nice I, I thought that, too. I thought that in the beginning. I said, wouldn't, if the plane really crashed and she actually landed in in a place between heaven and hell, and she's being judged? Hmm? Oh, God. <laughs> there you go, Frank. There you go. Way. You're the one like to live. Do it. Okay. Make Carly Vicky oh. Lord. Go ahead. Go oh. ahead. I'm going to put these other no. two stories in with this one. If anyone want to mention the Carly Lord. Okay. If anyone want to mention the Carly stuff with the other story, you're free to go for it. But I do have to. The most important part about GH this week, anyway. Brando was alive, but then he wasn't. The world crumbled down again for Sasha, who lost <laughs> someone else. And more funny as well, no one recognizes how much he lost in two years. He lost Mike Davis, <sighs> himself, Liam Brando, <sighs> Lenny. I mean, my goodness. Portia oh, is shocked man. that Brando was dead because there was no reason for him to be dead at this point. So she's like, what happened, all of this? And then her and Finn put together that probably it was the poison from the hook that did it. Which mm-hmm. we the toxic, if it's, yeah, if it's two hook people because Ava seemed to be fine, then we have D- Diane and Sonny who finally has it out because Diane is going to help Sasha with this whole continuation since Brando is dead and he was supposed to be the person who watched over her as the guardian and yep. so she won't get any jail time. So Sonny told her he can't trust her anymore after taking Michael's side against him in court. And, you know, she was pretty much saying she could have done much worse to him, and she did so many things for Sonny over the years. That's when I, in my mind, said, oh, my goodness, they're about to kill old Diane, right? <laughs> so then they keep talking, and they keep having they being against each other. And then eventually Sonny says, thank you. And then I said, oh, man, she really is dead. I said, Sonny said, thank you. And then the next part happened, and he said, yeah, the, they, we left the papers at the garage in Brando's office. The fact that they said, well, I'm going to go get it. I said, oh, man, she's really going to die. They really for real right now. And then we go to the end. She leaves. They have a nice moment. And then I said, wait a minute. We see a Diane, and it's only one minute since episode. Wow, this is messed up. They're going to kill this lady off. <laughs> and then she's looking through that paperwork, and here's the hooker, man. Yeah, it don't look good. And if you see the preview for the next episode, uh, she, uh, I think she's in the powder of her own Same blood. So, <laughs> so okay, Sam, what you got with Diane, Sonny, Brando? So, and then do you believe, or do you never believe Because Ava don't got the poison in her. I don't, I don't think it's two hookers. I think there's one hooker who just doesn't <laughs> know what they're doing. <laughs> so it is um, funny. That's well, well, maybe they do know okay. what they're doing. My thing maybe they is, do. My thing is, seems rand. I mean, oh, it's all about people that are close to Sunny. Ava ain't close to Sunny. She's just the mother of one of his children. It's so stupid. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Like, if they had gone straight for Carly or straight for... Nina or something. Anyways, I understand what they're trying to say, but it was still kind of a, you know, stretch. So here's here's my thing. I'm, uh, I'm I'm just so like can, you know, I've talked about this already. Is there anything else they can do to Sasha just to beat this woman down into the ground? Like mm. at this point, she's just gonna jump off a freaking bridge. Like 
I, I, and who would blame her? Mm-hmm. Because I, what else would they do? Is she going to lose a limb now? Are they going to are they going to have her in a car where she's made it quadriplegic? Quadriplegic now? She's going to I don't know. So um, I don't know why they had to kill Brando. I mean, to me, it's like I've well, heard. don't they just write them off together and they mm-hmm. go off into the sunset or you know whatever? But I'm stupid. And as for um. The hooker, I don't know who it is. I hate to speculate because, you know, they probably don't even know who it is yet. Um, but I'm team hooker if hooker <laughs> takes out Diane. <laughs> oh, dang. There's plenty of lawyers around, you know. Maybe, uh, well, oh. maybe not. Um, <laughs> right. Alexis well, is not a lawyer. Molly. Molly. Scotty. Molly. Um, Tad Martin. Um, oh yeah, he is a lawyer. Right, I forgot. Um, and maybe, maybe Alexis could like get her law license back. I don't know. It's a soap opera. Anything can happen. Um, maybe somebody else will move to town. Who's? I mean, look. I mean, you had Nor Buchanan. Really... Nor Buchanan. Nor Buchanan came over to be oh, a lawyer. We don't need that anymore because. I don't want to hear people cry, but um, don't cry. Yeah, I like honestly, I don't care. For, I, I, I used to love the characters Diane back in the early days when her and her and um, Alexis were BFFs, and but now I just, oh, she's so annoying. And but I don't know if they're going to kill her. So this could be like when we saw the hook coming for Jordan. Do do. I mean, for um, not Jordan. Jordan had the hook when Jordan. Mm-hmm. Anna, when it was coming for Anna, we saw this hook. Why is Jordan like, even a hook around? Out on, what if Anna had taken her out? Like, only Anna could see her out of the corner of her eye and just whip out a gun out of her ankle holster and shoot her. It was so stupid. I don't know. Well, spoiler um, alert, Sam, if you, the, after the next, in the next GH, we see her laying in the power of blood. So she is going to get hooked. It's just about if she's going to survive it. She is getting hooked, though. She'll get hooked. Oh, yay. Hook the hooker. Get hooked. No, I'm fine with it. See, I don't think they can just kill off. I mean, they're going to have to kill off some people we like and some they killing off the man right now. Well, I just, Brando, I don't know. It depends on who it is. Because if this is all about people that have wrong, because actually, no, Brando never wronged Sonny. Never mind. Diane and Ava have wronged Sonny at some point, at least in his... Maybe it's Sonny. Maybe Sonny's the hooker. No, he was in the pub with um, Sasha and Gladys when Miranda got hooked. So I don't know. But I'll tell you, this dishonorable mention goes to Alexis Davis this week for being the stupidest uh, mother on the planet. You don't tell your daughter. You don't yell. You You could be worried about your daughter without degrading the job she does also the pub it used to be owned by her father and i'm sorry like if really if she wanted to buy her own start her own bar one day her daddy would buy her one and she would totally be good at it so alexis she this is the same shit alexis pulled on sam years ago just disapproving of her life choices and 
just driving driving Sam away, right? Like, is she going to do that with Christina now, too? But I will say I'm very glad Christina's back on our screen. The end. Candace? Okay, so real quick, I had no problem with Alexis telling Christina that because here's the thing. I think Alexis spoke for all of us, for some of us fans. It's like, okay, Christina had, you know, every parent wants their child to exceed and excel. And you're right. She did do this to Sam, but Sam is, you know, stuck in her own ways and she is doing something. And with Christina, and that's sometimes not the fault of writers. It's like, you guys don't know really what to do with Christina. But, I, but I'm with you, Sam. I'm glad that Lexi's back on the screen. Okay. Regarding the general hospital. All I'm going uh, to say, is, house- I'm gonna say yeah. is somebody has to serve your goddamn drinks. People who serve drinks in a bar are no lesser than anybody else, and that's the way that she made it sound to me. So go ahead. Right. Okay. So regarding the general hospital hooker storyline, watch GH get hooked. Okay. So you said, Sonny, I said there's three people that these um, – uh, situations, the people, the victims are connected to, and that's Spencer, Trina, and Sonny. The first one was Ava. She's mm-hmm. connected to all three of them, right? Keep in mind, the hooker was going after Joss, but Brando mm-hmm. got in the way. So, yeah. again, Joss is connected to all three of these people. Brando is Sonny's cousin. By the way, Corbin is a made-up name. We know, but just, we know. Just don't, just, just don't even no, worry I know, about I know, it. I know, I know, I know, but I had to, I think that in my notes. I see people talking about this on Twitter. I know, but but Sam, 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 but they did, General Hospital, you did the thing that Dave tried so hard to do. Um, I actually enjoyed Sasha and Brando. I actually enjoyed their pairing. I was invested. When they did the montage, I saw people saying, oh, this was all more about Sasha. That's right. Brando saved Sasha. That was her saving grace right there. Um, General Hospital has to kill people off. Or, you know, <laughs> they got to save money. Um, and, and this is the kind of stories that, that divides us fans. What? We want, we want people, people you know, well, here's the thing. With a storyline story like this, though. well, I mean, but what the, I mean, I need some people to die. That's, that's why they it's need to do killer storylines on General Hospital. Like, because if they just don't do it, then what's the first thing everybody's going to say? Oh, these people need to leave the show. These people need to get killed off. That's the whole point. They need to talk to the right characters often. That, yeah. Right, but see, and here's the thing. We're only three, char- three, three people in. So we had Ava. That was the surprise. She's, she, she's alive. Brando is dead. And then we have Diane. We don't know if she's going to make it or not. But then we look at the other people. Who else, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm carefully watching who, like, whoever's the next victim after Diane, because I'm pretty sure there's going to be more, if, if it's somebody that's in Sonny's orbit only, then I can say, oh, yeah, this person's going after Sonny. But right now, I'm looking at three potential characters that this killer is, is kind of after. And I, I, I'm hoping it's not a buildup to a letdown, because General Housewell, you've been doing that late, lately as well. 
I hope it, whoever it is, it's like going to be like the shock, like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. Or it could be, you know, as me. <laughs> so I'm actually, yes, I'm kind of interested in this story. Why, they're going to mess this up. Uh, no. Kim? They don't mess up uh, everything, Kim. A lot of <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, so I was disappointed, too, because I was really thinking on last week's podcast, I was like, you know what, I don't, I think he's going to survive. Brando's going to survive, blah, 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 you know, just like Ava, it's going to be okay, whatever. But then this happened, I'm like, what? No, he did. Like, are you kidding me? I was not expecting that. I was extremely upset. And I was like, why in the world would they have to, why did they have to kill Brando? Oh, like, seriously, I was just I was just straw. I was like, this is crazy. So, therefore, my three-way Kim Cares goes to Sasha, Sonny, and Gladys this week because this was, this was just horrible. It was a horrible way to die. And, of course, he had this, the poison on the hooker, whoever the hooker is, you know, the poison. It's like, okay, this is, a t- this is just, I don't know if they intended it to, for, for this, for Brando. Just, they're just targeting Brando because, Ava's hook didn't have the poison. I don't even know, but this is just outrageous. And I don't. I still think that it's either Rory, Dex, or someone Victor-related. Something with Red Spade. I don't know, but this is just. It's just. I mean, after the letdown with the whole Abigail murder, who knows? It could be someone, the most innocent person on on the show. I don't even know at this point. I don't have any faith at all at this point. So will I just wait for the reveal? But those are just the three that I'm speculating. Um, but the, it was it was crazy. It was it was really sad. So that it just broke my heart. So we'll see what happens. But this was a storyline that. Ugh, it, it tore it, it tore me to shreds. I, I just don't understand what's going on here, and why Brando. So, <sighs> yeah, yep. Tasha. Okay, bye, Brando. I like to, but I wasn't crying. I'm sorry to see you go. Next, it's gonna be either Willow. If it's Willow, then Sasha will be with Michael. If it's Sasha, well, then you could be with Liam and Brando. But I'm like, Gladys and Willow, get ready to make your exit. I'm sorry, Sasha. I'm kind of sick of seeing you cry every time. I mean, God, girl, get it together. I know your husband just died, but he just went psycho with the drugs and the this. I'm like, I need a break from you. You are exhausting. Um, who the hooker is? I'm thinking it's a father-daughter duo. I, people are not mentioning Ryan. Ryan is not locked in. And he was like, I'm going to get um, revenge on all the people that screwed me over. So I'm like, he's doing that. I mean, Sonny did threaten him, so why not go after, you know, that, that them. Um, I don't think it's Dex because I'm like, they tried to pair Dex with Joss. And I'm like, why is he going to go after her like that? I'm like, so, you know, I'm sorry. And I don't think Diana is going to die because they know the poison's on the hook. And Finn is going to try and probably pull a miracle. She'll probably go away to recuperate. And I like Diane. There's no other lawyers. I mean, 
I wouldn't want Scotty as a lawyer. He kind of sucks. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jacaria. Uh, what are we what are you what are you talking about to you? We talking about the Brando and Diane stuff. One is dead. One possibly on their way out too. Okay. So for Brando, I had a feeling it was coming. It was it was not a shocker to me because I said I know the hook, the sharp hook had something inside there, and my mind was right. It had poison, and I said he ain't gonna last. He is not gonna last. Like I had a feeling it was gonna happen. And it is what it is. Even though. Even though I feel bad for the brush fans, but it happened. So yeah, and for Sasha, they they kill her, kill her off because I'm so sick of her whining, whining, whining. Like I'm just so sick of it. And they can add real low to it, Rory, uh, Cody, and others. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say on this part. And for Dan, I don't think she's gonna die. And I really don't believe that. If she's going to die, that thing will have poison. But I believe she's going to make Because Dan is one of the best characters on Jesh. And I enjoy her so much anyway. And like somebody said, mm-hmm. Scotty, we don't need to see Scotty because he, he, is, he is bad as a lawyer. I hate to say, I don't like him as a lawyer. <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. They do has a good lawyers though. They do need more lawyers, in my opinion. And for like, so yeah. And Sonny, you, I was gonna say this. You, I, I know what uh, this day. I know Dan apologized, but Dan had like took up for your side so long. She had to do what she had to do. At the end of the day, she is lawyer. Like. Uh, I'm just gonna end this with that. I hope they don't kill off Diane. I hope they don't need that. I thought when that's why I was when I was watching the Sunny and Diane scenes, I thought, oh, this kind of feels like closure because we get in this scene. Even when she literally said, "I've done so much mm-hmm. for your family," mm-hmm. just, oh, this is this is bad. Like I, I don't I agree. Even though Diane is not a four time character, like she comes, I think she comes when needed. Like when she came to help out Trina, I said, okay, we finally got her in a good storyline. So she, you're not going right, to see her right. she comes when, in little spurts when you're like, okay, this is good to see her character. I don't feel she hogs up the screen time. You, just when you see her, it's, it's fine. Um, yep, yep. Um, who's up next? Uh, oh, David. Sorry, you can go up next. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I'm figuring that all of this is, what Candace says, it's Spencer, Trina, I didn't think Sonny really because, well, because the, Brando wasn't the intended victim. Mm-hmm. It was Jocelyn. So that's why I was, I was more thinking around Trina. And now with Diane getting in next, that almost solidifies that it could be more Trina related, even though Sonny's going to feel it too. So I'm, you know, I'm, I have no clue who, who the hooker is. Um, I need more information. 
Um, yeah. There's just one one person did come to mind to me, and it was brought up in one of the Facebook groups, and it made me think a lot. Not that it could be true, but it, I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if it turned out to be Assistant District Attorney Arden. Okay. It just wouldn't surprise me. Well, hold on. Before you go, hold on. I just want to get, well, you could comment on that. I just need to get Daphne point because we are running the time. You could comment after Daphne, but I need to get Daphne after David. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I was like, "Oh, poor Brandon. I would have rather we lost Sasha. Why couldn't we just let Sasha OD'd in the bathroom? I mean, I know that sounds like that's gonna be harsh, but you know, she couldn't take it, and let's let her. And you know, and that way, you have Brandon morph over there into the mob life. Um, I, I'm loving the hooker, loving the hooker storyline. I had. I don't think anybody knew that that, that, that hook had poison on it because the hook just alone could have killed people. So I'm, I think they need to sit down and be careful right out. And, you know, if you're going to have this hooker take out people, you need to take out the appropriate people. Um, but I was loving it. I don't want Diane to go. We don't, we don't get Diane that often. You know, Diane is one of those characters that we, that we see in spurts. You know, when you need a legal legal, so... Poor Diane, poor Sonny, you know. So this is gonna be interesting. So I can't. I can This is probably one of my best storylines so far of all the soaps right now that's going on. So other than other than the one from from Young and Restless. So I'm enjoying this. Candace, you wanted to comment on something? No, I was gonna say I, I'm gonna be honest. That's the beauty of this storyline so far for me is that it it can be anybody. Like, in all honesty, mm-hmm. and that's what, you know, we, we've we talked about this for years on Soap Party is how Soaps needs a really good murder mystery or, you know, something like a slasher and, and everything. And, you know, I, I, again, I, I hear everybody saying this character shouldn't be killed off and this, but see, that's where I think we fans kind of getting, you know, we, we can't have it both ways is because General Hospital's made a decision. And there's going to be characters, whether you like the character or not, they're gone. It's for the story. Um, and like you said, yeah, it's interesting that one of the twists is, is that, because I thought for, for a minute Brando was going to survive. I was like, oh, he's going to be like Ava. But when he started coughing and going to a seizure, and then they said the report shows that it was poison on I was like, oh, crap. That was supposed to be for Jocelyn. And I was like, mm. Yeah. Okay, like now we got okay. we have something happening here because you know it could now I see people wanting to be Rory. I don't think it's going to be Rory. No. I think Rory's going to be a victim. I think he's going to be a victim. I think. Please God, Sasha. You know what, Sophia, who plays Sasha. That's so mean, that, <laughs> right. that Emmy reel is coming your way. I wouldn't be surprised if she is a victim. You know what I'm saying? I'm wondering how many victims will there be, how many will survive, how many will have damage. General Hospital, you got something ha- good happening right now with I'm this storyline. <laughs> but, no, I'm, I'm just hoping that this isn't what you guys do, build this all up, and then we find out that it's violent. 
or a shaw shaw. That's the killer. Now, actually, that would be interesting. <laughs> what if it's Emma Drake? Ooh. Nah, I ain't going to do that to that girl. <laughs> I like a good old-fashioned clear-out of cast members, but sometimes you can mm-hmm. write them. They can leave town yes. without being slaughtered. So. Mm-hmm. I, I always say that yeah, because it's not so much that I don't want didn't want them to kill Brando. It's just that look at this poor Sasha. She's if she's sticking around, she's gonna hope now someone hooks her. So, but see that's the thing we don't but know. Guess, yeah, we just I, that's the, that's another thing too, Sam. Is we don't know. We, we it's don't. not like because they waited until after Brando <laughs> died for Johnny to to release a video to say yeah I'm leaving I'm gone. So, well, usually they try not to give too much away, but you know people are don't want to do that. stalking actors twenty four seven like Candace is. So not me, boo. I'm not the FBI social uh, social media boo. Wrong person. Just saying, wrong person. Boo. Okay, boo. Okay, okay, sweetie pie. Okay, sweetness. What is this? Save my going on? No, okay. this is called, this is called okay, being nice. Okay, Smokum. And I got to say, I, I got to agree with you, Sam. I am okay with clearing the canvas, but I can't say us fans, oh, some fans should know better because for me, one of the worst years of killing off characters in General Hospital, everyone would know, it's 2007 when we killed off Alcazar, Allen, and Emily. I said, geez, we didn't kill off so many great characters. Well, well one of them was a, a decision by the second producer, but I'm not going to say no names. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's part of these characters right now who got hooked on compared to any of those characters, but I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not team killing off all the good characters. If you want to kill off some people, kill off these useless well, characters that no well, one Well, let me ask a question to you, right. Tia. Let, let me ask a question to you, Tia. Okay. Okay, Ava was the shocker, right? We knew that, first of all, we Luckily know that the was not. Yeah. Right, but, but, and I mean, and I get we would riot, you know, but with Brando, okay, let's just say, hypothetically, they killed off Jocelyn. No. Would you have been upset? I would have been upset with that. I don't feel like crying about another kid. No, I, no. But no, I'm but listen to what Sam just said. Like, some people, because here's the thing, you got to think, Obviously, these actors are fan favorites, and, and some people like like these characters, the actors who are playing and stuff like that. But you also have to remember that you can't just, it's not like, okay, kill off um, um, day player number five, because that's decreasing the storyline. Well, I'm so, well, why you can't kill off both? Kill off day play, kill off one shocking character, and then a lot of day players that no one kills. Okay. I don't really see the let problem. Me, let me ask the question. Okay. How did you feel about it's the general hospital homicide? Because that's what happened last time. Remember the general hospital oh, no, homicide story? I'm, I'm going to help you out. Remember when Ryan came out? All of us said this was stupid. He killed none of the characters that needed to be killed off. Only Kiki. Anyone, like, to me, he should have. That's the time he should have. He should have actually killed them. Right. I'm going to go. I'm going to use, I'm, I'm gonna use the general hospital. I'm going to use, real quick, I'm going to oh, use what? the general hospital homicide. Because, remember, they didn't kill many people. Everybody got up in arms when they killed Sabrina. Mm. Right. 
That's yes. what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to compare it to. It's like during that time. Oh, that I was forgot cool. about Sabrina. Sabrina uh-huh. and Michael Deadly Keen. Remember, we were just dogs. We were because what was the babysitter's name? That was my girl. Um, what was the girl's name? Like, um, yeah, her. But Candace, Candace, to close this up, I gotta just say, just to stick on this topic here, I'm sticking to now. I think, as what Sam said, you can do it both. Go ahead and kill off. Right, we kill off Diana Brando. Okay, that impacts. Well, Brando impacts Sasha. Can we kill off like four irrelevant characters now? We, I mean, geez, like. We just gonna keep the well, let's, I, how about this? In a month from now in a month from now, let's feel, let's let's in a month from now, because I think there's gonna be more killers, more more kills. Yeah, I need a lot let's more see, killed, yeah. Let's see because right now we've only had one fatality, one death, and two victims. And and one just right. went away, I walked away. The people so. that, I have people that they better not kill, but honestly there's that's a lot more to kill. Open. Right. <laughs> it's going to be. It's, I have 15 characters. I have 15. You know what? We can't name it today because we've been too much. I, mean, can't, what, can't can't anything. Anything. I don't even think I have 15. I, I have 15. What about, do you think um, Britt's going to be one of them, knowing Here's that she's leaving? Finn is significant. Maybe. Let me put it this way. Finn is a significant enough character, but do you think if they kill them off, the fucking fans are going to riot at the studios? No. Oh, yeah. Violet I'm gonna be will honest. be... If they Violet kill it off... You know what? Okay. I'm going to be honest. God, we, we've been okay. on... We're about to go to GH for two hours. i got to let Sam wrap this up. Sam, what's your last comment before we, <laughs> we leave GH? We, we, we're trying, we trying to get the two-hour mark. God, well, I will say I did... I didn't hate GH this week. I watched it. I watched it, you know, because um, I was off for most of the week, off work for most of the week, and I so I was constantly looking forward to watching it because I wanted to see what happened with Brando and Sasha and all that shit. But um, they lost me somewhere around Rico, uh, whatever. Rico Suave. I almost said Rico Suave, but Rico uh, they, or whatever it uh, is. They always kind of lose me when it has anything to do with Finn. And this is not just because he's with Liz. This was, like, before that, like, way before that. Um, I'm okay with them killing. Just don't – just don't make it, it – if you look, everybody's speculating on social media that the killer is somebody that's short because she looks really tiny. Like, the person mm-hmm. looks really tiny. Yeah. So I'm I just am just hoping it's just Esme and then we can just kill her off for good. And then that's just my hope. But – that's all I got to mm-hmm. say. I, I don't hate the show right now. I'm watching it, obviously. You know, if I hate it, I stop watching. I was like, bye. I'm done. So I'm caught up. So I'm I'm not usually caught up if I'm hating the show. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Monday, too. So. Same, actually, yeah. Uh, it seemed like we have the Friday cliffhangers back, so that's really good with all the preemptions that's happened. Yeah. So. They cliffhangers mm-hmm. are back. Um, well, well, wait a minute. They're still, yeah. they're still six. Oh, they're still five episodes behind, right? Well, that that would be oh. why it's Friday, Friday, still Friday. Yeah, they would be. It would be late the Friday before. <laughs> so that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, might be preempted again this week somehow. Yeah. Okay. All they did was scroll. Are we done? All that. 
Yeah, I think we're oh, done. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Sam, we oh. to say something else? Oh, I should say them preempting shit in the States. All it does in Canada is mean one episode doesn't get recorded on my DVR and I miss it. So I missed that whole, there was an episode where Sunny, last week, I guess, Sunny and Ava were chit-chatting and everyone was like, oh, those were good scenes, but I missed them. I still haven't even looked for them on on YouTube yet, so. That's all I just Also in Canada, it doesn't like air anyone anywhere else if you miss the episode? Well, it does. will air on pay-per-view or not pay-per-view, um, video on demand. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't, I didn't know, and they only keep up a few episodes at a time on video on demand. So like they don't leave a whole mm-hmm. week up. So I guess um, somewhere along the way I screwed up and didn't watch fast enough, or it just never aired. I don't know. So, mm. see, I it's okay if I miss an episode though. My life is not going to end. Believe it or not. Oh, that's nice. Oh, those days are over. That was the 90s. <laughs> yeah, if the VCR didn't tape an episode. Oh, God. you were screwed. <laughs> you were screwed. You were totally screwed. Well, and also, there's nowhere to see it. <laughs> I know, we don't yeah, have net. Never... I never had net in Canada. What? If they air here at all, I never got the channel. So. She, she squeaked when I said that. I have to stop scaring and, Candace like that. But she was like, and I'm just, in California. When, when so, the the still she wasn't in California in the 90s, oh. no. No, I mean, up like up in the time we started the show. And you, Wait, yeah, so yeah. that went off the air. Oh, never mind. Yeah, okay. I had to remember SoapNet with SoapNet demise. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, SoapNet so went out on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What, All right. Well, um, whatever you're it's talking about good. next won't be as fun, but have fun. Why not? Nice I'm about to go myself. Bye. See ya. Try to have fun. All right. Bye. 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 All right, folks. Ugh. Woo. We got a lot to cover with this one. This week on the Young and the Russells, which it's this week they start their 50th season. Last week was bold. The week before was General Hospital. So this week, if you saw the promo, didn't really give you much. Just telling you that we're celebrating 50 years. Okay. On CBS, and we see with, CBS for some reason. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know Shamar Moore is going to be a part of it for the anniversary. You know he's going to probably pop in and be like, "Hey y'all," and then take off his shirt and be saying, "I'm with a girl named Tia." Anyway, so Young and the Russell starts their 50th season on CBS, who just celebrated 95 years being around. So happy anniversary, CBS. All right. So we have Adam questioning why Nick was in Sally's suite. Nick said Sally and him were talking in a private matter. As for Adam, well, he just wanted to see Sally because, you know, he just missed his foxy red. I don't know. I just made that name up. Anyway, uh, Sally didn't like that at all. Ed tried to figure out why during office hours Nick and Sally were together in her hotel room, mm, maybe for some afternoon delight, maybe. I don't know. After Nick left, Adam asked, point blank, are you sleeping with my brother? Sally, who was avoiding Adam's question, acknowledged that they weren't an item. She was sick and tired, and I repeat, sick and tired, of either Adam being honest with her, kind of, you know, just be up and honest, or was he using still, like, using her or or using himself to try to prove Victor to Victor and Victoria. 
Uh, Sally then says she jeopardized everything for him. She also realized that everybody assumes that the only reason she's here at Newman Media is because oh, of Adam. Is she right? Is she wrong? I don't know. Then Sally gave her Stephanie Forrester speech. And if y'all know what speech I'm talking about, kudos. Pretty much she said that she needs to focus on herself and not Adam. Tia, do you buy that? How I felt about that scene with Adam, Nick, and, and Sally, that thing? And Sally, yeah, let's go there first. Yeah, I I had a big problem with that scene, and I said it in live time, and I chatted, and I said the scene is stupid. Okay, I, I, I got to find what she said because it was just hilarious. I think, first of all, Nick, he's also trash. Like, let me actually go to Nick first. <laughs> Nick, you didn't have any kind of compassion or anything as a brother, just like, well, I'm with her, so I probably slept with her, but you deal with it. And then I love with him saying, yeah, you were supposed to be like an upstanding guy. We was, I thought we was getting on the right track as brothers. So can you explain to me how you feel about that, brother? I was like, good job, Adam, because I just can't with just Nick just being trash and oh high on everything. He's just a trash of a per. I couldn't understand in the past doing this, but you and him were actually – in such a good place now. So for you to kind of just have this attitude like you don't care what's happening with Sally, it's like, that's a little bit trash of you, you know, just a hot disgrace of a mess. So I said, Nick, you just get the trash of the year award because nothing you did this week was wonderful to see. Now when it comes to, oh, yeah, and Nick also had the worst quote of the, the week when he said that Sally is too tough to be ground down as he did with Sharon and Chelsea. I'm like, what? Did you do do you do you know who who Sally is? How from from the from the two times y'all slept together the same night? That's what you know about this lady. How do you know that this lady was over there bringing guns to bars when after Thomas left her, and she over there faked the illness to get Wyatt? So what do you mean? She what do you mean she's not she not she's too tough to be grounded down by that? What, what moment that was? I don't remember seeing the toughs up Sally, and even when she came to town, she was the one chasing Adam. So where is he getting that she's tougher than those two? That was just terrible, terrible writing. I, like, who thought of that decision? Now, to Sally, with her breakup moment with, uh, you know, her big powerful moment with Adam, I felt as a fan they wanted me to have a tear down my eye and say, wow, and give her a round of applause and say, man, that's a strong woman moment. But the fact she said lines that didn't make quite sense, the first thing that she said, I laid it on the line for you. Okay, I'll give you that. My career, my friendship, and my reputation, um, we have an issue with that. Friendships, who are these friends? Because I don't remember any friend you did have. My career, um, the career that you got because Adam gave you the career. Uh, mm-hmm. just Your reputation, um, your reputation was beat down before you got with Adam because everyone was still holding the summer thing against you and even um, Jack left you because he said you were too much. Your reputation was trash that even Norman couldn't hire you because she was holding you to something you did in your past. So your career and friendships and all that, that has nothing really to do with what Adam is doing. So I can't, and be honest, you still today don't have any, no, any friends. So uh, the quote was supposed to be a good, powerful moment. But I'm like, it's not going for the right person because she don't they, these lines don't really make quite sense. Like I would say, Courtney Hope, nice acting. The the quote is not for the right character. That's what I would say because everything you've gotten, like right now, you sleeping with yet another boss. Like 
I, I don't understand. This is literally has been going. This going back to Bold and the Beautiful. You just sleep with everyone who helps you out. This that doesn't really scream really that good. I think she's doing a good job, of course, but I don't really know what she's done without the help of someone. We haven't seen it yet, and that's I think that's a right initial. Everything has been helped mm-hmm. with a man. You go for Thomas that's helped her with Liam. He's put everything on the line. He risked his marriage for her. Then you had the Wyatt. She was pathetic without him. She come back to town. No one really helped her. Then you know. Then I guess we. Well, the only thing she actually, I would help her. The only thing she really did for herself thus far is really make that Victoria dress. To be honest. But then again, Adam helped her be who she is today. That's the reason she's a CEO. And then Victoria would have fired her, but Nick, who's sleeping with Sally, is keeping her job. How does mm. that look? So I'm having a difficult time really quite understanding the strong writing they're giving to her, uh, the, the strong words they're giving to her where the writing doesn't really back it up for the character. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. David? Uh, he's really messy right now. So, like, um, I don't, I think Nick is using her and she's going to let him. And I think, I don't, I don't know why they're doing this, only to give more um, turmoil in her and Adam's relationship. But uh, yeah, Tia made some very good points that, that I never really thought of that. It's been a man each time helping her out and we don't see her herself then for herself. Mm-hmm. Daphne? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Carrie, if you're still here, you're going to know the song lyrics I'm thinking about. It's Fleetwood Mac. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. You tell me lies. I felt like Sally was lying. Nick is lying. I just didn't get this. Am I supposed to feel sorry for Nick? Am I supposed to feel sorry for Sally? I do not feel sorry for Sally. Not one iota. The woman comes to town. She says, okay, I gave up my career. What career did you have? You didn't have no career. You came to town on a cigarette smoke and, and a banana peel. <laughs> you had zero zip zilch. You, okay, now my whole thing is with Nick, I don't care who you are. Once you, once you have a relationship with my family member, you are off limits. I don't care if you got a million bucks and you got a glittery body parts. You are off limits because to me, that's some lines that you just don't cross, at least for me. So I was sitting here going, okay, Nick, if Adam gets within five feet of Sharon, you ready to have all sorts mm-hmm. of issues. If he looks at Chelsea and he says, wait a minute, we co-parenting. Look what you did to Chelsea. There's a comment that Billy made to Nick a while back when, Billy, when Nick was trying to be all macho, saying, you messed with my sister, you did all of this. And he said, well, let's go back and look at Sharon and Phyllis and see what you did with them. And I always loved that comment because Nick always looked like a deer in the headlights after Billy made that comment. So I just was like, okay, 
So, Nick, you, you're supposed to be the good brother. You're supposed to be the brother who's upstanding, as, as, um, as Adam said. But you then you do this, and then you wonder why Adam goes off. You wonder why Adam goes to the dark side. Please, I'm just like, I, you know, you guys know how I was for Adam and Sally. I loved Adam and Sally. The moment that you had Nick and Sally sleep together, you sort of tainted that reputation. Sally, you would have had nothing if it wasn't for Adam. And I'm still having an issue with Nick being with Sally, considering what Sally did to Summer. So I'm just like, okay, next, next, next. Let's see if we can find Adam. I need you to stay on the path, and let's see if we can find you somebody, somebody who's going to give you 100% loyalty. Mm-hmm. Kim? Um, I definitely don't think Sally meant that whole big breakup with Adam and that she needs him to just leave her orbit and that he needs some time apart and he's toxic and just going in and all of that, you know. Because um, he, I mean, <laughs> they were freshly, they were just freshly new kind of few months or whatever. So he didn't do half the things that, you know, they haven't gone through that big of much, mm-hmm. much things or much stuff or whatever. I heard like, oh, my gosh, you're just toxic and blah, 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 you know. So I'm like, okay, Sally, just kind of calm down. So with that being said, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like, you are real mean today to some characters. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I, I just couldn't wait for this night to express this. But uh, also, I love the whole Nick and Sally hookup. You know, and I told you I loved it. But it's obviously just that, just just lust, um, something to distract her from Adam on Nick's part. Um, and when Victoria, it kind of feels the deal when Victoria sent Nick that text message saying, you know, of course, Adam's looking for Sally. I remember trouble for Sally equals trouble for us. You know, for Newman. So I'm like, okay. So I think that was that was Nick's way of kind of throwing a wrench in Sally's mindset of, of, of Adam, the Crimea River for Adam and everything, and she's just so distracted and everything. And yeah, Nick thinks she obviously he thinks she's attractive or whatever, and he you know probably likes her in a in a just. Like I said, like it's a lustful way or whatever, but he's like, okay, I think I'm going to have to do something to distract her. And obviously it's working because now she's all confused. She has to do this. She's just, now she's pushing Adam away even more. And, you know, I got to focus on this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And this is important meeting. So I really think that she's just even more confused now more than ever. And I'm definitely not, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for Sally at all whatsoever. I do feel bad for Adam. You all know I love me some Adam, team Adam. But I just, I just, uh, I do, I did like the fact that him and um, Nick were, you know, at least being on cordial terms. They were friendly at least to an associate level of, of brothers, siblings. So uh, I hope they get through this or whatever. And at this point with Adam, uh, now knowing that he knows that they did the do or whatever, you know, her and, and Nick, maybe Adam can just go over there to Jabot and just do his thing and just, Get with someone else at this point and just let Sally just wallow in her, her confusion for the time being, you know, because she's going to be, she's going to come crawling back, or at least she's still going to have Adam on the mind. You just, she's not just not going to turn that off like that instantly. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, those are my thoughts on it. But Sally, girl, sit down somewhere, girl. You, you, <laughs> come on. 
Okay. So, uh, I, I agree with all, all y'all. I can't, there's no words. That's the point with this. Like, I'm watching it. I'm watching the scene this week. And all I kept thinking about was Sally, you know, I get what Sally was saying, like, you know, about Adam, you know, continuously trying to prove himself to Victor and to Victoria. Like, that shouldn't matter. Adam, in all honesty, I also had to agree with that. It's like, okay, you still, you like Sally. You, you, you do. But y'all aren't a thing saying but at the same time, Sally, yo, if I come over and I see Nick and you, especially how Nick just had that arrogant smirk on his face, like, yeah, I hit that, I'm going to ask you the same question, too. It's like, so, you know, um, you want some cup of coffee? Oh, by the way, did you sleep with my brother? And, Sally, you avoided the question. It's like you could have said no, even though you was lying, or you could have said yes. The dynamic between Adam and Sally is really interesting. And the thing is, T and me have talked about this. You guys have heard us. You know, the Sharon-Chelsea comparison to Sally. Well, Sally, you now joined the club. Because you now officially split with both brothers, just like Chelsea and just like Sharon. What does that say about you, boo? Just saying. Just asking for, I'm just asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. They got it's too much. It's too much. My head hurts from that. But you guys said everything I said. Um, okay, real quick, I'm gonna touch on this. Um, after receiving a text from Chelsea, Billy met her at society. She wants Johnny and Connie to know that they're more than just cousins. They're brothers. Billy said Victoria and him didn't feel like it was the best time to tell Johnny. However, Chelsea is like pushing for this. She wants the boys to know who they are because as they get older, people are going to start talking, and then they're going to find out. Billy did say that Johnny has been asking questions about his biological mother, but at the end of the day, it's up to Victoria on this decision. At the end, Victoria and Billy are going to talk to Johnny. However, the time and the place is undetermined. Tia, do you feel as Chelsea pushed Victoria to this point? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, guys, no, I can't stand Victoria. Probably easily my least favorite character on the show at the moment. However, when it comes, actually, no, probably Chelsea is actually. When it comes to this storyline, I am going to side all the time with Victoria. For me, I love that she put both of these fools, Billy and Chelsea, and they place with saying, hey, y'all cannot go behind my back and take my kids somewhere that I don't know. What the heck is going on? It feels like y'all plotting behind my back. What What is this here? So I love her first being upset with that. Second point, I do... Do I think he should know who his mother is? Yes. But I believe that's when the two parents should be able to do it, not when the the person who gave the kid up is saying, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. What what, what, more does this happen? You don't tell me when I'm telling my kid the truth. I tell him when I'm good and ready. At least he knows he's Mm -hmm. adopted. Like, that's it. you're not going to force me to do So I kind of felt, and i got to give it to Amelia Holly. I thought this was probably the best acting she did in the world. Not saying she did bad acting. Like, we're, she right. was really, she's cold stone, but she's so good and emotional. If you just look at her eyes, you can see as a mother, I think her fear is losing, Johnny. Because even when she was talking, she was like, you know, if you don't want to be close with you, you know, you're going to have to live with it. And she was just kind of trying to avoid her eyes and, you could see the pain she's going through. She's like, I cannot believe I'm about to lose my son. And I need her to have a conversation with Billy and say, hey, Billy, 
You don't understand what I'm going through because you are biologically his father. I am not the mother, so technically in her eyes, she could be like, I really don't even have the bond with the person. So I'm going to need the writers to do this. When Johnny finds out the truth, I do not want him pushing Victoria aside. I need him, because to be honest, he's not going to even know the whole truth of how the conception happened. So if he want to be mm-hmm. talking, okay, let's do that. But I'm going to need something to happen where he comes out the door and he overhears how he was brought into this world. And he's like, I cannot believe you did that. If we're going to do that then, then I'm going to need the real part of how he's into this world, how did that happen then. Let's go ahead and tackle that story down. But when it comes to, I feel bad for Victoria because I felt she was forced to make this decision. She does not want to tell him the truth. And I don't think she should be forced to. So I'm happy for it. It's good drama, but Billy is trash too. I hate the way they write. And then everyone knows the only version of Victoria and Billy that I personally like is Billy and Billy Miller and Amelia. However, in saying that, it's so weird watching the storyline, seeing Billy be on Chelsea's side. I'm like, this is just, this is odd. Like, what, what kind of writing is this? He's, and then when that hug happened, I love Chelsea's, like, what the hell is this? I love Chelsea's reaction here. Like, are you kidding me? It's like, I don't know. It's probably, probably I'm, I'm getting the old B- Victoria and Billy vibes since I was posting a clips about them recently. So I'm like, oh, I love how they used to be. I don't like this version, but I like how they used to be in the sea. How, just how they write in Billy now is just annoying for me as a fan to personally watch. So I'm I'm here for the story. I'm happy we're going through it. But I do, for for the first time in years, feel bad for Victoria because she should not be forced to, into doing this. This is not, this is not right, in my opinion. They don't, they don't want to do this. It's just a forced thing. So, no, I can't agree with it. I don't think Chelsea has any right to tell these mothers, these parents what to do. And also, I don't think she's doing it for the good reasons. I don't even know why she wants Johnny to know the truth. I haven't gotten a good explanation for it. Even though she's saying, oh, it's for them to know their brothers. Why? Like, I don't believe anything that she's saying out of her mouth right now. Because it's all happening after Ray died. I feel like it's more to make herself feel better than it is for the kids. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kim? You know, I definitely agree. Now, you all know that I do not like Victoria at all whatsoever. But I did side with her this week. I did because I really feel like Chelsea, there is an ulterior motive. Like, Chelsea just won't do it anyway, um, especially after, um, I think, who, Jay, or, or whatever you say that, you know, her, after her husband, quote unquote, died, right? Because that's mm-hmm. how she acted like that was just her or her, her husband. So she's been going through it, like, emotionally. She's been going through a lot. So, um, you know, her bridge with Adam was bad, you know, and then of course uh, she lost Ray or whatever. And she just, she, she's lonely. Um, Connor is away at school or whatever. So I really feel like she just wants to, uh, I really think that she just, she, she really wants, or, or he was at school. I think he's back. I don't know, whatever. But I think she just wants that, to feel that void or whatever. But I just don't understand why, because they are his parents. So Victoria and Billy are his parents, are by, you know, like legally. Legally, they're his parents. So I'm just, she's really, really forcing it. And the fact that Victoria mm-hmm. is just like, okay, well, fine, you know, I will. But she, good point. She said, you know, he already knows that I'm not his biological mother. He already knows that he knows he's adopted. So honestly, I feel like, honestly, I know he's a kid or he's a child or whatever. And I'm pretty sure Victoria had that conversation with him, like, hey, you know, you know, I'm not your biological mother. However, you 
when you're ready, you can come to me. If you ever want to say, I want to know who my biological mom is, or I want to know if I have any siblings or whatever, whatever questions you may have, you can come to me about that. Again, come to me, you know, because she is his mother currently. So I feel that if he wants to know, he should bring that up first, not them just saying it and pushing it on him and having him to deal with all of this stuff. So with that being said, I'm gl- I really am glad that Victoria kind of reiterated that, like, you know, okay, if he doesn't want anything to do, you know, with you or he does, he's not ready, then you have to accept, you really have to accept that and that's it and be done and just leave it alone at this point, you know. So I appreciated her saying that. So I was definitely um, team Victoria this time on that. And Chelsea, she's really, she's working my nerves. I'm like, okay, Chelsea, I don't know what you need to do. I think she, she's getting some kind of storyline. I don't know whatever happened to the chance orbit, if she's going to mess up her, him and Abby's. I don't know. But this whole storyline with the whole um, telling Johnny that, you know, that's his brother, I, I just, uh, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I honestly don't like it. I don't. And Billy gets on my nerves too. I need him to sit down. So, and I want Lily also to have a problem with that, with him just siding with Chelsea. So I don't on that, you know, so uh, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm definitely totally team Victoria. Now for our legal expert, Daphne, what do you think about it? Okay, never had I in the same episode felt sorry for somebody and then hope for their downfall in the same episode. (laughs) That's how I felt about Victoria. I was like, man, I, I felt like Victoria is, is what they say behind the eight ball. With this, I mean, at this point, now maybe I, I don't know. Did I fast forward this? Did I dream this? But little Johnny doesn't want to know at this point, correct? Or we don't know. We don't know. Okay, I mean, I don't so, think, okay. Yeah, we don't know if he's he's, he's asking about it at all. And I think he would have brought it up if he was, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, I feel that Chelsea has this emptiness and she just wants that child because look how when they met at the um at the at the um the pool thing don't forget to oh you need to put your sunscreen on oh is it gonna be okay Chelsea's gonna end up blurting it out you watch she's gonna end up blurting it out and she's gonna cause damage and I hope that the kid does not pull away from from Victoria I, I actually uh-huh. hope he says, you know what, I don't, why did you do this? You gave me up. I, I, I would love for the kid to say, I knew all the time. I don't want nothing to do with you. You know, you are, you know, you're mm-hmm. my grandfather. My, my grandfather says, you are a con. You are a grifter. You're no good. That's what I would love for that kid to tell Chelsea. Because nobody else seems, other than Victor, seems to be able to tell her that she's a con and a grifter and no good. So, I don't know what we're going to do with the little hen, because that's what I call her, the little hen. Um, she got more more sad scenes than Sharon did, and Sharon was the wife. So, and Billy, you guys know I just can't stand. Billy, I, I get a moment where I like Billy, or Billy's okay, then it, uh, Billy always falls back into those tropes where I can't stand the character of Billy, you know, of, of, of late. So I felt bad for Victoria, and I'm like, oh, man. But then on the other hand, I'm like, Victoria, I hope you bring – I hope the scheme this we're going to talk about probably in a little bit that you got coming up, I hope you bring Newman Daniel with your schemes. And you, and you, you have to take responsibility and not wait 18 months later to get a plan. Mm. David? Well, let's see. Um. 
she Chelsea's obviously out for herself. I don't think there's anything um anything that she's doing for them. I think she's just putting all this on Victoria and Billy and she's she's propping Billy up to soften Victoria. And Johnny shouldn't know, shouldn't know, but it should come from Billy and Victoria, and Chelsea shouldn't force it on them. It should be on their time and not hers. Yeah. Half of me, okay, in true soap opera form, and Daphne and David and, I don't know, Kim and might, and it carries still on, you guys know. I'm hoping that this isn't a Philip Spaulding moment. In other words, I don't want Chelsea to see Johnny and, like, you know, she just corners Johnny and blurts it out. And Johnny has to say mm-hmm. to Victoria Billy, like, I don't, I'm, the way Chelsea is acting, it is like there's a hidden mode. Like, there's something like, is she dying? Is this why, did we find out she, does, does she have poison in her? Like, what is going on? Because she's too heavy set on this. And I don't know why, like, I'm, I'm watching and she was, and when Billy is like saying, well, he's been asking and stuff. And we've had this conversation plenty of times where it's like when they recast the role or they arrest the role, you know, this should happen, this should happen. Like, we already played it out. But the fact that Chelsea kind of and Billy kind of put Victoria and I kind of and I agree. I'm looking at Victoria the whole time, and I'm seeing the wheels turning in her head, and I'm yeah. looking at how she's looking at Chelsea like, like bitch, what the hell, like uh-uh. when Billy said it's up to like again. I'm glad Billy said Victoria's name because half of me was like, watch Billy go ahead and say it. Like I'm, I'm so I'm. I, my whole concern was they were going to say it to Johnny without Victoria. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt as though, like, Victoria was odd man out at this time. I don't know where they're going at, but I'm just hoping Johnny finds out from them and not, and not mm-hmm. somebody else, Chelsea, in your little manic rant or something like that. I, I just don't know. I am worried. I, I'm not worried that Johnny well, – because here's the thing, Johnny's not going to know the whole truth. I have to keep remembering they're going to probably wait until he's older, like much older for that. But I am worried how he's going to react to Victoria and to Billy regarding this, considering that Johnny and, and Connor hangs out, right? They, they hang out. So you know, I'm, I'm – I gotta agree with you. Actually, I do not want him to find out right now. We need a, a lucky moment where he finds out when he overhears it, and he be like, "What? This is how I was brought into this world. I need that moment." But it's day. like it's twofold. It's like it's the truth, and there's the partial truth. I want Johnny to find out the partial truth now. Like, like you know, just saying like, okay, because if since they made the point to say that Billy, because Billy said Johnny has been asking off screen about his biological mom. So it's like, okay, you can tell him, you know that lady, you know Chelsea Larson, the lady that, you know, da-da-da, okay, da-da-da. But as far as how he was conceived, then we can have that lucky special moment when he's like 18 and somebody says, you know, 
how you was conceived. It wasn't out of love. It was out of rape. And you know young Russians will use that word. And it would be that big dramatic music and everybody's like, how could you? Like, I don't know if they would do that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like right now, tell him part the truth. But I don't want – I just don't want Victoria to feel – now that Johnny knows that she's going to be kind of like an outsider. And I think that's been like, you know, I love the fact that Billy made sure to say, well, you know, Victoria is a protective mother. You know, like give Victoria her props. Right, yeah. But but at the same time, it's like, Billy, yo, you're doing too much. I'm like, yo, young Russell, what y'all trying to do with Billy? Like, and yeah, I do want Vic, I do want Lily to find out and go ham on this. Yes, why not? Let's get everybody involved. Mm-hmm. See, me and you, we're gonna riot outside too. Oh no! <laughs> All right. So Daphne may mention to this. So you know, we go from one Victoria side of the story to the other side of the story. Nate, oh Nate. Well, Nate met with Victoria to discuss more about the chance of winters going public. You know, that's the big news in the business world in G.C. Yup, tell your friends, get, get, a, get a piece of that stock, okay? Chancellor Winters is going public. Ooh. Victoria said she would be interested in buying enough shares to get a majority of the company. Does this remind you, Young and the Russell fans, of somebody else who did that? Mm-hmm. However, Nate said he would be willing to sell her his shares. That's, I think that's like, what, 40, 40-something percent? Okay. After further discussions in the park and in offices and everybody, so everybody can hear, Nate asks if and when Victoria agreed, when all this goes down, that Victoria agrees to let him run Chancellor Winters once it was under the Newman umbrella as they shook hands with each other. Okay, there was some other stuff too, including the IPO with Jill and Lily and Billy and Devon. But Daphne, what is your thoughts about this? Is this going to work, or is this going to tank? Well, first of all, as of last week, I said I was Team Nate. Monday, I was Team Devon. I am currently still Team Devon, Mm -hmm. but I am loving this Nate. Why can't we get... Why why can't we get villains and people written like this? This is, to me, this is what I thought Nate should have been a long time ago. But I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this all backfires. I'm hoping that Nate is smart and saying, you know what, I'm not going to give it to you. I, okay, well, let me just go back. There's a scene with Victoria and Nick. Nick is giving her the obligatory warning that you're spending too much money, that you're technically doing insider trading, the SEC could get involved in all of this stuff. So I am hoping that this takes Victoria down in flames and she takes Newman with her. I hope that this is a better version of Jabot from the 80s where Victor swooped in and bought all of that stock when they went public and had an interest. I'm hoping that this sort of backfires on her and it backfires on Newman and that daddy can't get you out of this. And I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, but I'm just loving this. I am loving it. Devon is these, is, and even Billy is, is back in Devon. It's saying, no, nah, man, we shouldn't be doing this. So I'm just, 
excuse me, loving this whole thing. I, poor Lily. Lily, Lily, go back to running the athletic club. I don't think you're ready for the big leagues like this. Why would you just do a merger, do all of this stuff, and then right soon after this you do an IPO? But I'm just loving it. This is probably my, one of my favorite storylines on on Young and the Bustlers right now, um, and probably one of my favorite storylines of all the four soaps at the moment. So this is good. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Tia, which team are you on? Oh, Team Devon, I've been there since last week when I realized that Nate is nothing but a puppet who just listened to everything, who, everyone who strokes his ego. That don't seem like a real good businessman to me. So, nope, he's trash. However, in saying that, I'm Team Daphne. I am happy he's trash. I see someone say, why is he written like this? And this is exactly why we don't have good storylines for the people with the colors. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We can't have these characters be a boring sitting around because someone tell me what the heck has Nate been doing for the past two, three years. It is time to make him get his hands dirty, have some mock-up in him, have something in him because he needs some life into the character. It hasn't been any life into this dude. So I need this to happen, and I think clearly this storyline has shown me Devon is the best of the business guys because we really don't know what the heck she's talking about, saying she wants to make it public. By making it public, she's going to fall right into Nate's hands and to Victoria's hands. So and, and one thing that's bad about Devon, he needs to start going by his instincts. I think he's following everything with Lily because that's his sister. But if that was not his sister, I don't even think he would have merged this company to begin with. I felt he was guilt-tripped into mm. it because everyone kept saying, Neil, 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 yep. Neil wanted this when he said, okay, well, I, let me just go up and do it. So I don't think that's really good as a businessman for you to be getting guilt tripped into this. And when this fell, I'm going to need him to say, Lily, I love you as a sister, but as business people, it's time for us to go part because clearly I don't have an objective mind when it comes to you because I listen to all the stupid ideas you tell me to do. So I think Devon alone is a better businessman, but he can't get assistant with Lily because Lily is just making him go with the downfall as well. But I love this storyline, great storyline. I'm happy to see Lily, Devon, and Nate in the actual storyline. So I'm happy for it. Mm-hmm. Kim? Same here. I'm loving the storyline. I'm loving all the drama, especially with the businesses and stuff like that and the merger and the companies. This is really juicy. This is really interesting. More people are get, uh, getting involved in it. Um, more people are going to be affected by it. And it's just like, I'm kind of like poor Devon because he's just like, he's trying to, he wants to do what's right. He really does. He is a, a, a long-term businessman. He knows how to run stuff. And it's like, he knows what's going to fail, what what isn't, and what could possibly fail and what could possibly not fail. But then he knows how to kind of tread lightly too with certain things. And he just knows that aspect of it. So it's kind of like, when, when they're pushing, oh, yeah, why not? Let's go ahead. Let's go public. I think this is great, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, let's merge. This is great. Oh, let's do this. Let's launch this. Let's do that. I mean, let's do all these different things. It's like, whoa, 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 calm down. You know, let's take one, de- uh, one day at a time, one step at a time. Like, just chill, you know. And so, but, it, again, they, they always push the narrative of family, family, family. It's family this, family that. So, yep. of course, it's going to be like, okay, you know what I mean? And just feel guilty. So, with that being said, I, I'm definitely totally 100% behind Devon. And I also, you guys, and, and maybe I'm biased because I love Ella Bond, I love Elena and Devon, and I want them back together eventually. But I love the fact that uh, 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 Elena is saying, you know what, Nate, you know, this is, I just don't, I just, this is all really nice, nice gesture and everything that you did for me, 
but I'm still worried and this and that and the other and you shouldn't do that. But he's all like, it's season now. I see why why you two, you and Devon, you know, are on the same page. I'm like, oh, goodness. Well, yeah, they are. You dummy because they should have been together in the first place. But, again, that's just me being biased because I like Elena and Devon. But, anyway, I just don't. Yeah, you know, so I just I just want um, them this to bring um, Elena and Devon back together maybe or whatever, especially after all it's been done. This is going to blow up in literally all of their faces, Newman and Chancellor Winters, and I definitely want Victoria to go down with this, and Victor, of course, and that they can't get, get back from this. And I kind of hate it because I'm like, oh, again, I, you know, I, told, I told y'all before, I love the dynamic between Victor and the Winter's children. You know, I love that. You know, with Lily and Devon and how close he was with Neil, you know, and then, of course, obviously because of that, he's really close to Lily and Devon. So I just so I hate that this is all going to blow up and then if they, if they get upset with Victor, I just don't even know at this point and upset that they went along with it. And But hopefully I kind of want it to blow up in his, in his face to before it even gets that far and that way it kind of backfires and then Newman goes down to it and sinks ship. And then Nate is sunk too with with Victoria, it's just Victoria. So, oh yeah, you're gonna be in charge of it, you know. Once I, I just want something to be a, a curveball to be thrown in it, so that won't even happen. Um, but it, it's really good. I'm loving this, and I'm so excited to see what's gonna happen. But of course, Team Devon all the way. David, I'm Team Devon. Um, Nate, but there, there is one thing that's showing um devon is right he's been in the business more Mm -hmm. but nate has a good point too because i think devon isn't admitting it and he won't but it is personal between them he's still i think devon is still a little miffed about what happened with him in a with him and Nate and Elena there. Um, He's not saying it, but I think it's still there. Um, But, yeah, I think to teach everyone a lesson that Victoria should fall for this, I think it it, it would serve better story if this plan fails for Nate because he's not business oriented and it would it would teach him a lesson. Mhm. Okay. I'm going to say some I'm going to agree with Daphne with something. Out of all the soaps that's, you know, this is actually the storyline that I'm like really intrigued with because this is and I'm going to say it. This is OG. This is what Young and the Restless is known for. This was this what's happening now is what happened back in the early nineties. And this was a really good story, like when Jack had to do this to go through Newman to get Jabot back to his father. Okay. It's the same thing when Chancellor when Catherine told Neil she wanted Chancellor to go public. And Neil actually said, Was that a good idea? So this is sort of in the format of what Young and the Restless is. I'm a, y'all know I, I'm on I'm, I'm Team Devon. Team Devon, because Devon has the experience, he has the knowledge, but his weak Achilles heel is word family. 
That's his Achilles heel right there. Family means everything yep, to the Lord. And, and the thing is, is that it's the same for Lily. Lily is trying to prove that she can do more than being the model, being the, um, the boss mm-hmm. of the athletic club and stuff like that. She's mm-hmm. trying to prove her point. Because here's another thing, because Billy said it. Why, you know, Lily, Lily did doubt herself. She really did doubt herself because this is a make or break deal. This is something that's going to ruin her or make her a boss, right? And like Billy has said to her, I think it was last week or beginning of this week, Jill selected her for a reason. And that reason is because, she, because Jill knows that Lily has great ideas and will, and will do right by this company. And Billy stands behind her 110%. However, however, like, like I said, Lily and Devon trying to work, everything kumbaya, we are family. That will work in some situations, but not everything can be about family. Sometimes you've got to be smart. You've got to think ahead because family will screw you over. That's where Nate yep. comes in. Can I just say, uh-huh. Sean, baby, you're showing what you really can do. I like Nate as an evil. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry. I like this version of yep. Nate. Me too. He, uh-huh. he, to me, and see, you got Elena and you got Amani in this, and you even kind of got Amanda. By the way, Michelle Morgan was reported on set. Uh, in case y'all seen the photos, she's back. To me, you got Elena kind of like, Questioning Nate's judgment a little bit, and Nate is like, "Oh, is this because you, you know, you and Devon?" Like, da 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 da. I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. Nate. Um, uh, okay, I, I, I feel a certain type of way." And you're right. This is how you do a, a, a organic villain. You don't need a tumor. You don't need a sad story. You just have a person that's fed up. Just fed up and just wants to look. Look, they gotta be selfish sometimes. Look, we all are selfish in our own rights. So Nate is being selfish right now. For him to be a mold, oh my god! Ah! And yeah, him siding with Victoria. Now here's the thing. Even Nick, Nick is so against this because he said out of the respect of Neil, he was like Neil looked it out for us and vice versa. I would never want somebody to do this to Lily and Devon. I have great respect for both of them. Victoria's like, well, Dad would have done the same thing. He would have done the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Victor would have done it. Yeah, you would. But then it's like with Victoria, it's like she's, this is her opportunity too. Like she's trying to prove herself. And the fact that when Nick, Nick, Neil, Nate, I was say Neil, when Nate said he was going to share, he was going to sell his shares, I was like, oh my God. I was like, Whoa. I was like, this is so much business storyline because you got Jill. Oh, it's nice to see Jeff Walton. But it's just like when they were talking about the IP, I was like, yeah, this ain't, this, this ain't, this ain't going to end well. This is not going to end well. Something's going to go wrong. Somebody's going to get some sneaky information. I don't know, but I'm here for it. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm, 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 I'm loving the business storyline. And, and here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. with the people that we kept saying that they didn't have story for. You know what, Young? I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a props this week. You finally did it. You finally got them off the island. They're actually, they're actually on the yacht. There you go. So, all right. Speaking of traveling, what? elsewhere in Los Angeles, oh, yes. Oh, yes. We went to L.A. Yes, we did because, you know, Bold and Beautiful kicked off their 36th uh, season on CBS. 
we saw Mr. Deacon Sharp. I don't know why I said it like that because I guess OG Sally used to say it. And Nikki Newman meet as Deacon said, she looked damn good. Deacon, so do you. I mean, I ain't going to lie, Deacon. You've been looking really fine. Oh, sorry. Wrong. Um, mm, sorry. That mm-hmm. wasn't on my key card. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? No lie. Right? I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. ain't no lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> woo! Let me just say. Okay. Sean, Sean came in. If you ever want to come to a school party, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> okay. We can talk. <laughs> anyway, Deacon said he wanted to make it up to her because, you know, um, you know, Deacon kind of uh, messed up Nikki's life a little bit with this whole Diane thing. And so, you know, Nikki asked if Deacon had forgotten that. He almost ruined her life. Well, now, for those who need a reminder, Young and Russes did provide a flashback. Don't we love when soaps do this so people can understand the history a little bit better? Now. We do. Okay. When Diane was dead, y'all remember Nikki got dropped off the wagon because she needed some vodka. We all did, okay? Deacon was first to, to acknowledge that when he first got into Nikki's orbit, Truth be told, Deacon Sharp was kind of a user. Tia, yes or no, he was a user. Say it. He, he was using women left and right. Well, it's he, okay to he say is, it. Yeah, he is who he is. That's right. He's grown, though. He's grown. He's grown. And got fine about really a minute. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. Um, anyway. But he wanted to use Nikki for the money, but he recalled, but he, you know, at the end, he really did love her. You know, they were each other's support, um, but, you know, Nikki and Deacon continued to talk as Deacon didn't know Diane was back in the GC. Huh. See ya. Nikki and Deacon. Deacon and Nikki. Is the chemistry still there? What did you think of their scene? Deacon has chemistry with every single character he interacts with. So, yeah, he, he has it. Uh, I'm happy I'm not Nikki because Victor would have got straight up cheated on that day. So I'm happy I'm not him at all. <laughs> but I would say the, I would say the scenes, were, the scenes were wonderful. I think Nikki is full of trash, too, because she wanted Deacon to look at her. She was over there gossiping at that, that reporter. She said, look, he's still as charming as ever. She sounded like a high school girl who had a crush on somebody. I said, Nikki, mm-hmm. yeah. The voice act. Yeah, I said, okay, yeah. I think I need Deacon back in Wynard, just for right now. I want him to ultimately always end up on both, since I think that's just really where the foundation of the character is. But if he could take a one-year break away from non-toes, I think I would be more proud and happy to see that. Because I, I just love his scene. I, I I'm done with you. His attitude, his attitude is really like, I don't really care. Like, even when she was saying that, he was like, yeah, I know, okay. Like, I, I just love his attitude. Like, not, his attitude was kind of how I wanted it to be. Like, I, I, right, what do you want me to do? I, I don't know. Like, okay, she's back. Then he was like, wow, she really sold me out. I was like, he just really didn't care. And I said, he shouldn't care. Like, what are you coming in his room for? What do you want to do? If I was Deacon, I'd be like, wow, a lady invited me in her hotel room. I thought something else was happening here. That's why I answered the phone call. But if I knew it was about his third degree, I would have never came to this hotel room. So I was hoping that Deacon said that. But, you know, I... You know, I, I liked him back on the show. I don't I think the scene were a waste of time a little bit, but I guess it won't be since she's going to come to L.A. and he's going to give some information. But I love seeing him on the show, and I agree. He's gotten better with age because I was looking at them flashbacks. I said, Deacon, you looked nice back then, but you look like 50 times better now. 
I would say that. But <laughs> yeah. he kind of looks more, he, he looks more comparable to when he first came on the show, like back in the time, more than the middle years, Deacon. It was a little rough there. You were still looking the right, but it was some rough years there, Deacon. But, you know, so I feel, I feel – I felt more sad for Nikki because I think deep down she did want to cheat, but she couldn't. So I, I gave her the respect to say, you know what, at least she respected herself that night because we all know what was going on through her head. So nice, good scenes. It's good to see you back and in, in, uh, wind off for episode, Deacon. What you say? Okay, what you, Daphne? No, she was thinking. Well, I know. First of all, I need for peace. Okay, so I got an issue with these terrible crossovers. When <laughs> I, I'm used to crossovers when it's exciting. Somebody finds out about something. <laughs> um, we find out about Sheila. Um, you know, I, I this was just. Oh, um, I'm gonna rank. I'm gonna rank these crossovers now up there with these standalone episodes where you need to get your standalones right. You need to get your crossovers right. This should have been epic. We should be mm-hmm. we should be on that personal phone call from Friday talking about that was it two days later about what happened during this crossover. I'm sorry, this is a dud. Now I do love Deacon, the character of Deacon. Sean you are one of those that gets finer and finer and finer every year that you get older. Every I am day. loving the. I am loving the. I'm loving. It's like fine wine. He just looks good. Now, first of all, mm-hmm. I get a mysterious text from somebody that's no name tells me to meet me in a hotel. I am not going. They could be traffic, sex traffickers. Mm-hmm. They could be drugs. It could be somebody mm-hmm. hitting me upside my head. It could be somebody taking my kidneys. Oh, well, they might like want drug. my kidneys. But they may want my kidneys. They <laughs> didn't try to take my look. They may try. I could, so I'm going to sit over. So to me, I'm like, come on there. Y'all got to get this right. I'm just going to say, oh, okay, let me go over here and meet somebody at the hotel. And especially knowing I'm on parole. I'm on freaking parole. So you think I'm going to go over there and be like, oh, OJ, and then next thing you know, I got 10 more years because that's what they say happened to OJ. Oh, come on, please. Deacon is an that idiot, was, that was that was an idiot. That was a freaking idiot move. You should you should have seen Nikki should have showed up at the bar like the drunk that she is and said, "I need mm. to talk to you." It ain't no um, you know. But the, now what I did like was when she was talking to that to that reporter that she was like, "I got to get myself together when I talk to Deacon because you know Deacon." Deacon can get get into my head, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Your head, your own head, he could be trying to get into." Um, <laughs> seriously, so I mean, I was loving. You can still tell she got some issues and things with Deacon, and that part I loved. Now, let me just say this, Nikki. Okay, so you not considered a serial killer now. You just a regular killer because you know a couple of your body counts have decreased. I need somebody to tell her that you did take a rock and hit that woman upside the head. So technically, you still could have been in jail for that because that's a felony right there. That's felony assault. So just because the woman didn't die, 
you and you didn't go to jail. So I mean, come on, your privilege didn't allow you to go to jail anyway. When the deacon got her off, so come on. So I, I, I was disappointed. I was let down with this. I can't wait for when, and I know this is probably gonna, not going to happen, I can't wait for somebody to tell this reporter um, that, that, the, that Phyllis and the Newmans is pulling your leg because they're trying to get you, they playing keep away, or they trying to get you to expose Diane in a book. Okay, until you know what Diane has done, how do you know what Diane did was wrong? Diane could have been sitting in a mansion somewhere drinking Kool-Aid mm-hmm. and not and drinking wine and Kool-Aid and not doing anything. How can you, you know, until you can figure out what she's done, of course, Nikki and I'm sitting over there on that Ashland secret. I still need for somebody to, that to come out, that whole Ashland secret, you know, of Nick. Because if you're just going to let this go by, this makes no sense in killing off the character of Ashland. So I was just, I'm like, um, it's all right. Now, wait a minute. I will say I love the flashbacks. We got Nikki dripped in jewels and Furs, you cannot do furs now because the Peter people will get you, um, and the other people about the diamonds will get you too. But I loved old school Nikki. There she stood up there drunk as a skunk with her furs and her diamonds on. That's just what I call Nikki Newman right there. Cause, you know, Nikki, that's Nick. That's the picture of Nikki Newman that I have. She's drunk, ordering more vodka with that fur old, that long blonde, luscious blonde hair, the diamonds, the furs. And sit up there drinking, drinking her vodka. So, nope, I I was not a fan of this of this crossover. Um, just an editing note, Daphne, the crossover doesn't end until Tuesday. I'm so far, I'm not Part enjoying one the crossover stuff, because yeah. I feel like because I feel mm-hmm. like the crossover is the, a crossover to me is where you get excitement, you get stuff going on. This is just this is this. This is this is not. A, I would have would have loved for the crossover to been about they find out that that she was alive, or something, or I don't know. But I just feel like this because I got more to say about Diane when we get to the Diane and Phyllis stuff. So I just feel like this is just a dud. So far for me, it's a dud. Now you said it don't end until Tuesday, so you got till tomorrow. Let's see. It's not yeah, quite because they got because they got some other things that they're gonna do. And also, they did well, say in the press release. Be... I, 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 let me uh, real quick. The press release did say that this was the one of the first. Like they're going to be doing at least six of them by the end of this year. Well, so far this first crossover, we ain't talking about the other five. We talking about this one right here. And to me, this one right here is a dud. Press release or not, it's a dud. Okay. Um. Hey man, getting some. Oh. Oh, congratulations. Um, Kim. Um, it's always good seeing Deacon Sharp on my screen on any show he's on. So that part of the crossover I absolutely loved, um, that it was Deacon Sharp. Um, and I really appreciated the flashback scenes and stuff like that. Um, to see more of their dynamic as well. So I always love flashbacks when they flash back to the history and everything. Those are great to me. So I appreciated those. Um, and he Definitely, definitely aged well. It, it just, you know, from then I was like, 
good grief, Deacon. Okay, all right. Um, so that was appreciative, too, for these scenes. And then, of course, when he was flirting with her, I was like, oh, by the way, Nick, you look good. And I was like, oh, my God. And even she was like, okay, you know. But it, the way she was trying to hold back as well, and she was telling her the reporter about that. Yeah, he does. He has a way of doing this and doing that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you, you definitely um, are, you know you're Victor's wife. So you're not going to do anything, but definitely just seeing Deacon again and just talking to him in that short time as you did, he definitely still got in your head just a little bit. So those things were funny to me, too. I appreciated those. And, yeah, Deacon definitely has chemistry with mm-hmm. any and everyone he's been scenes with. So that was just, you know, that goes without saying for sure. And I just, those, those that part of the crossover, I appreciate mm-hmm. that they, if they, so therefore, um, for now, I will say I'm neutral mm-hmm. on the, the crossover because I can't wait to see more, and I know he's going to give her mm-hmm. more information like that at his job. So we'll see what happens. But for now, I'm loving the history flashbacks and him flirting with her and just you know him getting under her skin. That's what I'm loving and appreciating most about these crossover scenes with Deacon. So, yeah, Team Deacon. We'll see what happens. David? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm definitely interested in what Deacon has to say about Diane and all of that. Um, uh, I do like crossovers, especially if they do them well. Um, We know that prior to this one, Mm -hmm. they they were, well, let's say less than fair. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to see um, a lot of fireworks happening with Deacon, Nikki, mm-hmm. and Diane. Here's here's my thing. Uh, y'all said it for me. I'm going to say it again. Sean Kanan gets finer each and every freaking day. Um, mm-hmm. him, Deacon and Nikki... <laughs> I know many people will say that they, okay, Deacon and Nikki was the most toxic couple i ever seen. I mean, as far as, like, the fact that, you know, you know, he was a boozer, she was a boozer, and everything else. And if you were around for those, that storyline, you remember how Victor got upset with her because she, mm-hmm. was, she had realized Deacon used her, and then, you know, Deacon has uh, a um uh, uh, garage sex with Phyllis and um, dumpster sex. That's what they called it. Y'all think about crip sex? Phyllis and Deacon had trash sex. And then he came on to Victoria and it was just a mess back in the day. Like, I agree with T on something. You know, what Sheila is, okay, Sheila started on Young and the Brussels, but she's, her main stuff is on Bold and Beautiful. Deacon's main stuff, yeah, he's starting on bold, but he really, really gelled well on Young and the Rustlers, like point blank period. Mm-hmm. There's something about Melanie Thomas Scott and Sean Kanan that I'm so interested in. I'm like, y'all just posing the picture. I'm interested. I'm like, okay. And, of course, you know, Nikki, because Victoria even said this to her beforehand, was worried about her mental state and everything because, in all honesty, Deacon was her downfall. Diane was a downfall that kind of set her back on drinking. Again, she she chugged a whole bottle of vodka, okay? Um, 
So, yeah, she, you know, has to be a strong person in front of Deacon. But, again, we all know what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. Take off that shirt. There you go. Um, <laughs> and pants and shoes and socks. Hey, why not? Um, flashback. <laughs> be quiet, Tia, because you were thinking the same thing. And if you're going to try to be all innocent on a phone call, really. Flashbacks, mm. I always say this, flashbacks helps newer viewers understand people's history. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, again, when, you're watch- when you've been watching the show for so long, you also kind of do like Daphne did. Dang, back in the day, we had a lot of, they had a lot of money. They had some stuff. They, you know, you had the jewels and the fake furs and stuff like that and, and, and whatnot. So I'm glad they incorporated the history of this whole situation. Um, I don't know. Like when Deacon was explaining it, I'm like, yeah, Deacon probably doesn't know. Like he doesn't know everything that's going on, but he knew some and whatnot. So I'm kind of invested to see what happens next. But, yeah, Deacon looked really good. And that's all we're going to say about that because, we don't want you guys to think that we're like lusting after him or anything like that. Or, you know, have Maybe a question. Sure on him. Don't him, but okay. Yeah. Neither do you, boo. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna wrap all of this up into one big giant present. Okay, is it a mistake to keep Summer in the dark about Kyle's surprise wedding ceremony? Tracy thinks so, as she was not. She's not for the surprise wedding. Instead, you know, like have Summer take part of planning a wedding because, you know, they didn't really have a real wedding with the family and friends last time because y'all know they just got married on the well. Okay, so Kyle asked Summer to marry him again, and guess what, you guys? We're having a wedding. Yay! Y'all sound so excited just like that. Meanwhile, the mother's in the Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for playing along. Meanwhile, the mother-in-law's. Of Phyllis and Diane, well, they're trying not to rip their hair out, you know, extensions and all. Um, they learned, they, you know, they learned about the renewal. Then Diane saw that Phyllis had planted false documents on her computer. Ooh, Cal even went to Jack about it. Jack remembered that he saw Phyllis and Diane earlier in a heated conversation. Cal said that the women were stuck in a cycle and thinks that Phyllis is on Diane's hit list, and Diane thinks, well, you know what she thinks about Phyllis. Later, Diane versus Phyllis. It was still continuing. Diane raised her voice, and Phyllis was just like saying, girl, you're going to fall on your, on your own butt, but you'll you know, keep doing it because, you know, Phyllis is trying to be the good girl and all this and trying to make Diane lose her ever-loving mind in front of everybody. But then Diane has said, how many times, how many times has the likes of Victor, because, you know, she met up with Victor too, and Phyllis lied, she do crimes, Etc. and got away with it and like you know they like acting like like they're the saint of the GC. Can I get an amen? Thank you. Later, after dealing with the whole Phyllis and Victor mess, because you know that drains you, right? Diane goes back to her place, but guess what? She receives a text message, a mysterious text message. Somebody's coming. Somebody's on their way. Who is it? We don't know. Well, you guys know who it is, but, we, you know, I'm just trying to do the dramatic stuff. Tia, your thoughts on all of this? Well, someone tell next 
Um, my favorite scene from this whole thing is why Diane told Phyllis and read her off to the filth and said, how in the world are you and Victor judging me with your crime scenes and list? And how many times has Victor faked his death? Well, how many times? If Kennedy had times or something, she said, I said, good job. I'm happy you are defending yourself. And again, we going back to what I said. I am so tired of Phyllis when she gets her upset. She's like, oh, there you are. That's the real Diane. Well, yeah, the real Diane going to come out when you keep provoking me. I, I don't... I, no one's going to be an angel. Like, please, Phyllis, you mm-hmm. keep saying you change, but the real Phyllis come out every single episode. So where have you changed that? Isn't that why Jack literally left you a, a month, a, like a three months ago, because you haven't changed? So how can you judge her? My issue with y'all guys, regardless of what Diane did, we won't know if she's really changed because y'all not really giving her the opportunity to change. Do I believe some of her story is full of crap? Yes, but you have to make her make her own mistakes. You can't be the judge and all of that to say if she's changed and how she should change and who she should be oppressing. That has nothing to do with you guys. But I loved when Diane quit. Uh, that was so clever. I wasn't even thinking about it. When she quit, she said, oh, yeah, I know Phyllis is going to oh, be yeah. right with because and the, the smile on her face, you can see Diane <laughs> Susan Watson is just amazing. This that little evil smile she's doing, like, yep, you go have to quit too because they said if I leave, you're behind is going down with me. So I just love the evil smile she was giving. They was like, yeah, uh, you go give up your job too, Phyllis, and she was like, oh snap. So to me, everything that then Phyllis gonna sit there and cry, everything what cry and whine and say, yeah, I don't understand Diane provoked me and that was the innocent person. I don't remember that scene going down like that. The scene I remember is Diane was minding her business and you walked up to her face provoking her and she got and you got mm-hmm. thrown foot. So Phyllis I, I can't with the character. I don't care if Diane is the worst person in the world. I need to see something get done first. And then y'all come and do that. You can't – how many months have been going on for? She hasn't done anything. What are y'all waiting for her to do, per se? Even if her past was bad, that currently has nothing to do as to what she is now. So, you know, Phyllis just know. But when it comes to the party and stuff, I, I found it hilarious that she didn't get the instant invitation. That was funny when she came in there and she seen everybody. That was hilarious. Kind of, uh, I'll be honest, I kind of felt bad, though, for that one moment. No, mm. not with how terrible she's been. I, I ain't feel not one tear right. down my yeah. during that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Uh, Kim? Yeah, I, I definitely don't feel nothing at all. I didn't feel bad at all for Phyllis when she walked in there. In fact, I was happy, and I was glad she walked in there and felt bad. She was in my way. You know, she deserved that. You know, I am so, so, so sick and tired of Phyllis. It's just not even funny. Hey, Kim, I, I, you're, you know, you're fading I, I, out a little bit. Kim, you're fading oh, out a little bit. Oh, hold on a second. Okay, can you yeah. hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I am so over Phyllis. Like, she is the most annoying person to me, and she just wants to get her way all the time. She just and she does she does the poke in the bear. She pokes the bear. And when the bear um comes out or whatever she says, then now she's like, Oh my gosh, woe is me, kind of river, blah blah blah. And it's annoying. I'm so tired of Phyllis. She's getting on my nerves. That's all she's just focused on is putting Diane down and just getting her out and this and that and the other. It's just annoying at this point. And I'm glad that Diane quit too, because honestly I didn't even think that they were going to get um, Phyllis out. So I was like, wait a second, that's right. They did say that if anything happens, I don't care who said what to who shot John. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Both of you are jumping out. You know, so I, I was like, 
that is so cool, right? I was like, that is so cool. That was clever of Diane to do that. So that was awesome on that part. With Summer and Kyle, I'm a Kyle fan. I am. So I'm happy for them. But, however, y'all, I really need for their storyline to pick up, as in some drama happening with them, more so outside of their parents. I should say, because in all actuality, even though I do like Summer and Kyle, oh, I hate to say this, y'all, but I'm going to say it, they're kind of boring me a little bit. So with that being said, something has to happen outside of their parents in their relationship. Um, now, when Phyllis walked in there and, and <laughs> she was just dumbfounded, like I said, I was jumping for joy. I was so happy. I was clapping. I was like, yes. And I saw Diane. She had a little smirk. She was smiling. She knew that Phyllis was upset. Um, so those things were really, really good. Yes, she, Diane received that text. She's frantic. She's panicking now because we, we all know who's coming. So, But although she's, her past is going to probably start coming out now, honestly, I hope it's not as bad as Phyllis and Nikki um, and then want, want it to be. I just really do not want them to be mm. like where it's how like, well, I just want to just, I hate you. I don't ever see you again. You've got to leave. Definitely have to leave General City now. So I don't want it to be that bad. Yes, it, it could be bad. Okay, whatever. But again, not to where mm. Nikki and them glow. Like, yep, see, I told you. I told you. Because I don't want them to get their way at all. Um, so that's just what I'm hoping for in this storyline. But I'm loving every bit of it, and Team Diane still. I mean, I don't got again, like Tia said, I don't care if she is the worst person ever. I don't care at this point. I'm still Team Diane because Phyllis is just the most annoying person on earth at this point, and Nikki too, trying to take her down. Daphne, this is probably my second stuff that I'm really liking. Because you guys know I'm always on the bill. Well, most of the time I'm on, I'm on the quote-unquote bad guy. But I think whoever just said it, I, I'm just sick of the character of Phyllis at this moment. And, you know, my, my whole point is, you know, at this point, you keep poking the bear. You poke the bear, you poke the bear. You hit the bear upside his head with a stick. You step on the bear's foot. You, and then you get mad and go when the bear swipes at you or tries to bite you, then you go, see, look, y'all, I told you the bear was, was dangerous. I told you the bear was violent. But you don't sit there and beat the bear up, and you expect the bear not to do anything. That's how I feel about Diane. But at this point, see, Phyllis is her own, as Nick told her when she, when she came back to repay that money. You are your own worst enemy. You can't just sit back and let the inevitability of stuff happen because Diane could come in, and you know, as far as you know, Diane could come in and sort of, you know, you know, bring her own self down. Sometimes you just have to sit back and wait for karma. Karma sometimes may not come today, may not come tomorrow. Karma may come next week, next month, next year. But karma does get back with you. Every decision you make, there's a good consequence or a bad consequence, but Phyllis can't seem to handle that, and it's making Phyllis look crazy. I love when she, and then she's going to sit there. She, well, it's like Summer said, you could have walked away. No, Diane tried to walk away. You remember how Phyllis kept blocking her, stepping in front of her, and then when Phyllis went off on her, she kept going, see, I told you, there's the old Diane. That's the old Diane. I knew the old Diane. And I wanted to say, Phyllis, you need to sit down. But I did love Phyllis, I mean, Diane calling Phyllis out. I loved her calling Victor out, saying that she, they done done what she's done done and worse stuff. 
and they get they get a bond a pass act like they angels and saints. I love it. I loved it when the fact that the Phyllis walked into that room and then Diane that party and then Diane was. I thought that was a good thing to do. If you're gonna have the party, you have them both come in at different times and stuff. Diane first because like she's like what I said, you could probably get Diane out. You ain't gonna get Phyllis out. Phyllis ain't gonna go. I love this whole thing. Phyllis, and this is probably going to make Phyllis be even worse. And, and let me, oh, let me just say this. I am loving Jack. I'm loving Jack. I think Jack has actually not in, has fallen out of love, out of favor, out of everything with Phyllis. I, so I'm just loving how Jack is sticking to his guns with this stuff. Whether he's, is he giving, and I like what he said. I can't, I don't like what Diane did, but I have to be okay because my son wants to have a relationship with his mother, and I'm not going to stand in the way of that. So if I have to, to tolerate Diane, I'll tolerate Diane. But I do think that Jack is kind of falling for Diane a little bit. Um, so I just can't wait to see this. This is probably, this is in my top five of all soaps, of soap stories that I want to see continue. I'm loving it. See, to me, G, I mean, Young and Restless is doing some things right. I don't know what they're doing with the rest of the stuff, but they are doing some things right. So I can't wait to see, you know, I can't wait to see what's going to happen for the rest of the week, at least when it comes to Diane and Phyllis and all of this. David? Um, for me, I can't tell which team to root for in this case because I think they both got they both got something up their sleeve. I don't think Diane is as sweet as she leads on to be because there is a secret going on and. There's got to be more to it, but I don't want. Like I said, I I don't want Nikki and Phyllis or Ashley to win on this either, because I hope mm-hmm. it's nothing that you know is that earth shattering that it destroys Diane's relationship with her son all over again. I I'm kind of rooting for them to keep building the relationship. Uh, it seems to be, it's something that Kyle wants and I don't want him disappointed. Um, it, it's, they just gotta learn to stay out of each other's face. But I don't, knowing it's a soap opera, I don't see it's possible, but that's what I'm hoping for. Okay, so I'm agreeing with with something you all said is that this is this is a storyline that I am also invested in. Here's the thing, I I agree with you, David. I don't know whose team I'm supposed to root for because even though right now Phyllis is making a mockery of herself and she's doing all this, half of me is like, you know what, this girl is probably going to be right in the end, and everybody is going to have to either say, you know, I'm, you know, I should have, you know, listened to or whatnot. At the same time with Diane, I'm the same way with Diane because it's like, all right, right now you haven't proven, you haven't shown anything. But again, this could be your act. 
to get to know Kyle, to win Kyle over, to win Jack over, to, you know, and then all of a sudden, whatever happens, whatever secret comes out, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like either is Diane working on something and she's, you know, just being like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything yet. I'm just going to be like really, really nice. And then bam, you didn't see it coming. And it's going to affect Kyle and Jack and everybody else. I don't know. I, and, 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 and you know what? That's the beauty of the storyline. I don't know. I don't, because I'm like, right now, I'm like, okay, yeah, when Diane was calling Phyllis out and saying all that stuff about me, I did like this too to you. I said, praise your girl. I said, yes, yes. With Phyllis, Phyllis, you know, being, you know, Phyllis, I'm like, well, this is Phyllis. This is, this is Phyllis. She sets herself up for all this because she wants to prove a point. You know, we got to remember, Phyllis sometimes has low self-esteem. And when not, you're right, Daphne, about Jack. Here's the thing about Peter Bergman. You don't have to really put him in a relationship storyline. I like him in this kind of storyline where he's, 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 he's looking. He's looking at the picture, and he's talking to his son about it. Because Kyle was like this. Yeah, this cycle. See, what Kyle said about the cycle that these women are in, they're stuck on it should be applied to some other people on other soaps, Bone and Beautiful. How you doing? Because it is a cycle. It's like Phyllis feels as though Diane is, is, is going to do something. Diane is, it is like, you just don't know where this is going to go at. And the fact that Diane just got a, a secret text from somebody, now it's like, oh, crap. Like, is this a make or break deal? Is this going to help her or not help her? Is her secret life is about to be exposed because we still don't know while she was pretending to be that other person, being a real estate agent or whatever, what she was doing behind closed doors. We don't know. We know she wasn't doing Deacon, though. We do know that for a fact. Okay. I, I don't know. With Nikki, Ashley, well, and Phyllis. Let me just ask this question, though. At what point do you have to say Phyllis take a seat? Because at this point, I have to be Team Diane. I can't be Team Phyllis because at this point, I haven't seen Diane do anything. Yeah, yep. Diane may have, may have just, just give the smirks and everything. But until Diane does something, I can't say, I can't play the what if. Well, what if she does this? Well, what if she, I have to take it at face value. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. what Jack said. And, 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 and to me, this is not about what I want. It shouldn't be about what Phyllis wants. It should be about what Kyle wants. And I'm still waiting for Twitter people to send me those videos, those clips where, where Phyllis <laughs> raised <laughs> Kyle. I have I haven't gotten those yet. I'm still waiting for those because at this point, if, 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 if the Kyle says, I want to have a relationship with my mother, who am I to say you cannot have that relationship? She is the baddest. She's a bad member jammer. I can't do I She's done this, this, this. But who am I to say that Kyle can't have a relationship with her? I mean, so that's why I said I can't be Team Phyllis right now. I have to wait until Diane actually has done something. And I, and if Kyle has forgiven her for her, quote, unquote, death, 
then whatever she did while she was quote-unquote dead, I have to let that go too because Kyle has said he's forgiven her for that. I have to wait till she do some. I, I have to take a page out of days. I have to wait till she do something new and record it and say, Kyle, she's still doing up to her old tricks. She's got new tricks now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be interesting because I do want to know. Like I, Like I said, for me, I'm just like, I I don't know who's playing who, what game like what does somebody got something up their sleeve like what's gonna happen next? All I know is I can't wait. I want to see what happens next. I want to see how some other factors because we know that Trevor St. John's character is popping up, and if you already know, you already know we that's gonna be a debate. Um, we know that Michael Grazade is coming back. We do not let me repeat. Do not know how long he's gonna be on. We do know that he was at the cast photo because they, they are taking new cast photos. They're going to be updating their intro pretty soon as well. So we don't know what Daniel is going to bring to the table. We don't know if Teenage Lucy is coming to the table. That will be interesting. Daniel is the only one that can sort of get through to Phyllis. Through for Phyllis, yep. We would have said Michael Baldwin, but, you know, Michael and Diane also had some. But we'll talk about that next. Um, other than that, it was, I, I'm going to say for the week of soaps, there were some highs and then there were some lows. Yep. But oh, in, in a weird way, they were entertaining. Because we, we just spent almost over four hours talking about it, so you know it was probably entertaining though. So um, real quick, a couple announcements. Again, General Hospital, Bold, and Young and the Restless viewers, please keep an eye out on social media um, regarding Wednesday or Thursday. At this point, they said June, um, the, I think June 28th, Lord. Um, September 28th is for the January 6th committee um, thing. Um, oh. But again, stay tuned for that um, if they're going to preempt or, or whatnot. Also, the continuing uh, crossover of, uh, let me see, now would be on Bold? Well, yeah, on Bold now. Yeah, Bold will be the one on Monday um, with Nikki and everything else. Um, on Days of Our Lives, <laughs> Lord, the explanation will be given. Why, Clyde? Why? And by the way, uh-huh. I tweeted out something on my Twitter account. The, everybody knows what I did. I asked the question if, if Clyde was the OG for this murder mystery, whatever you want to call it, um, on General Hospital. All I can say is get hooked and watch General Hospital. Will Diane make it? Is she the last one? Who's next? Tia got that reference. Who's next to be hooked on General Hospital? And who is the victim going to be connected to? You like how I did that, Tia? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Also, Obama the Beautiful. <laughs> you saw the promo. I'm going to say what they said it. Could it be a setup against Brooke regarding the CPS being called on Thomas? Stay tuned and find out with that. Um, real quick, too, before we go, and, again, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. 
we know we talk a lot, but we, but we really do enjoy this genre. Um, I want to um, carve out this. October 9th, which is a Sunday, at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, Jerry Van Dorn. Many of you guys remember Jerry Van Dorn either from God and Light as Ross Marler or Clint Buchanan on One Life to Live. You know he passed away um, earlier this year in May due to, due to cancer. Um, God and Light and One Life to Live stars are coming together for a very special uh, Daytime Stars and Strikes fundraiser. Um, this is the 18th year. Um, usually they would have done it Columbus Day, but, you know, COVID and everything. And they're going to be doing it again on the Locker Room um, on YouTube. Alan Locker, PR, great person, love him. Um, they're going to celebrate the life of Jerry Van Dorn. Um, some, of, some of your favorite stars from One Life to Live and God Light includes Kristen Alderson, Grant Alexander, Jean Carroll, Buff Chamberlain, Crystal Chappelle, Justin Deeds, Mark Derwin, Frank DeCoblis, Rick, Ricky Paul Golden, Melissa Hayden, Rick Hurst, Crystal Hunt, Vincent Irizarry, Liz Kiefer, Jessica Lachia, Wendy Moss, Robert Newman, Michael O'Leary, Denise Pence, Ron Raines, Peter Simon, the one, the only, Erica Slazak, Tina Salone, Gina Tonioni, Bree Williamson, Laura Wright, and Kim Simmons, among others, will be joining this, tel- this, this celebration of Jerry Van Doren's life. This year also, the proceed, the proceed, the proceed, yeah, the money, there you go, let's say, 75% of it will be going to the Autism Society of America, which Jerry was very, very connected with throughout the years. And 25% will be going to the newly established Jerry Van Doren Scholarship Fund, which will help send individuals with autism to theater camps and other educational programs. So just wanted to let you guys know that um, for more information, you can go to the locker room and also DaytimeStarsAndStrikes.com. Once again, it's the 18th annual Daytime Stars and Strikes charity event honoring Jerry Van Doren on October 9th at 2 p.m. And we'll repost the link and everything else. Um, but, um, yeah, come out, um, watch it on YouTube, and talk about a great guy, um, Jerry Van Doren, who great actor and um, soliousness. So just wanted to get that out there. Um, other than that, you guys, you guys take care of yourself. Seriously, um, take care of yourself. By the next week, it's officially October. It is. <laughs> you just hear the stop going by so fast. Um, but and yeah, pretty soon it's going to be the So Party for One One Awards. So stay tuned for all of that. Once again, you guys, thank you for listening to us. Um, everybody, have a safe week. Enjoy life and enjoy the soaps. And don't complain about what's going on in the real world. What's the soap stars? Duh. It's their life. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank Bye. you. Good night. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now. There's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. With Ancestry, all it takes is a couple of details to start exploring your family story. I typed in grandma's name and birth year, and there she was, working at the Five and Dime. Search the 1950 U.S. Census free on Ancestry.com and see where your discoveries can lead you.